Tales from the East Stand, episode 79. I'm your host, Louis Clemartin, alongside my brother Frankie, Jaden Parsons, Hannah Doon, and our friend Cassie. Say hi, guys and girls. Hi! Deadly. Win in Waterford on Friday night. Did everyone see the gold? Yes! yes. No. Who was your favourite ever Rovers players? Danny Carr. Danny Carr. Jaden? Charles Clark. Dan Carr. Joel Castrain. Dan, I mean Trevor Clark. Dylan Watts. Uh, and mine is Dan Carr too. Will Rovers the league and cup this season? Yes or no? Yes. 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 Hopefully. Next we're going to explain the offside rules. Who wants to go first? Maya. So if, there's a, so if the striker is ahead of the defender, that's offside. Because the last man back has to be behind the striker to be not be off, to not be off offside. Anyone else? So if there's if there's uh if if you're taking a corner free kick and you're and you're about to run in, you're not allowed to be behind any defenders or on your offside. Thank you. Kids, can I ask you a question? What do you love about the junior hoops? About the hoops, aside now from the sweets, what do you love about the hoops? And particularly the junior hoops? The football? Hannah. And I like the junior hoops because of all the fun stuff we got today. My name's Frankie, and I like the junior hoops because we get to uh, wave the flags. My name's Cassie, and I like the junior hoops because when we get to meet the team. Come on! Time to go! What? Guys, you weren't at Carl and Gary's microphone, were you? No! no. Maybe. Tales from the East End and we are back with Monthly Madness. So we're going to review the Waterford game from last Friday night and we have two special guests to help us do it. Play for the Hoops for many seasons together in the 70s and the early 80s and it's Robbie Gaffney and Noel Sinner. So lads, you're very welcome to Johnny Blues and it's a pleasure to have you. Thank what, you very much, Gary. Well, what do you think of the surroundings? What do you think of the place? Decked out in Rovers gear. Gary, we're both... Uh, we're both very comfortable here. I hope uh, if you can make a phone call home for both of us, it'd be great. <laughs> we did it in the 70s and 80s, and we're not going to stop now. So a little call just to say we have no way problem late. doing that. We'd be way late. We'd be appreciative. But it's brilliant. <laughs> Top notch, by the way. Will we call yeah. you the gaff and skipper? Because you were known as skipper in well, your later years, weren't you? I suppose. I mean, in fairness now, I'm delighted to say I did skip with the club for a, a period of time. And uh, I think uh, probably when Giles was there, 
Um, mm. uh, so yeah, I was delighted to do that, and yeah, I'm happy enough with that. Yeah, you will go. So we have the gaff and skipper, yeah. and uh, we're having a couple of drinks as well. I tell you what, I didn't take much arm twisting to open a bottle for these two boys. Rock, <laughs> rock show or no? It must be a new drink by the way. Rock show, you were harping your day, weren't you? We're doing Pain this stripper. Doing this two years now. No one has said yes faster than most. Of them. No, you're right. That's yeah. Terrible. And terrible. we just have to thank our sponsors as well. We have the Penny Hill Carry You, and they are fantastic with us as usual they have the lovely Louise who is always good for recommendations so when you go in mention the podcast and tell them that we sent you and you might get a little treat out of them so that's Penny Hill carry out in Lucan so thanks to the guys for all their sponsorship over the last year and a half so um, yeah just before we get going I'd like to dedicate this show to Maureen Connolly who sadly passed away during this week during the week and Maureen has been a volunteer for years and years and years and you might remember her from the talk shop in Talca Park John Connolly's wife all our family gold is Karen Louise big big hoops family so um she was known for her fantastic home bacon and she would always have a smile on her face in around the 1899 suite so this week's show is dedicated to Maureen here, 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 here. Right, so Carl, Robbie, and Noel, you were on the Wack Express down to Waterford. The gaffs are regular on the bus. Uh, do you enjoy yourself, Noel? Oh, fantastic! Uh, it's a long time actually um, since I've seen Rovers because uh, well, I live out North County Dublin, so it's kind of difficult to get across the Tala um, easily, and um, and particularly uh, on a Friday night because uh, I do a sort of thing for the special needs kids, uh, but. So if that doesn't finish till late, so by the time I wrap up and get across, it's kind of um, uh, difficult. So yeah, I was yeah. really looking forward to um, Friday night, and I was surprised that we were meeting so early, but uh, <laughs> I found out why afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I hope you had a, a bag of cans in hand, did you? Well, no, we had a couple of uh, glasses of orange, <laughs> and um, then we uh, we made our way gently down towards um, Noctover. Noctover, Noctover, the, uh, the whack picks these obscure places, no, you yeah. never know where you're going to go. <laughs> he does, does he? I swear to God, he Discover oh. Ireland for me. What was the name With, of the pub? We we'll give them a shout out. It was Packy Our Parties, or no, or no. Was hold on. Is it Irish's Bar? Or Irish's Bar. Sorry, it wasn't it? Was it what was that's the one? What was it called? Yeah. There was Grub in, in the. And in we walked the, across to get a bite to eat. Yeah, and that yeah. Was in, that was the yeah. other place. Yeah. But anyway, in October, and Eamon, yeah, yeah. Eamon, yeah. All I know is Eamon was the barman. I'd say. I'd say he's in the A and E. Afterwards, his muscle oh, has gone. Now he's run off his feet. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. he, you know? It was great. Though. He's great probably looking like pop boy now with the biceps he has. Yeah. After pulling out them pipes. Right, yeah. And your just pal. as well, it wasn't the old pumps, wasn't it? That's right. Your pal Alan O'Neill was with us as well. Yeah, Alan. Yeah, Alan was. Uh, um, he uh, expressed an interest uh, to partake of the festivities. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he, uh, he he joined us. And he, he wasn't going to initially, and then he obviously thought about it for about. 12 seconds yeah, yeah. And then he said, yeah, yeah just as long as it took for you to say yes to a drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went up in the points beforehand and Al brought up his own appearance in the podcast last September and he sent out a warning to Noel he said no it's not 5 minutes no <laughs> prepare for 2 to 3 hours and Noel was like aha uh-huh, yeah yeah Alan and I was like no seriously and I was like what yeah. well I've just heard about yeah. um, is it Tony O'Dell and Derry Tracy yeah, yeah. Derry there yeah. uh, they've set the record yeah so they got a bed and breakfast here I believe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a famous Johnny Blue breakfast so Prof give us your review of the bus the Wack Express I'll yeah. definitely have to jump on this one in the yeah, it was my first time too so Mick Kearns was, was eager for my impressions of the bus so he refers to himself in the third person now by the way yeah, he, 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 goes, he says, oh yeah, this is the whack. He goes, you know the whack. <laughs> yeah. No, but I was impressed. It was as immaculate as you promised. It was like traveling in luxury gear. 
Yeah. There was a toilet the Far on board. cry from our usual uh, uh, expeditions. An actual, an actual toilet on board. Did it work? Yeah. And yes. it didn't get overflowed within an hour? No. And That's then Mick got the microphone, made an announcement and said, on the next bus, we'll have a shower as well. Shower. <laughs> <laughs> and don't rule it out, by the way. Yeah. No, like, I went, uh, I, I was probably on one of the first Wack Express in, in this generation, in the Tala era yeah, yeah. of the Wack Express. Yeah. And I'd been on one bus where we went to Dundalk and there wasn't a board, sorry, there wasn't a door on the bus coming back, right? <laughs> what happened was, you know, it wasn't malicious or anything like that. What happened was, the whack loves to get to the ground early, no matter what. Yeah. He loves to he loves to meet early and he loves to get to the ground early. But we got to Oriel Park and whatever way the bus pulled up at the curb, it's one of these drop down uh, sort oh. of pneumatic doors. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it went down into the ground, oh. but the bus went up. Yeah. <laughs> right. So... So the driver was left with sort of a, a tape, it was masking tape, held the, the door on the way back. <laughs> so what we experienced uh, on Friday for the uh, for the Waterford game, mm. this is deluxe. Right. The whack has learned now, whatever, <laughs> and I would not rule out the, uh, the shower, <laughs> I'm telling you. And overnight beds, yeah. overnight beds. Or as I said to him, the only thing he was missing was a sort of a trolley dolly yeah. to continue up and down. He has to stop. Collecting and cleaning up as well. It's time we in, we employed somebody, you know. Yeah. Anyway, just saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the next one. Anyway, <laughs> you mightn't get on. You have to do an interview. Probably <laughs> still be here when it's time. Committee will decide whether you've yeah. been selected or not. Our normal driver for the uh, games home and away, as in getting to the uh, to Tallis Stadium and been picked up and dropped and to. Dropped to several ale houses is the great Dave Armstrong. Dave is obviously steeped in Rovers history. And the normal passenger we would have in the front is our great friend Collie Barron. Collie Barron is a hoop. We celebrated his birthday in Dundalk and he's number one seat in it. And then Mr. Gapney gets in the back when Mr. Armstrong. Actually, I just do what I'm told by uh, Mr. Armstrong. The great Dave Armstrong and the great Collie Barron. And we had the pub in Kilkenny, so we, spo- we spoke about that. And um, Robbie Gaffney was leading the way with the songs, Gare. Yeah, I'm not Great surprised. Is. We've been told that uh, you're quite fond of the old song Matrimony, so mm. we'll give a couple more bottles in, you never uh, know. Yeah, Matrimony, that normally comes, Gary, at the uh, normally at the end of a Rovers win. But at, in this instance, because of the Bowes match last year, first game of the season, I thought, yes, no, don't. Don't start matrimony now. We just do Rovers, a selection of Rovers songs. Yeah. Uh, but um, no, definitely matrimony will be uh, put, put part, on. Part of the menu. Yeah, part of the, the uh, menu now. Yeah. You never stopped, yeah. Gareth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you want, though. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's there all about. A few yeah. beers on the bus, yeah. do sing songs. Going down the Milltown Road has a particular, you know, for the skipper. The skipper brings back <laughs> memories of him. Yeah. Uh, I was out. The, we, we had a, the hoops bar down there. Carl in the and many love stories began at the hoops bar but it was out of bounds to us but I think the skipper was invited back there on several occasions because he was the skipper where it was out of bounds for me so I only <laughs> you were just it. such a lethargy two brothers Packy and Clive now lived in it or whatever but because <laughs> he no one knew them more than I did at the particular chapter I'd have to say to all, how do you ah the hoops bar I was invited down to make a present yeah you want to do so uh, that's the hoops bar in Milltown, but going down the Milltown Road has, for me, a great significance yeah. in the club. Still you know? a, still yeah, a great it's song a great well. song. 
Uh, Liz, don't mind him. He's an awful liar. (laughs) So we have the optimism as well on every fourth day of season. Everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's thinking we're going to do it again. So When you wake up that morning, you're going to win everything. Yeah, that's right. You're going to win the cup. And then at 10 o'clock, you're like, ah, it could be all right. Yeah, you're going to win everything. You're yeah. going to win the spot, the ball, and the bus, the whole lot. So uh, there was a clamour for tickets, and it was going right up until kickoff. A new thread would pop up on Facebook every hour, it seemed. It was the case, because we were monitoring it, and I was putting it up on the social media. If anybody needed a ticket, I'd say I'd highlight it and say so-and-so needs a ticket, because it was the case. It was just threads popping up left, right, and centre. People needed tickets, kids' tickets, adults' tickets. But I think I, I didn't hear of one instance of somebody not getting in, so yeah. I think everybody was uh, looked after. But there's a great row of squirrels there. Crack yeah, I don't know what the figure was, but it was huge. Yeah, it was yeah. As, as big. Even even that knowledge about the tickets. My son Jason had to go online to get his tickets. So to see, you know what I mean. You've never seen that in 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 the game in terms of the. For me, it was always the hard ticket that you pinned up on your bedroom or whatever. Yeah, this mm-hmm. now was a. An email, scan it on your phone, and you scan it on your phone. Okay, yeah. It's all be passing no Seriously, you know yeah. the way you, the ticket you have in your back pocket. Uh, Don't yeah. be ridiculous. Yeah. It's on your phone now, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a lot of, there was a lot of uh, these the, tickets here, like these. The, the absolutely yeah, hardcore the tickets. They're the ones, the bold ones. This email stuff is extraordinary. It's more common now the email, but we actually had no choice but to do it online this time. Like they weren't selling. They weren't selling. Yeah, at the ground. That's what was unique about it. Yeah. Like I didn't. The, the turnstile that we went in, Jason, I think, scanned them to the right. bloke outside. Okay. You know that way. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, no. I, actually, mine was different because I'd actually. Spoken, oh, you you'd gone in. I'd spoken to somebody from Waterford. Yeah. And uh, they told me, yeah, uh, there's no problem. So actually, myself and Alan. Um, had a home tickets. Oh, you had a home So you got the VIP so, treatment at yeah. the Waterford home. So we, we were, yeah, we were brought into the uh, hospitality lounge. Wine so, and yeah, dine. And, and thank you very much, all the guys down in Waterford, for that. Uh, most enjoyable. And um, they had the draggers out there just before the game started. <laughs> so, uh, that was, uh, but it was, uh, it was a nice gesture on their, yeah. part, uh, their part. So like, um, we just walked in that way. There was a guy waiting for us, and he says, "Come on, boys, here we go." And and away we went. So, <laughs> yeah. so then we had Bradzer had to sit in the stand, and he's serving a too much suspension, which is something that really annoys me because I don't think they should be carried on from the previous season, which was the case. Hmm. So I think Trevor Clark missed the start of last season. Through yeah, a suspension the from the game. previous season as well. I think that's I think that's Stone Age stuff. I don't agree with it at all now. So that's Brad's yeah. are out for the Derry game as well. Yeah. And uh, the team news: we had Sam Bowen didn't travel because of illness. We had Joey O'Brien. He actually wasn't suspended for a red card against Longford. He was cleared by the disciplinary committee. So our team was Manus, Boyle at right full, Grace and Pico centre half with Sean Cavanagh at left full. Two debutants: we had McInef and Bourne. Finn Watts, Carr and Green and Damien Delaney was Waterford's captain. So, uh, lads, we'll get your opinion on the starting 11. Were you happy enough with it, Gaff? We'll start with you. I, uh, it's the usual, uh, Carr, with, with, with every, you know, I mean, you could debate this. I think we debated it on the WAC Express going down the starting 11 and so on. But it's only now after, after seeing it. We have a decent squad here. We have a decent squad. Everybody's been going on about the centre-forward bit and so on, but it's only when you saw the performance. But I thought the performance was really good, and I, I don't think we deserved anything less than a win. Yeah. We started very well. We started at a great pace. We had Waterford pinned down for... for Jeez, it was the majority of... The, in fairness to them, the free kick seemed to be a cracking goal. It was a beer, goal. wasn't it? Yeah, we've oh, got to give it to them. From where we were, 
it, you know, to get it up and down past Manus yeah. was, you know, it's a fair skill. And he did it. It's only then when I saw it afterwards coming back. But uh, I, I just thought coming at, at, at one nil down, it brought back memories of last year when we got beaten by Boas. I said, I don't believe We just don't this. come from behind. We just, yeah. And yet we showed something that, now, this is early doors, but we showed something to come back and win it. And I genuinely thought we deserved to win it anyway, overall. So I was very pleased. And I thought it was a really good team performance. Really, mm. really good. In fact, you know, from Manus up to Dan Carr, I thought it was very, to, sorry, to Alan, Aaron Green, I thought it was very good. And what about yourself, uh, Well, again, that's the first time I've seen Robbers for a long time. And um, probably uh, on the way down, I was talking to Alan and... Uh, we were talking about um, Jack Byrne. Yeah. Um, Who stuck uh, out for you actually? Because uh, your opinion would be would be less biased, you could say, than ours. Because we have our favourites, and yeah. and we might have our mind set about a certain player and how he plays. You're you'd be you'd have a fresh opinion on this. Who right. did you think stuck out, stood out? Yeah, I thought um, uh, I thought Jack was like he looked great on the ball. See the way he clipped he, that he ball. Can, in you can for, see a pass. Yeah, he looks a player now. You he can really see a pass. Looks, a you know, um, looks too good for the league, almost, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, but yeah. like um, the um, the centre forward, what, what's the, uh, Aaron Green? Aaron Green. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very pacey. Yeah, and uh, I thought he was a little unlucky a couple of times mm. uh, in the first half because they were playing with that breeze, which yeah. really carried the ball away. Yeah, yeah. It did. Yeah, and I thought he was a little bit unlucky. But second half, um, I thought actually Rose was the better side because. Uh, they, they controlled the game much more. I mean, what stood out for me was Aaron Green scored in the 50 to 60th minute. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing he did? Went and grabbed the ball. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 But Jack Bourne, uh, for me, no. Have a look at his little sneaky balls in all yeah. the time. Disguised passes. Right. Terrific okay. skill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, was, yeah. he wasn't doing the predictable play it out to the right full or play okay. it square or whatever. Yeah. He was always looking for this little inventive pass. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I just think this fella has it. Yeah, yeah really. what, I, what I was saying about like he, he sees the passes, that's what I was yeah. saying. They may be playing in one direction, but yeah. he knows what's going on yeah. on the far side. And he can make that pass when it's... He's uh, like always in the back of his head. To, to me, yeah. he yeah. just gives it as well. See, Ronan Finn now would have the... Ronan Finn has the tank, you know what I mean, to go right. up and down. Yeah. But Bourne yeah. has the ability to feed Ronan Finn now. I think we might see a lot more Ronan Finn in forward, forward positions. I think so. Okay. I think so. And, yeah. and, and it could be wrong because there was a huge reliance on Finn for me when he came to Rovers if you know what I mean it was yeah. this was the sign and having got him from Dundalk but I think this Jack Bourne now if, has if, that extra bit of quality around him now extra round to give Finn you know that extra bit of licence exactly uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but going back to Cardi I just thought it was a really well deserved and as good a performance by the way and, as and, I'm saying and strangely on that uh, Cap the, uh, when you're talking about uh, Ronan Finn um, it's odd well not odd but like uh, he uh, he has a couple of brothers, and uh, there was a time when I was managing Aerlingus, mm. and both his brothers played for Aerlingus. Oh yeah! And Ronan came up training with them as a as a fourteen, fifteen year old yeah. mm. before he sort of went away and all yeah. the rest, you know. And so I know Ronan for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Say this time, now, yeah. wouldn't be a pal because of the fact I haven't seen him for donkey's years. Yeah, yeah. But like it's strange the way he started off. there. you remember him as a fourteen, fifteen year old knocking yeah. yeah. the ball around? Absolutely, yeah, Cambridge, yeah, yeah. 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 So he's had a great career. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, he, he, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was a couple of good stats. You were a good stat prof. There was last year we didn't concede once before the thirtieth minute, right? Right. So the goal we conceded <laughs> was, was in the twenty odd minutes old. Yeah. And we rarely, rarely come from behind to win. It's a sorry thing Maloney slaughters me over. Yeah. I, I announce a stat on the show <laughs> yeah. and then it breaks the next game and it costs us. <laughs> so yeah, we never come from behind, which is we what we did. We won. 
we don't concede before the third, which will happen. And our two most probably criticised players, I know Vojic got the goal, credited to him, but Boyle and Green are probably our two most criticised players and they got the goals. Yeah, yeah. So it was... It was a crazy turn of events. And why why would uh, Green be a, a criticised? Uh, listen, there's there's there's, there's uh, history there because he left the club in uh, controversial circumstances last time. Right. We won't go too much into it, but he plus he didn't score a goal last year, mm. and we're starting up front in the first game. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we had a picture of Oki's number thirty four jersey hanging up in the dressing room and went up online, so we knew he got international clearance. To uh, make some sort of appearance, so we Leon Polch was on the bench bench as well, and the prof interviewed him a couple of days before the game. So that's our two new signings and a bit of excitement for continental incomings. We interviewed so, uh, Oki as well, but his English wasn't so good. Was it, yeah, we were debating this whether it would be good or not. Yeah. It didn't even air in the end. <laughs> no, it was he just bad. kept breaking down into hysterics because Leon, the goalkeeper, was behind him, and he just kept making him laugh. Oh, well, that's good. That's and a bit of crack. Just keep laughing, laughing. We, we dragged about three quotes out of him in the end for a press release. But you, can I ask you, who in the end was given the goal? Because where we were, it was the new lad, the Austrian lad, yeah. he all over it. He officially got it. He officially has it. And yeah. then there was a debate. There was a video from behind the goal, It was a sort goal, of a right? Jason Maloney moment. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, I was on the verge of getting ringing Jason Maloney because <laughs> it was getting heated as to who yeah. it was. There's a video of Waterford released from behind the goal, and as Boyle hits it, it literally—I don't—he couldn't do anything about it. It flicks off his instep, goes through his legs, flicks off his instep, yeah. and it actually takes it into the back of the net. You know, if it didn't hit Voyage, I don't think it would have went in. It wouldn't have gone in. No, we'll, he knows we'll, we'll, tell you what, it, we'll get it now. It looks like yeah, he did change direction. Because uh, he, when he celebrated, yeah, I thought for I was made up for the lad because you wouldn't have seen it now. No, he was yeah. over at our section in, but. The chest and everything. He was hitting the jersey going in. <laughs> he was the other way. Like you saw. the thing. Like you see him celebrating like that, and then you go online, and it's like, oh, Boyle scored. Boyle scored, and you're yeah. Like, well, the way does, does it give it mean that? Yeah. Right. Said, this yeah. one could be, you know. But it's you didn't see it, no? Did you? No, did, I didn't notice that. No, did you, no. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have we seen were, it from our. From where, our yeah, side, yeah. Side, but yeah. I swear to you, he was only ju- short of jumping past over <laughs> Stewart and in. You know. And he signed for forty-eight hours earlier. At that stage, wasn't there a few boys out on the pitch? Yeah, there yes. certainly was. Yeah, there was. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he said it meant everything to him. Fucking right. Yeah. Go on your day. And do you know what the funny <laughs> thing was? The funny thing was, we have a, a guy called Garrett Brennan in the WhatsApp group, yeah. one of our, our pals. He turned around to us and said, Oh, yeah, back post winner. I had a dream. Oh, you just came <laughs> on and got the back post winner. I like, fucking believe it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And so, no one made any money on it. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. That's, what, yeah, that's yeah, the worst yeah. part. Yeah. So we dominated the early stages and their keeper made saves from Watts, a cabin of free kick and a shot by Finn. So uh, there was one team <laughs> trying to win the game and that was Rovers. The atmosphere in that first five, ten minutes in our stand, <coughs> Robbie, like the, the beginning of a season, it's unreal, isn't it? Oh, listen, it's, 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 a, it's a brilliant feeling. It's like uh, my son Jason turned around to me and said, Dad, it's great to be back. And you have that brilliant, the anticipation, you're with like-minded people and yeah. we'd had a great day, you know, Great day from the time we met in the Pines all the way down, and then you're in the ground, and then you're waiting for the the, the whistle to start. And actually, even from the skipper here in front of me, it, it it sort of brings back memories. If you know what I mean, if you'd have done a pre-season, like say Noel and myself had done in Rovers, and you're waiting, and then you're selected, and you don't want to let anybody down. You know that way. You just want to do. You want to come over and say, "I've had a good game." Yeah. Uh, like my father-in-law, uh, the late Sean Ryan. That's 
my wife's Gwen's uh, dad, he, he would have gone to every game, Noel. Yeah. But I wouldn't have talked to anybody after the match except him. Because he'd be straight. He gives you how you how you need it. And he'd be in the shed where the gap me was either good or bad or muck or get out of here or get that you know that way. And if you got it from Sean Ryan, you knew, you know what I mean? So for those yeah. So from the Rovers lads coming off the pitch, whatever, but going back to what Carl said, the build up I thought was great. You you know what I mean? We were all Fighting to get ourselves into a position in the stand. Yeah. Uh, um, I was squashed up there in the steps. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you haven't seen people for a while because it's a long, long season. It's a long break. It's very long, isn't you it? You know what I mean? It's a long break. And then you're thinking, geez, I wonder. Or as the whack would say, I wonder is there a cup in it this year? Leave the cup. Can we just concentrate? Whenever I talk to Wack, right, yeah. I'll text him or whatever. I'll say, right, Grand, listen, I'll see you soon. And he'll go, I'd love to win the cup. Yeah, he has a thing now about Liam, his son, right? The wax son, Liam, uh, or my son, Jason. They've never seen Rovers win a cup. Sure, you know that way he was born yeah, in '88. Yeah. Last one okay. was '87. When was it? '87 was the last one. Last one. Yeah. Like we're lucky well, to have cup medals with yeah, Rovers, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But they've never. But it's gonna. I swear. If I have to get out and all whatever myself yourself or something <laughs> like that, <laughs> to put the ball in the back of the Jays and it or something like that to win a cup, we'll have to do it. Because the wax can't leave this world. Now, without saying that again, yeah. the cup final will be around um, November. November. I'm, yeah. going, I'm going now because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to start training. Now. <laughs> so we have the, the Kevin Lynch free kick as well. He was a former Brain man last year. He impressed quite a few Rover fans with his performances against us last year and he buried this one. Don't think man is good. No, it was this. a fantastic save. and uh, or Sorry, fantastic goal. Great strike. and um, Totally against everyone. Totally against everyone. Like, Waterford play. weren't even in our half of that stage, really. That's right. The first two yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I was impressed with that guy. That the, 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 the left back? Yeah. Yeah. From all of it. Yeah, he looks Co- a player. A couple of people were. He was a good player, yeah. 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 Where's he from? Is he, he's he's, from, from he's a talent lad, I think. Is he? Yeah, yeah. I think that's Richard. Definitely Richard Dunn's nephew. Is that right? Yeah, there's some connection there. Definitely is, and there's a Rovers connection there. He slipped as well. through the net then, did you he? You think yeah. he did, yeah. Well, to beat, to beat Man and Snow from that distance, with that yeah. pace, okay. was yeah. absolutely. Against the wind as well? Against the wind. That's right. Was as good because, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Man is, yeah. Man is some keeper. Yeah, they got the arrow. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, so in fairness to him. Yeah. And the 30 minute record gone as well, Prof. So uh, we won't dwell too much on that because yeah, we got the three points. And we Grace missing a great chance with a header, and Carr had one cleared off the line. So, um, what do you think of Carr's position? Do you think he's a better out wide, or would you put him up top? Uh, he's an extraordinary individual, Carr. I, uh, I've looked at Dan Carr. I would have seen him no lot more. But I've yeah. seen him in the beginning. I thought, no, 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 no. This lad, it just doesn't, you know, doesn't fit the bill for me. But I'm absolutely warming to him now. He should be on Dancing on Ice. (laughs) (laughs) Or Dancing with the Stars or whatever it is. And I think we've a little... In our little section uh, 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 in the ground... once he gets on the ball, Noel, right. it's, it's it's very difficult. Things to happen, though. Yeah, they? things happen. It's very difficult to get him off the ball. And he brings players into the game. And he br- yeah, but you don't know what you're going to get, if you know what I mean. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. even his cross for Aaron Greens. It looks like he's lost the ball, and then suddenly... And then he gathers he, it back, it again, yeah. yeah. And and he has this extraordinary ability. Right. And he and he gets very good. When he scores, they're always very good goals, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, sure, we only spoke about his goal against balls, the high volley... 
last year where we lost, and it's never going to be remembered. You because ninety percent of Rowers fans, do you remember that goal? They say no. what a goal! It was yeah, a ball from the right. Absolutely, it loss. was a jumping, yeah. backheeling volley to the. Yeah, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. No, one no one's ever going to talk no. about that because we lost two one. Yeah, so he, he he's he's won me over now. Yeah, you yeah. know completely. Well, that's well, not a bad type of player to have, is it? Yeah. I mean, no. if he doesn't, things happen know what he's going to no. do himself. Things happen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Robbie, your son Jason was telling me that every time uh, Danny leaves a man for dead, you do a little pirouette. I do it. I do me dancing on the stars, yeah. little thing. But uh, uh, I can't do it here on the podcast. But <laughs> I think it's great. I don't know if Dan's family would love it, but anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I do it because you just don't. It's ole, ole. Mm. You know that way. He goes around. The only thing about it, Noel, is he usually beats the same fella three times. Okay, right. <laughs> where he could have gone, you know, that way. But what and he, he ends up with the hernia. The other <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's the Dancing with the Stars uh, oh. bit. You know? So we like an Addy who hit the post as well. and um, A lot of wind and rain at this point, wasn't it? The conditions weren't good. Oh, poor. That wind. The wind yeah. is the worst thing for me. Mm-hmm. I used to hate the wind. Yeah, it can determine football oh, games of football. Absolutely, yeah. Look really at can. it from a defender's point of view, Noel. If you let that ball bounce... <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble, yeah. You're oh, in trouble. Yeah, yeah, the is going to take yeah. it you know where it's going to go yeah. actually a small amount of booze at the halftime whistle which I don't know where it came people are idiots why would you bother to so start the season to, you're one of them so what so why would you boo the team that's something did, that really I gets me that. really I, I, gets I me didn't didn't that. no I didn't no. hear it but there was was there a small amount yeah, yeah. And uh, we started the second half very well. Finn shot wide, and then the equaliser came. Fifty-five minutes. Aaron Green, and I thought he took it very well because yeah. he still had a lot to do. There was a defender on the line, and he stroked it home. And what struck us about it was grabbing the ball straight back. Fifty-five minutes, more than half an hour left, and he wants to go and get another goal. So yeah, fantastic! See, yeah, really is. It's really yeah. good to see. And a, a new uh, page torn for Aaron Green. And listen. He's off the mark. He's off the mark, exactly. Fourth game, and I think what was I think I had I had, I had Mikey Drennan any time goal scorer. I think I had him any time goal scorer. I think it was let down by someone else, but we got a couple of good shouts. There was a couple of chances for both teams. Then Pico nearly lobbed Manis into his own goal. So hearts and melts <laughs> for that one. Yeah, panics. And then came the Manis save from Akinadi. Scissors kick from Akinadi and Manis down to his right hand side that was to palm it away. Save. And that's what you're getting with Alan Manish. You're getting an extra couple of points every year. I mean, oh, last yeah. year we struggled with the goalkeeper crisis. Let's be honest. Compare it to this game last year at the RC, our goalkeeper, in inverted commas. Compare that to that mana save. That's the difference between winning and losing. Yeah. Absolutely right. 100%. Yeah. And he's yeah. going to give us an extra 15, 18 points every season that we didn't have last year because we struggled big time. Do you remember the period we had? I think it was four or five games. Where we just didn't know who was going to be in goal. And there were so yeah. many mistakes. Like, Remember Horgan's mistake on yeah. the dock? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Chris Shields cross from shot. Stop, stop, it stop. just killed us. Yeah. It really we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Oriel Park, there was yeah. a cross. Yeah. And it just went under him. And it just continued on for a couple of games. And it ruined our momentum. So to me year, now, Manus now looks a real... like We were lucky with Alan O'Neill in terms of... And the boys necessarily wouldn't have seen him or whatever. But Naylor was a smashing goalkeeper. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Top down. Yeah. Brilliant. You know, great professional or whatever. Yeah. Manus has all of that. Yeah. Okay. All of that. Yeah. I'd have him as captain. No doubt, carried by the way, and I thought his save against Akinada was top notch. Right, yeah, and it kept kept Rovers in it. There's no well, that, doubt that's, about that's it. The isn't but that's, that's, that's the difference in finishing two one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, there you go. Yeah, big player. So with Greg Bulger, who came on for Watts on 68 minutes, and then we had a double sub with 15 minutes to go, and on came Oki and Trev wearing a headband because it was a clash of heads in training, and uh, a lot of 
positive reviews for Greg Bulger saying he changed yeah. the game and he allowed McAniff to go forward. So um, we have an abundance of fantastic talent in midfield, so it's going to be tough to pick the team for Derry at home on Friday. And then came the 93rd minute, the last kick of the game from a corner. First time volleyball eating Boyle. And then, as we just watched, off the instep of Vojic, Oki, our number 34. So I'm sure you could pen a tune for Oki. Orhan Vojic, Oki is the nickname. We're doing the Oki Koki. That's what the hoops are all about. Oki Koki. So Q... That's the second song for you, then. Q, absolute bedlam in the stands and pitch invasions... Everything other pandemonium. pandemonium. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, I thought it was one of the decent Rovers pitch invasions. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Do you have a top five? Well, the, 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 I've been at a few where there was yeah, they wouldn't have been great now, you know. But this one was great because even the stewards were sort of saying to the Rovers fans, "When you're ready, will you get off the pitch?" You know that way. <laughs> Very nice. Just you don't celebrate. Wanted, with that. It was one of the great ones. Now there's nothing like ominous about it though. It's all just good fun. Oh, yeah, and now, fair enough, we might get fined over it. But it's rare that these things It'd happen. It'd be ridiculous. There was one in Galway last yeah. season. Oh, yeah. I was on the pitch. There's there when you win the league and when you score a last minute win away from home. Those are the yeah. exceptions. It's hard to contain yourself yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are just the rules. So uh, the debate over who scored it, it's done and dusted. It's Oki Voyage who has scored the goal. So it's a great he's debate off to have, the mark. Yeah. Compared to last year, we were debating who was at fault for the goal. <laughs> and who, and who <laughs> was fucking brutal. Yeah. This is a great who was debate. worse. Yeah. Yeah. But Carl, I have to interrupt you on that one and say, right, if you look, again, again, go back to Jason Maloney on this one, right, he probably put together the greatest song ever in terms of the... Twig of Scotland. Of Twig of Scotland, right. And where the man gets is, he's a genius, you know, he's a genius. How in the name of Jesus is he going to put a song together for... for uh, Pronounce it again. Oh, Orhan Voyage, I think it is. Oh, okay. But oh, here's wait. the thing, he puts oh, up recently, right? He you puts are joking. Now, he thinks it won't work, but he had, it was Live Forever by Oasis. And it's got potential. I think it does, because I think, um, I can't even remember how, how it went, because I was thinking about it all day yesterday and how we could squeeze it in. But Live Forever, all you need is four or five lines and then repeat it again. I think one of them... Because when it says live forever, I think he said something about Jack Bourne giving the ball to Trevor yeah. and then putting Oki on goal. Like it, it really it has potential. So I am dying to see now. He, he, he put Twig of Scotland together and all. And I'll give an example. Three weeks ago, my daughter, Sarah Jane, gave birth to our first grandson. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, Oscar, Oscar Boyle. His dad oh, oh, now, good. his dad, here's the problem. His dad, Connor, <laughs> right, my son in law. Uh, goes to the Dundalk matches with me. He sits in the stand with his Dundalk colleagues, right? right. And I'm in the uh, the, the, Rover, the yeah. Rover section. And at the last, towards the last uh, game of the season, we beat Dundalk in Oriel. 2-1, okay. yeah. Watts. And he looked Dylan over. Watts. He looked over, and I knew when he was looking at his father-in-law, I was doing pirouettes in the, <laughs> in the stand. I actually and looked it, up and yeah, saw you. Yeah, and abusing uh, <laughs> Dundalk people around me. But... Uh, we have a dilemma here because he was born in Hollis Street. Oscar was born in Hollis Street. Right. So in my opinion, he's a hoop. Yeah. Right? Okay. Now, his dad is going to have issues with this in relation to where his allegiance is. Yeah. I've already got the, the baby grow, you know, for yeah. okay. whatever. We don't know how that's going <laughs> to uh, uh, go down. But uh, the, the, sorry, Carl, we were doing the, the, uh, the song or whatever. When Oscar was born, I was allowed to go into Hollis Street. So my first song to Oscar I hummed O'Twig of Scotland in Hollis Street Hospital right. to him. And a woman beside said, 
I loved that song. <laughs> she thought it was Flower of Scotland. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's, so I had to cut out, he came and scored for the Dukes of White and scored against who? The bow is back. Oh, sorry, Mrs. Oh, 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 Twig. Yeah. So Twig of Scotland, by the way, now for me is one of the all time greats. Oh, right. oh, it's, been, it's, it's my been, favourite Well, song. it's been sung in maternity wards and everything now. It's a, it's a sleeping babies, you know. Newly, it's newly born babies. Yeah. I think your persuasive manner might uh, sway the child. <laughs> But, um, Thanks, but just Thanks. just one thing before you carry on there, Gary, uh, and talking about grandkids. So I have a few of them uh, now. You, it's your first one. I've I've I ten with. Num- I'm gonna make get a full team in July. <laughs> yeah, sure yeah. you could jump in. So yeah, possibly polish off the boots. But one of them, well, three of them are down in Cork, and of course, um, uh, the eldest fella down there. I keep telling his dad. I'll be bringing the Shamrock Rovers jersey down for Ryan. Yes, that's not coming in down by. And I'll tell you what, he is dead serious. Yeah. He is dead serious. So listen to me, Mick. I will be bringing one down, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we had the new signings that were celebrating the hardest as well. And Oki got himself a yellow card in the process. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll take that one on the chin. I think it was fake, because did you know it was an advertisement board behind the goal we scored in? Do you know what it said? Global Inc. Oki. Uh, it was written in the stars <laughs> between the, God. Between the premonitions from dreams. It was spelled O-K-I. I'm telling you. Yeah, as in Oki printers. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's written yeah. in the stars. And uh, how, how do you cop these things? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine the contrast <laughs> of the two dressing rooms after the full-time whistle as well? I, apparently, our dressing room was yeah. absolutely hopping. Hopping. But Gary, Gary, there's one thing. that Have a look at what it meant to the players for me at the end it really meant you know, it was like a combination of a huge pre-season yeah. the expectation the disappointment of last year to an extent if you know what I mean maybe the a bit of stick we would have given the players or the players got and to me it was just an outpouring of huge relief and real satisfaction of a good performance and a massive win to yeah. go down to Waterford like yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it was it, it was a massive win. All oh, right, yeah. it was the ninety second minute, whatever. It was. Don't they all count, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, but yeah. it meant a lot to them. They yeah. collectively, they looked like a big group of people coming over to the rover section. Mm. You know, I mean, a group. Someone you know who was lead, who was leading the charge over to the I away fans was. It was McInerney, yeah, and Oki charged over us. That's what I loved about the two new guys, barely in the country, forty eight hours, Oki. And McInniff's obviously been in for pre-season, but yeah. the two newest players, they were the ones giving the socks. They were absolutely... That's good, that's good for yeah. the future, isn't it, when you really, see that? Yeah, it yeah. looked a huge... And I'd say, uh, as Gary said, I'd, I'd say the um, the dressing room was buzzing. Oh. You know that buzz and all well, coming back from it? Oh, it's fantastic. You yeah. know? Yeah, great feeling. For the players themselves, as well as everybody else, and the manager and the staff. Yeah. Because, funny you mentioned the dressing room, because... Uh, I actually went across to that side uh, because there was one of the guys, he's a kit manager uh, with um, Waterford. Yeah. And he was even there when I was playing yeah. with Waterford, right? Well, yeah. And I just wanted to say hello to him. He's, he's a great lad, uh, Michael Walsh. And I just wanted to say hello to him. And when we went over there, I said, Hey, Michael, give me the old hug. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody came out of the Waterford dressing room. Yeah. Shut up, boy, will you? <laughs> so it was a bit down in there. I could yeah, say yeah, so. Yeah. And then you could just hear music and partying in the roll yeah. one. Yeah. So one note on the pitch invasion actually, I was standing beside Rob DeVale, a friend of me and Gary's, and uh, so I was celebrating the goal. And I look around and he's gone. I'm like, where is he gone? Next thing I look in the pitch, two stewards taking him off, like just pushing <laughs> him off and just to get off the pitch there, really. Escorting him off the pitch. And then someone wrote to wrote text to us like, Jesus Rob, what, what would your son Brandon think? 
And then his son Brandon showed me a video. He's already made a tribute video <laughs> of the pitch invasion titled that. Me Da. That's Me, me Da. <laughs> I, saw, I saw him, uh, yeah. Carl. That's what I'm saying. I thought that was one of the best taken off stroke sending off of a, a Rover supporter off Absolutely. a pitch in a long time. Because the stewards were actually... They were okay. okay, okay, they were okay. And, and he was like, listen, and he was giving up, it, yeah, okay, there was right. no abuse. Yeah, yeah. It was very much... Yeah. Sure, I'll see it for a point. The next one. Yeah. Good. Well, when you're ready, will you get off the pitch? Yeah. Yeah. It was a lovely, lovely sending off. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, standout performances. Um, we got yours now. And, Carl, who's your standout performances, actually? I think Jack Burns, the obvious one. Yeah. He just looks a class apart. And the gas point about his disguise passes and all that. His set piece delivery was Technically, brilliant all night, doesn't it? He can just clip balls around the park. Yeah. He's just so gifted with his, his bow feet. In an interview afterwards, he says the corner for the goal was actually his worst ball in all night. He said he scuffed that one. Oh, no way. Great scuff. Yeah, <laughs> great we'll, scuff. We'll take that yeah. one. That's like, um, obviously, he's a, a new player coming in. And uh, then, again, you guys know him far better than I would. Uh, but uh, it'll just now depend on his own attitude in regard to what he wants to do for Rovers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Does he want to keep... See he has, you can see he has no what doubt, it takes. No, no doubt. Just uh, now, yeah, now, yeah. How is he going to pan out yeah, for us this season? You know? Prior to Rovers, no, he, he went away with huge expectations mm, as a, a schoolboy, yeah. I think, from Joey's or whatever. Yeah. Like, like as good as you, as you get in terms of a schoolboy. And to see him come back as early, he, he, you know, he could be one that he'd sit in your local and say, oh, yeah, it didn't oh, yeah, happen for me. me you know, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to play against uh, City, and, you know. Uh, yeah. But it's the opposite now. It looks like uh, the club have got a hold of him. And he looks like, and, and I think, and I could be wrong, Carl, I don't know if you noticed it, at the end of the game, I don't think, I think his family was there, and his family were in the water for the uh, right. end, and it really meant a lot to him and his family. Lovely. To see him back playing. I didn't know that. No. Yeah, and his family were definitely giving it whatever, in fact, they, I think they wanted to get into the rover section. Okay. But the stewards wouldn't or whatever. But he was equally trying to get to them. All right. So you know yeah, what I mean. This that, this that, kid. That, that so they're looking at him, thinking he's happy. He's playing yeah, his ball again. Absolutely. Yeah. And if Rovers get the best out of him, which is no doubt that the kid is massive potential. Yeah. This could be a yeah. win-win. And what age is he? Twenty-two. 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 Yeah. Now this guy went and played in the Dutch Premier League, and he was fantastic. Yeah. They loved him over there. I think a lot of the clubs he was at, they did love him. So it's. It's all about knuckling down now and realizing, right? Here's a here's a good chance to yeah. play regular football every week for me mm. now. But you know, um, now he, he actually reminded me when I saw him with the ball and the way he made his passes. I, he actually reminded me of a fellow who played for Rovers years ago, and he also came back from England. And uh, you know him, Robbie, I'm sure. Um, Ricky McAvoy. Yes. Do you remember Ricky McAvoy? Me, yes. Oh, you know, well, you remember. Oh, no, no, Ricky, Ricky funny, came back that's around nineteen ninety. That's 19, a great. That's a great Yeah. And I think he was with Luton for a few yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. And when he came back um, and he played a couple of games, I was looking at him and I said, hold on a minute. How is it? Why is this fellow not playing in England? Yeah, that's right. Now, for whatever reason. Yeah. But he came back and Ricky, again, he wasn't a big guy. Like, yeah, it's a great uh, analogy. He wasn't a big guy. No, Ricky. But he could do yeah. things. Yeah. You say, that isn't that. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and unfortunately for Ricky, he had sort of long, streaked, blondy hair. <laughs> and he used to get the bird. Uh, he really got it. But in fairness now, it just dribbled off him. You know, but that's a great one because he, he was, he, yeah, he's that type of player now. Yeah. That yeah. type of player. Yeah. That yeah. little bit of difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I know Ricky, Ricky was a smashing fella, so yeah. hopefully uh, yeah. Jack will yeah. fall in the same category, you know. So be the trip home as well was a good one. I'm sure there was a few sherries had. 
Yeah, do you know what happened? Like right on the stroke at midnight, the bus that I'm usually on, the Gary Twiggs Apartment Club bus, yeah. just slowly passed us by. <laughs> I've been going on that bus since 2013, right? Nearly six years now. I just had to slink into my chair and shame. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's just it's a one-off. Yeah, I swear. Because we what we were gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna go on every bus that is available and do like a short segment on it like a show so we'll go on like hopefully we'll go on the Hoops FC FC if they have us the, the Ultras bus and just go on all of them and experience oh, okay. all the different buses and see what they're yeah, like and have a little bit of a, yeah. a chat it, on them it's, it's not every day Noel as well and it, it, well it, we're used to with the, with the Rovers buses but it was like a, uh, it was like a little board getting caught down a chimney when we were about to leave this young lad got on board he was on the wrong bus so he was on, yeah, he was on the wrong bus, right? And with that, like to be on the wrong bus, yeah. think about it. You know what I mean? It wasn't as if there was one bus; there was probably ten buses or eight buses or whatever. Yeah. He was on the wrong bus. And in fairness to the great senator Mick McCarthy, because McCarthy looks after effectively the homeless, even though he's one of them. You know what I mean? He <laughs> insisted to the whack that the young lad, the little sparrow, should yeah. be left. You know, we'll put him in the nest and take him home. Oh, but his bus passed us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's me, bus. You're <laughs> staying now. We're not getting on. So he was on the bus. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. M- madness of a young lad getting the wrong bus, that's something for him, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I miss me bus. And were they all, were they all going back to the same place? Then? No, no, that, oh. that, they were the, they were the Tala Hoops, I think it was. Oh, right. Was it? The Gary Twig. Or the Gary Twig, was it? They went yeah. Well, he, because they took a left on the motorway or something, and the uncle was looking because we were going to the point. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no way, hold on. Yeah. Even McCarthy, now in fairness, wasn't going to leave we've, on to We've it. given you a seat, shut up <laughs> yeah. and enjoy it. You're going to have to listen to Gilbert O'Sullivan. Yeah. Never heard of him, by the way, never heard of him, ever. No, uh, He's Beyonce. No away game for a while, though. The next six games are in Dublin. Yes, yeah. which um, we've, we'll start with uh, Derry. By the way, we are on the bus. To Finn Harps is going to be our debut, so the Tifties bus will be running on twenty second of March up to Bally Buffet. So more info on that. And our yeah, next I, I won't be going on that one, Gary. <laughs> well, I think we'll no. save you a seat anyway. Yeah, I'll, tell you, down, I'll tell you the reason why. Because I'd say it's probably thirty five years ago we were playing up in Bally Buffet, <laughs> right? And we were coming over the bus, and the bus driver, and we were coming down the old. This is before all motorways and the whole lot. We were coming mm-hmm. down the old road, heading towards um, where, where I lived, out in North County Dublin. And uh, it was quite near a garage, but the bus driver picked the wrong garage. Right. He says, uh, we're stopping here, so I'll tell you that. Yeah. And so I was getting out because we were stopped at the garage, and I just had to walk across the road and pick up my car. Right. But it was the wrong garage. Right. So I had a three-mile walk after the bus <laughs> to pick up my car to the right garage. So I won't be coming on that trip. Thanks very much. But though Finn Harps, by the way, brings back great memories for me of the hoops away. We stayed in Jackson's Hotel. Do you remember Jackson's? Jackson's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the highlight for us was if, if Gilesy would allow us watch the Michael Parkinson show. Do you remember that? With our Club Orange. Club Orange. <laughs> you know what I mean? late, or if John Burke would sneak uh, a, 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 a Smithick, sorry, whatever in, <laughs> whatever, be fellas looking with, te- or Mick Bourne, remember Mick Bourne, the physio? He'd hang you anyway. Yeah, he'd yeah, hang yeah, you. Yeah, oh, he'd yeah, hang yeah. you. But Jackson's Hotel and right. the Michael Parkinson's, right. you know what I mean? Or Match of the Day if we were lucky. <laughs> yeah. Match of the Day if you're they, lucky. Uh, yeah, you're right, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think Gary and the crew would. No, no. Don't think no, so. No, no. We'll just, we'll just tell you how it was, Gary, you know what I mean? <laughs> so they showed all tonight's goals on RT2 that night, so we don't need to wait until Friday's anymore. And our away games against Cork and Derry in April will be shown live on RTE, so hopefully it doesn't affect the attendance too much. 
And um, lads, we get your thoughts on the FAI last week. First, the announcement of the English team playing in a national stadium on the same night as a round of domestic fixtures. And then prematurely announcing an All-Ireland game between the winners of the two leagues in November. So as regards to FAI's antics towards the league and just attitude in general towards the uh, the, the league, what do you think of their decision I, I, to do that? Gary, I, I for the life of me, uh, I couldn't get over that it would clash with a, with a full programme of domestic games to put this game on. I have no issue with that uh, game. In fact... Uh, I went down to the Liam Miller testimonial in Cork with a couple of lads to support the lad uh, in relation to and his family whatever but, but this is clashing with our domestic game uh, and and it's an you know it's it's put together it's an all-star type group of lads and whatever I've no wish if they play it on a Saturday or whatever first of all I don't think it, I don't think it'll sell out you know, in relation to that. But apart from anything uh, else, to clash with a domestic, full domestic programme, which is difficult enough to sell on that night, I think it's crazy stuff. <coughs> I don't it shows know. you how little they well, care about the league. Well, that's what I'm saying. Either, I, I have to say, either there was no regard given to the league uh, in relation to it. There was no regard given that, to yeah. it. And say, that's it, we're playing it anyway. And, and, and if that's the case, it's shocking. Yeah. It's, it has it's, to be the case. They do not care about it. It's it, you know. It, it, isn't there anybody that would actually look at that and say? But there has to be no. The fixtures are out. In, We're playing the same night as like. Uh, I'd say if someone brought that up, they'd be hung at the meeting. I'd say, I well, what about the domestic league? I'd say no one even piped up. I'd say they're terrified to even say it because they'd probably get shot down. They'd be like, what are you talking about? But, uh, uh, well, it's I, difficult I, enough to get guys out to watch games with everything going on television. With everything, yeah, yeah whatever. It's it, it, but no on the. It seems to be put together in a whim and a prayer. It was just put together overnight. And if it's case that it's sanctioned by the FAA, which I'm sure it had to be, yeah. to put on that night, right. it's absolutely scandalous in relation to our domestic game. Poor relations, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's absolutely dreadful. Yeah. Genuinely, yeah. I don't think they've thought this true and they'll have to think about it, in my yeah. opinion. I don't think it'd be changed at all. Do you not think so, really? No, not at all. Not at all. They don't care about the league. We know that. And then you had the two leagues. The, the game between... Like, this is insane. And then you had the Northern yeah. Ireland FA came out and said, yeah, this is actually... This didn't happen. We, have, we, we didn't agree to this. Yeah. yeah, we haven't discussed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it just... It, it stinks of... Um, wasn't there something negative that day? And usually when something negative happens within the league, they release something like this just to kind of blindside and make sure that we don't focus on it. There was something else that happened. I can't remember what it was, but either way, it's, it's just... It's really short-sighted from the FAI. I'm, su- I'm surprised though at Fran. Uh, in, in regards to the position he holds and then actually coming out with this before everything was like dry on the papers so to yeah. speak in, in regards to uh, confirming it but it like, was extremely premature strange. wasn't it well we we were looking all in our uh, in our day uh, we won the Tyler Cup the Tyler Cup yeah, the, yeah, yeah here's one for yeah, you yeah. we won the Tyler Cup yeah. because a couple of things bring out uh, I remember when we were going uh, through Ocknacloy yeah. where Aidan McInesby was murdered they, um, we went through there uh, with the Rovers team when the British Army stopped us. Yes. And they boarded. They did. With all the, 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 all the stuff, the, all, the, stuff, all yeah. the regalia on them, whatever. And then one of them was a big West Brom fan. 
and he took off all the headgear to get Giles' autograph. That's so right. He had, get, he had to put down his Kalashnikov or whatever it was. <laughs> say, oh, right, yeah, one of the last yeah, holy, I think. Can I get your autograph, John? You know that way? Yeah. I said, this is surreal, whatever. But we were lucky. Yeah. Like even playing Balamina that time. Remember Balamina? That's right. Oh, staunch yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, Anyway, yeah. Uh, um, and the all-oily, whatever. But we we were steep that we won that you know what I mean to yeah, win it yeah, whatever yeah. it was surreal yeah. Cliftonville and Milltown Cliftonville yeah. right yeah, yeah. packed yeah. it was a real era oh the murder murder that great great day out <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, this the announcement in how it was announced yeah. and what a, what the format is is still people are none the wiser yeah, who right. is it yeah. is it the I don't sorry I haven't actually read into it two league winners is it the two league winners yeah two, two, two legged one-off tie. One-off tie, yeah. as in, yeah. The, uh, and which is just a friendly, world, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, yeah. sorry, yeah. it's like dates picked for it. No, nothing. It's very vague. No. That was I mean, because we're in different yeah. seasons as well, so what way is that going to work? That was the problem with the Cup. That's why it kept kind of failing with attendances and Irish clubs dropping out. Because there are two seasons would never match up. Yeah. So someone's in pre-season, yeah. someone's yeah. in full flow, you know, it's yeah. never going to work like that. So we move on to the squad photo shoot in front of the brand new stand on Saturday morning. Looks great. It's very uh-huh. steep as well. So that's what I have to ask you, Gaff. Will you be going into the new one or are you going to stay in the Oh, no, no, there? no. We're Section 8, hardcore Section 8. Myself, John Noonan, Mark Buck, the great Mark Buck and Albert McCready, uh, Jerry Ferry, Alan Kane, Dave Dunn. My son Jason Gaffney. Band of Rogues yeah. right now. Now we don't, we don't have uh, Mick McCarthy, the senator. Is in with the whack and that. We only meet at half time now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For a light ale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we meet yeah. for a light ale at half time, whatever. But no, 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 I will not be going to. But I can't wait to see it, by the way. The no, whack, we the whack in fairness, uh, there's a lot of electrical. What about JC? Is he involved in your group? John Cody? Johnny Cody, no, Johnny's further down again. Oh, he, is passed he? The, he passed the directors. Ah. You know, the, the, the yeah. Uh, Johnny's grace. Yeah, Johnny as, well. as well. He was fantastic. Yeah, he did yeah. two months ago, he was brilliant. But we. Yeah. Um, uh, the whack brought me into the stand. It's a smashing stand now. Right. It's quite steep, isn't it? It's, it's a lot steep. higher. I love it's, that. Yeah, and there's a great, exactly that, Gary. There's a great, this this could be, it'd be very interesting because uh, there's, um, Jason, my son, has 28 lads from LinkedIn, from London, right. coming oh, okay. over this weekend. Brilliant. Yeah, and for them now, they're, they're all a mixed bag of all teams in London uh, they are coming to or whatever. But I'd love to see, you know what I mean, a proper ultras display, and they go back with a bit, oh, bit of it. Say this is a club. This right. is a club. Okay. You know that way. Nice. Get them yeah. into the suite. Give yeah. them the whole experience. Yeah, absolutely. But the, the stand looks impressive. Yeah. Well, I think now um, when I visit, now I'll be on your side. No, you. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll no, sorry. To. I have to put it to the committee. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> you just, well, you just, you just can't. As a former skipper of Rome, you just can't do it. Okay. Well, the, re- the reason being, first and foremost, is um, I wouldn't be able to climb up those steps at the tall That's steps. true. <laughs> that, knees, is true actually, that is now, true. That is true. Now, some people say, you said they went 40 years ago. So. <laughs> well, they get but away. anyway, listen. The whack got a lift into it. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Okay, no. will you put that forward for me? I'll put it before okay. the, the committee. Thank you very yeah. much. And these, the, uh, these committee meetings, do they take place in the wax den down beside the, the newsstand? Well, uh, his lair. Yeah, the, the whack loves to be, you know, you have to be, if it's an eight o'clock kickoff, the whack wants you there at six o'clock because yeah. you never know. You know what I mean? There could be traffic on the on the M50. You never know. It's like uh, Carl. We meet at half one 
for an eight o'clock kickoff <laughs> in Waterford, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah like that, well, this, well, it was pretty early. Yeah, we yeah. three well, hours. Well, in well, the house at half seven, Robbie, to try and get there for half one. Like, Noctober wasn't ready for us, if you think no. back about it, whatever. It <laughs> just wasn't ready. But uh, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the going back uh, to, the, to, the, to the South Stand, whatever, and the meeting, or whatever, it's... It's a brilliant new start of the season, all. If yeah. we get a result on Friday, you get Derry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. that standing. I was going to say it rocking, yeah. and you bows then on the Monday. Oh. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's a proper start of a season. It is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're going points out of that. You can. Oh, make. listen, you could you could be having yeah. you could be having chats. Yeah, save it. We'll save it. So we had the uh, the squad followers. Yeah, look great. And they also did record the goal celebrations. I don't know if you've ever seen this on Twitter. No. So for instance, let's say when we score a goal, right? Yeah. And Rovers will post up a picture of the player, and he'll just turn his back, and he go like this, or he'll do something, you know, yeah. he'll do a pose yeah. or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. So we're doing, they were doing that on the day as well. Greg Bodger did the dab again. They're so all doing all sorts of so dancing. We'll and all. You, we should get you to do it. Yeah, yeah. We we'll see Greg Bodger's dab when he scores his one goal next season. Yeah, right. he's, he's yeah. not very prolific, is he? <laughs> and they're all looking very tanned as well. They must have been on the beds or had an old trip in Benidorm because yeah. they're all very sallow at the moment. <laughs> By the way, all he did is he turned around, crossed his arms, and did a mean face. Oh, he did the mean that face. So he means business. I like yeah. that. He means business. <laughs> and we young Alex Dunn, who got an unfortunate injury as well at the Rolls Zone, so we wish him a quick and speedy recovery. He collided with a fence, apparently, at full tilt. I think he went nearly through the thing, apparently. So he's a fantastic young prospect. Hopefully, he's not uh, injured too badly. And also we have Robert Goggins, lads. You know Robert Goggins. Absolute Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. We check out YouTube video made by the Gog. And it's called Gavin Bazunu, a star in the making and has a lot of great photos of Gavin taken by Robert as he rolls through the ranks at the club. So Robert does a crazy amount of work for the club and he's totally and 100% dedicated. So definitely check out his uh, Gavin Bazunu, a star in the making video on YouTube because um, he, he's the next order number one for me. Well, I, I have to interrupt you, Gary, and say I was lucky now myself and Jerry Fairley had Gavin Bazunu at the uh, Rovers quiz last year. I think it was for the George Bourne it was, quiz, yeah, yeah and whatever. And uh, we had Gavin, right. and this is before he was transferred to City. In fact, he was. He hadn't even made a senior appearance. He, no, he hadn't. No. He hadn't actually. He hadn't. No. And we had him at our table. Each each guest or sorry, each table is given a player. Yeah. And we got Gavin. Okay. He was clueless. No, <laughs> he was muck. <laughs> he was muck. So we like. Even some of the Star Wars questions, we were looking at him as if, you know, who was the, who was the, 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 the robot and hokey pokey or whatever. <laughs> nothing, nothing. I said to Fairy. Nothing was coming out. I said, no. I hope he's a good keeper. Because <laughs> this kid, whatever. And uh, in the end, when we saw him been transferred for 400,000 yeah. or something to City, yeah. I said, Jesus, Gavin, I always thought he's a good keeper. <laughs> but he's brutal at quizzes. <laughs> We got, you know, we got 12 points or something like that out of a possible 40, you know, right. the t- our table. Okay. Muck. It's, yeah, that's not yeah. bad, you didn't get relegated. No, we didn't, we did with some, <laughs> with some other clowns beside us or whatever. But, uh, Ronald Finn wasn't too bad, actually. Was he not? In fact, if we had listened to him a couple of more times, we would have got us an extra two points. Yeah, overlooked so, the looks, the looks threw you off. Those, yeah. those, we could have leveled the junior yeah. points. But I'm just wondering, will Gavin ever mention in his career, if he makes his debut for City, that... 
probably one of his highlights was the George Bourne quiz oh, with Robbie like Gavin and Jerry Foody. You know? I think he might have a tattoo somewhere. <laughs> would he get Yeah, it'd be lovely, by the way. So the 2019 Amputee League kicks off on Saturday and it's Cork, Bowls and Rovers again. And the Hoops finished toward last year. So game day number one is at Ballymun United's ground. 2pm kickoff. No, and Andrew, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. And um, admission is free. So, <laughs> Prof, have you got any stats? Yeah, a few stats. Uh, now, just so you know, no, Prof is the stat king. He is the king okay. of stats in Ireland. He is our opta. So I don't mince words. There are some some are good, some are bad. <laughs> yeah, he certainly doesn't. If a stat like he, the way he says it, stats don't lie. You gotta you gotta just put them out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was the fourth time we started a season against Waterford, and we've a hundred percent record. So we've won every single time we started against Waterford. In our history. So 1934, 1936, 1950, and last oh. week, last Friday as well. We've only actually four wins at the RSC, because they only Ever. moved there in the early 90s, I think, didn't they? They yeah, were at Kilcoyne yeah, Park. Yeah, Kilcoyne Park was yeah, always. Yeah. 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 So we four wins, two of them in the last seven months. So you mentioned how we never come from behind to win. Yeah. So since the start of the 2017 season, we've fallen behind in 28 competitive games. Can you hear this? And that's only the second time we've won. Well, it says we, a lot, doesn't it? Other than mm. that, we got two draws. Did you get away here, Carl? Really? Mm. Yeah. Say it again. So since 2017, yep. we've fallen behind 28, 28 times. times. One and twice. One twice. twice. And drawn twice. So we just lie down. Yeah. That's not so good, is it? No, no it's not. It's terrible. only when you hear that. That well, makes, makes Friday even more special. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying Rovers have only one more win if they fall behind again for the rest of the season? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that, your words, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> As for uh, last minute winners, we actually did do that twice last year. Away to Dundalk, the, the Watts penalty. Did the penalty, yeah. And away to pass. I remember that one. I wasn't on the pitch that day, no. Okay, away to the same pass, the Benny Carr yeah. uh, goal. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people are coming to me saying, geez, we never scored last minute winners, but man, we did a couple of times yeah. last yeah. year. And uh, Aaron Green, as we mentioned, finally broke his duck. Scored his first competitive goal since he scored for Bray against us in October 2017. He hadn't scored since then. He hadn't scored since when? October okay. 2017. Oh, the last one against it. Yeah. Do you remember the game where Gary Shaw got a bad injury? Yes. Yeah, hurt, yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. down, hurt his shoulders yeah, arm badly. Yeah. Green scored the winner that day. Right. October 2017. Right. He didn't score for us or Bray last year. Right. So that was a total of 24 matches. That's really how long the drought lasted. Yeah. Mm. We're just cracking open a couple of beers here, lads. Penny Hill, carry out. Prop is on the Cobra. The lads are on the rock show. Yes, yes. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. That Lovely. That was me stats, though. They're extraordinary. The 28 game one is a cracker. The 28 game one is, is really... Uh, I don't know if it's good or bad. Or, it's good to know. You know, it's... Well, listen, yeah, hopefully is, we're going to book it. See the likes of that trend. That would stick in the head of a lot of people. You know that way. Yeah. If that was, if that went viral, so yeah. thing, which this is likely to happen. You know, you know, if there's, you know, if there's a mischance on Friday or against Bowers or something. Like right. Yeah. <laughs> a well-known Hooper who you know well now actually was planned on bringing that up at an AGM. That, that <laughs> they weren't. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think that type of thing should be brought up. Don't yeah. bring that up. Yeah. Well, so yeah. 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 But in other results. We had Bowles winning 1-0 at home to Finn Harps. And I, I watched this goal, right? If it wasn't for a massive fucking divot slash pimple in the pitch, 
That goal wouldn't have went in. It went in off it, did it? Didn't see it. Yeah, didn't see it. It's a massive kind of like mound beside the post. And it creates like another post. And it just went in off it. Didn't he play for Liverpool? Dinny Corcoran? No. The uh, that divot. Yeah, quick. Yeah, quick. Yeah. Games a day man can be called off because of divots. Oh yeah, and uh, because of frozen pitches kickoff. as well. Yeah. Remember penalty gate? Do you remember that? Yeah. Penal spot gate. Um, we were in, we were in the hut, weren't we? And we're we, we, we yeah. in disbelief when the game was called off over a divot in the penalty spot. Yeah, that's right. And then we Derry City three UCD nil, which I I was kind of shocked. That. I think Owen Stokes got two goals there, so a good signing for them. And that's them off to a good start. We Dundalk one, Sligo Rovers one, and um, just a note on Dundalk. A shock, actually. A last year, Dundalk also started with a kind of a flat home draw at home to Bray. That was the early days. That, that was it? the only point that Bray got away from home all season. Yeah. Was away to the dock on the well, first game. Yeah, it, it is early days. Yeah. And then my tip of the week for last year, last week was uh, St. Pat's to beat Cork and they beat them 1-0 yeah, in Richmond, Richmond Park big win. great win yeah. great Harry win the yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the man 7 to 4 at home great so choice you look at Liam now on Sligo and Harry is that's, now yeah, yeah you know right. you have yeah. Harry that, yeah. I have to tell you I, yeah. I didn't see that one coming no no, no. no. Not really. I, I know the way Gary you were saying you you fancied it I didn't I didn't fancy it um, yeah. so back to Pats and a great win for them to start off the season and um, the Forrester sign it's it's a good sign, isn't it? Well, they have a good little team there. I listen to my son Jason quite a bit. He'd, he'd, he'd be like Carl in relation to the to the stats and prop. I thought when Forrester went away with Pats, he's one of the best players I've seen in the League of Ireland. Some of his stuff, goal and Tala, I think. Or was it Tala? No, or, it was the, the flick. The, the flick. The 4 yeah. one massacre. Yeah. The Richmond massacre. Say, sorry, in, in, in Richmond. But, uh, Oscar Janssen and goal. He, he absolutely looked a player. He's a big shot. I'm surprised he's back because I think he won player of the year with... Which, uh, he was very good at um, Peterborough, Peterborough yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, Went to big team. And then yeah, didn't happen or whatever, he's back. But I just didn't see that result. Yeah. yeah. Saying to, to Gary, I, I didn't see Pats overturning Cork. Well, my tip was Pats to win, and my tip for the whole season was Cork to struggle. I just don't think they're going to do it. I think both us and Pats will finish above Cork. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I really think Cork are yeah. on the last legs. They, I think they've had their budget slashed. Uh, John Caulfield. Yeah, they've yeah. lost a few players, haven't, haven't recruited well, and I just don't think uh. they're going to play for John Caulfield. I don't like his style of play. I think it's outdated, Yeah. and I think they'll be found out. I think that's going to be the case. But with attendances all around the league, yes. some crackers. And we'd four thousand, nearly four thousand two hundred at our game, and mm. uh, nearly thousand of those Hoopers, and we'd say three and a half at the Pats game. So, does uh, I mean, overall it was nearly twenty thousand people at games throughout the, the league. Great to so it's great, great to see. Yeah. It's something that we're going to be working on at Rovers throughout the season as well. Is yeah. a new initiative to try and get fans in from their own talent. So it's something that we really do need to work. But I know you're not a fan of St. Pats. Have you ever met so many fans of, fo- of a football club who don't actually go to the games? I swear to God, I've met thousands of Pats fans in Dublin City. And you try and strike up a conversation. Well, I've never stepped foot in the ground. Yeah. yeah. So is there any club like fans? this? What's they just say there. What's the story there? But they consistently get like. I think they say it to annoy you because you're a Rovers fan. I think they just make it up. Like I'm a Pats fan. Like oh yeah, what about the game last? You wouldn't even know who the starting eleven is. Three and a half thousand is an extraordinary. It's extraordinary. It's it's just unbelievable. Considering when they won the league in two thousand, when was it fourteen? But either way, the fourth league game as reigning champions, they yeah. couldn't even get two and a half thousand. You know, long may it continue. continue. I'm delighted. You know what I mean? To, to, to see, uh, there was there was three and a half thousand pads. There was nearly three thousand a daily mount. 
There was three and a half thousand in Derry. There was four and a bit. With us. With, with, with us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I thought it was a brilliant night for the League of Ireland oh, yeah. in terms of like equally brilliant 92nd minute in Waterford yeah. whatever but it was a great attendance night yeah. uh, all over wasn't it? all over mm. you yes. know yeah. it, and, and it, it like if you'd if you'd if you'd have gone back if if that rev, uh, uh, fixture was reversed in Cork there'd been probably 5,000 in Cork yeah. yeah very true you know what I mean yeah. there could have been 5,000 there yeah. whatever so you would have put that into the melting pot as well could have been for a, a great audience for the League of Ireland. We'll definitely get like, 4,000 on Friday after that win. I hope so. We'll crack it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really do. You know, uh, well, Derry, do they, they, they'll still bring a crowd with them, of course, would they? Ah, yeah. Should have forced away a game. Boy, I, mm. I, my mentality on this is, right, we're going to Derry. Yes, I'm going. We're going to Cork. Yes, I'm going. Some people look at that and think, ah, oh, it's too far. <laughs> the further, the better for me. Yeah, yeah. I think the further you go, the more crack you have. Yeah. And you're having a few drinks on the bus, you're, you're starting earlier on in the day, you get the day off work. Yeah. I use my winter and my spring week and work to get started at 1.30 in the day. Yeah. I, I'm not sitting at home in a random week in October just doing nothing. Those five nights are for away games. <laughs> I'm going to Cork, Derry, the whole lot. You have to. Yeah. But, um, with a correction from our show last week, we're not playing Bluebell in the Leicester Senior Cup. Uh, Leicester beat them 5-3 last week for the right to play Rovers. So no and I, had a, I had a right go at Andy Noonan, the manager of Bluebell. So did I, yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I would have. And because that, who would have sent the half? Maybe all Rovers people or whatever. Okay. And that should have been a proper night out now. Or right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that They're struggling this season. Yeah. They're struggling big time. Yeah, they did. Yeah. they beat them. Yeah, they're yeah. struggling big time. And um, now, fair enough, they're not too many points off, but... They're, they're not playing great football. Crumlin are really doing well. Be- yeah, Beach well, Boy is well, the well gaffer there. there. Beach yeah. Boy is the, is the man down yeah. there. And he has been playing some lovely football. Yeah. Some good players coming mm-hmm. in as well. So, um, Big fans of Leicester Senior League on this show as well. So, uh, anyone have a lift to Colester, Prof? You wanna, are we going to sort this out? You can't give me a lift to Colester, can you? Can we? Can't, no. no. please, please. Ah, Michael, do you no. want to go to the house? No, give me a lift to Colester. Ah. So, we had a... What's a hoop? Always a hoop. With Podge, he continued his record of scoring in every round of the FA Cup for Newport County this season, and he hit the back of the net against oh, Man City, and it was a very yeah, cheeky yeah. poke over the keeper. Oh, it was a lovely, lovely finish. You know, wasn't it? yeah, you're loving old flob. Yeah. yeah, unless it's Pigo lobbing her own keeper. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, and you'll have noticed that now his English accent by now, and he spent much of his early life in London. Your football journey took you through the Conference League in England with Guildford City and the Sligo Rovers, Shamrock Rovers. And Waterford. So no, tell us how it all started. Your earliest memory of football. Um, twenty years ago. Well, I remember doing keepy uppy <laughs> when I was two months. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I was uh, living in, in in London. And you're right. As I brought up, there I was only a, a small boy when my uh, my family left them. So uh, although I'm a proper north sider, the, the Rotunda is my place, not Hollow Street. But, <laughs> but, Look at um, you. I, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I um, was the usual story. Like when you you're playing in school teams and you play for, as they call them over there, the borough. Yeah. And you go on, and um, I remember one particular incident. We were playing uh, sort of like a uh, a final um, blues against whites type of thing uh, for the uh, the county of uh, Middlesex, and. Um, I remember at half time the, the, the manager or the would be manager uh, came he was chatting to a few of the guys and, and say we were 15 probably at the time 
and uh, he came over and uh, I, I, at this stage now I, I, I just felt I'm going to struggle now <laughs> because he did say to me uh, he says uh, you're doing very well he said lad he said smashing he says uh, but listen don't be kicking Steve Perryman <laughs> so Steve Perryman as maybe a lot of older yeah. guys are now went on to become yeah. skipper of uh, Spurs and okay. and in fact there's a stand named after him yeah. in uh, it was White Hart Lane. Yeah. <clears throat> um, after he said that to me, I sort of felt a little bit um, uh, underawed, if that's the word. Yeah, right. <laughs> because I said to myself, well, it looks like Steve is a little bit ahead of me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that was the first real sort of thing where you were sort of saying, well, Kick a Steve, could you get a career out of this, maybe? <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah. And then the move to Sligo. Tell us a bit about that. <laughs> it was it's a funny one. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, it was a funny one because... Uh, um, uh, we, we were. Um, I was. I was actually playing with a team uh, whose home ground was Wormwood Scrubs, right. uh, the prison. The prison. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there was a guy there who uh, there's a couple of teams now, and, and he won them in the league now, Barnet, and uh, another team called Dulwich Hamlet right. were over there in uh, in the conference, wasn't it? Pardon? Conference. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was asked to play for them, but another guy came and said, "Listen, would you fancy playing for Sligo Rovers?" Now, in fairness, now I'd never heard of them. Mm. And there was, there was actually two of us. And what they decided to do was um, bring the two of us over to play a trial game, if you like. Yeah. And uh, we were uh, getting set to come over. And the other guy, who was, he was actually a really good player, he dislocated his shoulder. So that left me coming over on my own. But uh, I was a banger for Park Villa. <laughs> In the Lancaster Senior League, yeah, playing against TEK, yeah, and the, the Sligo, takedown of Terran York, yeah, yeah, and the Sligo officials were down watching the game, and I remember being um, uh, too late to do anything now, guys. I remember <laughs> being uh, uh, playing under a name of Ken Maguna. <laughs> <laughs> now Maguna Kitchens were famous in Navan, right? This the family of Magunas. Sounds like but a father Ted name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure at that stage, if there was anybody watching the Penny, match, was a few. There was, Penny, I'd, we I'd didn't know sure. that when we were witching Rovers. You were oh, Ken McGill. I'll tell you what. keep that boy right. This is the first time it's become public. But I'm sure that anybody watching the game would have probably realised. I didn't have much of an Avon accent. No. And when I was saying, "Give us that fucking ball." I said, Jesus, that's not a Navin actually the old man had all the deal, man. You know? <laughs> so anyway, as it turned out in the end, obviously they liked it and then they wanted me to live in Sligo. But um, coming from London to Sligo in 1973 was a bit of a shock. I'd say so. That actually that leads into the question now. This is from Robert Goggins. He says, how were you received as an English man arriving in Ireland at the peak of the Troubles when there was a lot of anti-English sentiment among certain people? So was that a factor? No, because I used to talk to them this way. You know, yeah. <laughs> Dublin actually, you probably get more grief and Sligo. <laughs> but it never really. Well, I mean, always on a football pitch, you're going to get slagged anyway, um, and it, that happened a lot through my career. But um, you sort of let it brush off. But yeah. like in regard to, you're right. In the seventies, when there was issues, obviously with um, what was going on. Uh, it never really affected me that much in Sligo, in fairness now, because there was already a couple of English guys playing there. Yeah. And uh, like that, they, they were brought over. And in fact, there's one fellow still, he's certainly a couple, Chris Rutherford, who came yeah, yeah. a little later. Stenson. But Tony Stenson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Robbie, you're right. And um, he, were, he were from Yorkshire, so he, yeah. he were able to talk that. Like, <laughs> so, um, the accent's yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Tony, Tony O'Dell would be proud. Yeah. 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 
criticize me for my accent. Well, he, he, <laughs> what did we have? Did we have them doing? He approved of this. He thought you were doing a Jamaican one. He butchered me. No, no, but it, 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 as it turned out in the end, I they wanted me to live in Sligo. I, I said, look, guys, <laughs> and 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 the showgrounds at that showgrounds is a fat, fantastic ground now. Jinx Avenue. But again, when I went there at that time, there was a, a bit of an old corrugated roof covering about 12 people on one side of the ground and then another one behind the goal. And after that, and I'm not joking when I tell you, some of our supporters were sheep, in fact. Spread <laughs> <laughs> red. Yeah. Honest to God, they, yeah. were, they were there every Sunday. They were, they were looking at us. Great, loyal, great, loyal. Yeah. Great football town, though. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. football town. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give them that. You know, I don't know why would definitely give them yeah. that. Yeah. Great football I mean, town. I'll tell you what, Gav, do you, remember, you know. do you remember the Sligo boot boys? They had a bit of a mob back then, back in the day. They had a few troublemakers. Do you remember any encounters no, with them? No, no, never, never. There's I, somebody that has popped up in a couple of conversations that they used. It used to be tough going out to Sligo because they'd have a bit of an element. No, but it, I, I don't remember that. I, I, I definitely remember Limerick yeah. because Big Deck the whack tells me about yeah, that. Yeah, Big Deck. Yeah, Big Deck got put in our bus. No, right after we all that bus. Oh yeah. He got, we got hit by golf balls and everything and the markets failed. But yeah, Giles, he'd only come over. It was like, he's after coming out of West Brom and the Hawthorns and everything. Yeah. Beautiful. Whatever. Next minute, he's getting hit by that. a Titleist number four. And uh, Titleist number four. <laughs> he's getting, you know, and a uh, uh, Wilson one or something <laughs> like that. Uh, and Big Deck uh, got battered and whatever. And we played Limerick in a replay. Right. And it was payback time in Milltown. Okay. Because when we were in the dressing room in Milltown, some lad came in with half his face gone. It was a Limerick lad or whatever. It was like pay, a big right. deck. Yeah, your turn. But now, I don't yeah. remember the Sligo boot boys. No, no, I don't. But I, don't I remember, remember the, the Limerick. Yeah, uh, the Limerick lads. Because yeah. the, the, the gas thing about it is, now that, you're, that I go to the matches, you, you're able to pick out the lads, if you know what I mean. But yeah. we were players, we were isolated, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, you never saw, no, you know what I mean? Well, the best one, just cutting across there, Gary, no, but like the, best, the best one there was when, when I was actually playing with Waterford. And we, you know, the, they used to do the two-legged semi-final? Yeah. And um, we would play down in Waterford in Gilcone uh, against Pats, and we drew 1-1. So obviously the the the, the, the favourites now next week we're going to be Pats going mm. back to um, uh, Richmond Park, and um, sure enough they went ahead one nil, and uh, next minute there was a riot in the crowd. It was murder. <laughs> now there was bricks and bottles, and even I think that Tickleys was in a sock. <laughs> but there was murder, and the referee said. Okay, boys, so we took both teams took the off. teams off? Yeah, put both teams back in the dressing room. We were in the dressing room about 15 minutes mm. until uh, uh, the guards got re-control of, uh, of the whole situation and then came back out, restarting them, and we went on to win it 3-1. Oh, lovely. So it was a great thing, an upset for us. So yeah. the and bang of that tit list did, did you well? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. But the... the, the the following morning, the papers are full of the course. Yeah. And there was pictures of the, the Waterford crowd in particular. But there was one guy, his, his head was right out there, right in the middle of the photograph. And he was the spit of Mike Murphy from RTE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it probably wasn't Mike, right? Weekend hooling. One last note on Sligo, actually, you came from England to Sligo. That link between Sligo and... Still exists. British managers and players. It's gone on decades now. That's Even right, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, cookie... Was manager there. Go back to the nineties. Steve Cotterill, Laurie Sanchez. They yeah. did Coleman for a while, didn't they? Uh, what was the one? Barrowclough players and managers. And yeah. then they always have yeah. that very exotic sign. And each year, this year they've got a gang of 
uh, intercontinental signings. They've Romeo Parks, a Jamaican. They've a couple of other really cool sounding signs. So yeah. they uh, they yeah. do it every year. Yeah. Yeah. They do it yeah. every year. Yeah. Did they have Gary Hume? No, Gary Hume. Was he English? No, he, he, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony Ray Carson, the same thing. Rutherford Stenson. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they did a back as well. They were known for Johnny going back donkey's years. Yeah. I mean, they even signed um, the, uh, I could be corrected, but they even signed the greatest goal scorer that England ever seen, who Uh, who still holds the record for the amount of goals he scored in one season. A fellow called Dixie Deans. Dixie Deans, yeah. like, that was yeah. short lived. He scored wasn't it, 60 though? goals in a season. Yeah, he won the And he, he beat the previous record by. <coughs> his previous record was set the season before. Yeah, yeah. 59. Anyway, yeah. He, and Sligo signed in. Him as well. Now he was 82 when he signed. <laughs> 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 so, no, yeah. so I think he popped in one or two for them. Sure, if he could do it, you could knock one in for us in the Aviva in November. But we'll talk about your first signing for Robert. So. Uh, you signed for us in 1974 Mick Megan was the man to bring you in can you remember I love there's something I always talk about I love transfers as regards to the ins and outs of them the little stories in behind being tapped them up to being tapped up did you get a phone call do you remember when you realised I'm signing for always or the first offer you got well it's a, it was actually Louis um, was Louis himself yeah he wouldn't be too popular on this show no well I understand well, no, no, yeah yeah but um, it was uh, Louis uh, where the contact was made and uh so I remember, actually, you remember this, uh, going over for my first night's training yeah. over in Milltown, and uh, actually Liz came with me, because I was frightened, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Intimidated. <laughs> Them rovers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, she sat in the car now for a couple of hours <laughs> yeah. while we were in doing our stuff, and you know the way it is, yeah. like with any player, once you get in and the balls are out, you start mm. doing your bit of stuff, you know, you just fall mm. into, into, into sync. And uh, and that was it, and and that was what I was just explaining to you earlier on. There, I, I actually I still have my first ever Rovers jersey, as I said to you. Oh yes. And that was playing for the reserves against Dorky, out in Dorky. Wow. And uh, as I said to you, the the the, uh, the shirt now at this stage, I don't know whether I've got bigger or the shirt has got smaller. <laughs> <but> <laughs> it won't go I reckon it's shrunk in the wash. We give you that yeah. one. <laughs> but Robbie, we move to you. You started your career at Rosemount Boys, who have had a bit of a resurgence lately. Yeah, right. as Rosemount Mulvey, and yeah. they're doing quite well. Yeah, they only played Crumlin. They only played Crumlin. And they beat. Did they beat them two 0 Wasn't it? Um, Crumlin beat them two uh, 0 um, boy, and now in fairness, it was a big step up for Rosemont movie, yeah. but it was great. But no, I was Rosemont, so I got to extent, not like Noel. I was a local boy, and all my family were over, and we were down the road. Like, like I said, we had a bit of a reunion here. Yeah, just, the house met, of my just met your ma. Your ma, your ma <laughs> would have known exactly. In fact, I don't know what your ma's not sitting in with me here to do this <laughs> show. <laughs> she probably recall a lot more of it. Yeah. But I was a local, yeah, Rosemont. Uh, Rosemont. Boys and myself and another lad called Larry Wise. Uh, Larry Wise, we joined uh, Rovers. Sure, I thought I'd won the lotto, uh, Gary, uh, as a local. I can only imagine. You know, my family, my dad, God like, rest We used to go on the mill race on a Sunday. There you go. And we'd, we'd, we'd go through the whole rigmarole, yeah. Rovers and that, and then you'd have, like, you're, you're from just there, you could walk the track. Oh, no, I could walk it, absolutely. I used to go down to uh, Milltown. Um, uh, my first training session, I went down on a bike. And I always remember there was cars coming in ahead of me. I had to put a bike. I think it was a chopper bike. No, they the chopper bike. I had to put a chopper Oopsie. bike. Yeah, I had a chopper bike, but whatever. But me and Larry Wise would nearly cycle down. Uh, whatever. When we came back, when we came back having signed for Rovers, sure I had to go by Tom Cannon's house 
and Tom Hand, uh, Peter Richardson would be down at the shop or Paddy Daly. All of a sudden, you became a hero in the parish. <laughs> like, uh, that was it, yeah, you know what I mean? For, yeah. to, to join Rovers as a local boy and your family steeped in it anyway. Like, my team would have been Smith, Greg, Courtney. That, Frank O'Neill was my idol. Yeah. Now I'm coming out in a green and white jersey. What was that like? Being, it was... Like, un- Sean Thomas signed you. Sean Thomas signed 75, 76. Yeah. So what was that like when you got that call? It was... It was... To this day, uh, uh, Gary, it was dream stuff. As a, as a young boy playing football, I didn't think... You know what I mean? At best, I thought I'd win an AUL Cup or something with Rosemount. And now I'm representing Rovers. And picked, I think Sean Sean Thomas actually threw me in right at the deep end. From he did. Day did you one. scored in your debut yeah. at Oriel Park. Yeah, I was going to say that. Actually, when I scored in Oriel Park, the, uh, the shoot magazine. Do you remember the shoot magazine? Tell right? me yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. rang me. You know, like <laughs> hello, it's the shoot magazine. Yeah, this is and real. Yeah, you're this, the guy here. Fuck off, take the piss. Who's this? Yeah, the only person <laughs> I ever spoke before it would have been the credit union or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> this, do you know what I mean? This was now the shoot magazine ringing me because it's gone. And I've lived on that Oriel goal for right. years. Yeah, it's yeah. like they tell me something on Connor about it now. <laughs> so, what you was know? it like when you when you were on the pitch, you're playing with Rovers? What's it like playing for the team that you support? Gaff is the first person we've had in who was a proper oh, no. fan who Gary, has played for the club. You've no idea. I mean, what's it like for me? Scoring. Scoring. Scoring, scoring for Rovers. Playing for Rovers was extraordinary. Scoring for Rovers, Rovers was unbelievable. Uh, look, I knew the faces that were in the shed jumping up at the fence if I'd have scored. I knew them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Jealousy levels are It's extraordinary. Yeah, like, high, these are the people you would have grown up with. I went to the school and Colin Bannis with the Peter Richards and Paddy Daly's and Tom Hans or whatever. George Kelly. George Kelly. George Kelly's house was right opposite the, uh, the, the school. And all of a sudden, I, I, it, was, it was different for me. If there was any fights around Columbanus or Mulvey, I was excluded from it. <laughs> Don't injure Gaffney. Don't, do you know what I mean? Because he's playing against Atlow and our bows on yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the weekend. Yeah. It was an unbelievable feeling uh, uh, for me, Gary. It was dream stuff, you know. Had to be. Yeah. Oh, then no, I had to be Nolan. Like even the Player of the Year award that time under the in the. Uh, in the, I got the first Rovers Player of the Year award. You think who I was up against? Giles, Dunphy, yeah. Tracy, Irvine, Steve Lyon. Not one to name, Noel, is he? Noel Sinnott, <laughs> Aldo Neal. And Short Arse gets it, you know what I mean? It was incredible. You know what I mean? And Gwen, Gwen was there that night. And I don't think Gwen realised the whole extent of this. The, the severity of the situation. Of right. Like Gwen was the first wag in the parish. If you know what I mean? <laughs> the first wag in the yeah. Does she know you refer to her as the first wag well, in the parish? Well, she knows it now, by the way. First wag. Even though we used to babysit after the matches yeah, for people who used to go to the hoops bar. I don't think Beckham would have done that. You know what I mean? No, like I if Beckham so. would have gone back to Victoria, they weren't going babysitting, were they? No. I was going babysitting <laughs> after a Rovers match. So tell me, have you still got the award? I still have the award. It's... Proud in the house, absolutely. Right. It was an extraordinary. I'd love to see it. Yeah, oh, I have it. First player well, well, I have, I have one from I think it was seventy five. Yeah, and mine unfortunately is in bits. <laughs> but I still have all the parts. It's so there it, somewhere. It can be reassembled. <laughs> a bit yeah. of glue, yeah. maybe. <laughs> but there's a lad, Noel. I have to just wait, Gary and Karen here. Well, I remember going by Tom Hand. You wouldn't have known him, but sorry, you would know him. No, the Hand. Family in Mulvey Park are steeped in Rovers or whatever. Right. Steeped. His dad, my dad was a busman and so was Tom Hand, a busman. So but was uh, my granddad, my granddad, really? CIE. CIE, Donnybrook, yeah. yeah. So uh, 
Tom Hand, when I went by his house one night, blessed me. He said, God bless you, Gaffo. God bless you. And I said, what is it? Is that born? <laughs> because all of a sudden I was a Rovers player. God bless you and mind you and look after you and everything else. Did you walk down past the Jesus statue or the Mary statue? But love me and God bless you and look after you and God bless everything in your family. You reminded me of a player that you played with and I played with at Rovers who was like that. He was doing an interview one time on radio. And he was, oh, thank God, yeah, please God, you know, hope, oh, oh, praise be to God, no. <laughs> Do you remember what I was talking about? No. And his son went to play, play for Arsenal. G- Gary Barrett. Gary Barrett. Gary and, and, Barrett. And Gra- I think Graham is his son. Graham is his son who went on, yeah. Graham's still involved yes. in the club now. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's, involved. Yeah. he's a coach. And he went on to an be an agent. agent, did he? Yeah, yeah. He's still, that's his, that's his main yeah. gig now. Yeah, Gary was the same. He's Borky's agent. He's... A, he's, Jack, he's Jack Bournes he's a good few there. Yeah. he's a good few clients now you met Tom Hand again recently didn't you oh I met Tom I met Tom oh yeah there was breaking news now there was breaking news <laughs> my son Robbie uh, my eldest lad lives in France Grey Hoop as well so Jason obviously comes to all my son Jason comes to all the games but Robbie now is teaching in France and living in France in Perpignan and he was home and it was breaking news and Robbie wanted to go to it wasn't the mill race he went to Ryan's right yeah. opposite Mulvey Park Two of us went in for a Guinness, and I went in on a on a Monday night. No, it was a nondescript night. I thought I get my Guinness, so we yeah, just sit yeah. there, whatever. And there's still sort of Rovers memorabilia in the pub. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Particularly yeah. in the Milltown days, yeah. whatever. So I go in, I said to Barman, "Hey, two Guinness, please." And the next thing is Tom Han put his head around the bar, said, "Oh, Gaffel, how are you? God bless you." God bless. <laughs> and he says, "God bless Dermot Desmond." I said, "Who?" There was breaking news that Celtic oh. were getting involved with Rovers right. in some former capacity. Yeah, and yeah. Thomas had a thing for a billionaire for hundreds of years with Rovers. <laughs> he wants a billionaire. He wants a Mustafi or a, an Egyptian <laughs> billionaire to own the club. Yeah. So he said to me, Gavel, have you heard the news about Dermot Desmond? I said, God bless him and everybody else in his front. He says, we're, 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 going to, you know, we're going to kick on. We've got the billionaire we wanted. And it's just extraordinary. And I said to Robbie, this is supposed to be father and son, though. I said, Robbie, we'll try another pub. We'll go somewhere else. <laughs> We're not going to get any Guinness is here. Yeah. We hate the Guinness. Yeah. That's, yeah. There was a billionaire at last for Tom. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just on a slightly negative note, sorry for bringing this up, but you're the first players we've had on the show who played in Rovers' worst ever season. Because we finished rock bottom in a 14-team league. That's the only time we've ever finished last. I think do you know what I think I remember it as well I think I think though we were part of a team a Rovers team that got beaten by Torless Town and if it wasn't Torless Town we drew with them you know what I mean and that was the time I couldn't go back to Mulvey Park <laughs> I think me and Gwen went away for a weekend after <laughs> yeah. but yeah there yeah. was was it a very young squad was that the reason it was that and Giles was changing it and in fairness in transition yeah there was, yeah. There was that but it was a terrible time because you no, think, think about was that not before George was there? Was it? I think it was. Was it Sean Thomas here? Yeah. George he came seventy seven, seventy eight. There was a few. Oh, but then it was. Oh, well, then it was Giles definitely was, Sean Thomas. Yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah. we we had been to um, we went to Japan. Yes. And then when we came back from Japan, we, a twelve day tour. What was that like? A twelve day tour in Japan. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, in on the seventies. On that one, it was. Well, I say it's a long, long time ago. There was the Japanese were actually following us down the street taking photographs of us. Yeah. Because I'm sure they hadn't actually seen a live like European. Yeah. That's just the way it came across to me. But it was after that and um 
look, let's not be fucking stupid here. Look, I'm not putting myself up as the best player ever, but there was a few players signed for Rovers that, that really shouldn't have been there. Yeah, in, in good anyway. And uh, that's how, like, it was a poor well, was it that? I remember one in particular, I know, and I couldn't face the world. I, I don't know whether it was Turles Town or wherever it was, but it always stuck at me. Yeah. How, you know what I mean? No, that could Do have we, been the time um, Pat Dunn was playing for them, was it? In goal. Yes, yeah, yeah. And John Doran. Yeah, okay, so they, 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 so, you can dress it up. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, you can, yeah, yeah. we're yeah. trying to get out of this hole right here. But I didn't know that card, so we were yeah. part of the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Zero excuse. Thanks. We can edit that one out. We can edit that one out. No, 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 no. Actually, that's a great one. Yeah. Don't let Mick McCarthy. Was that O'Neill in goal that day as well? Did he not come in the same time as Giles or Shorty? No, he no, came no, in. No, he was, was Sean there. Thomas. Alan was there. Yeah, with us. Alan was there when Megan was there. Yeah. I wasn't there with Megan. I was Sean Thomas. Alan joined Rose, I think, uh, if so I maybe remember. So maybe I wasn't 19, there. 1973. <laughs> 73. So he, he didn't was there before that, I was there. In that season too then. Right. Pat Dunham <coughs> was the goalkeeper. And um, in fact, uh, Alan will tell you himself uh, that when, we, when we, we played three games in Japan against... The Japanese national team, mm. and um, uh, I'm fascinating, was it? Oh, well, <laughs> 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 it was. It, we, we couldn't suss them out the corners because, of, <laughs> no, <we're not> <laughs> but um, Alan was the only player in the squad that never played, and he'll tell you a story himself in regard to somebody was saying to the manager. I'll play him. I want to play all the time. Yeah. Not mentioning any names. We could probably, we could probably guess. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, Alan was there from 73, Carl, yeah. So he was there a long so time. So he's not excused for this? Pardon? He's not excused for this worst ever He's season. included in it as well. <laughs> yeah. what, just a matter of his car, because I can't leave the, tonight without... What year was that? The 75, 76 year. 75, 76. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only time we ever finished bottom. Even when we were relegated. Oh, we were bottom? Yeah. The only time we were relegated, 2005, we came second last. So that yeah. is the only time we came last. So it was no relegation that year? No, you'd be up for re-election. And obviously <laughs> Rovers got it because they're Rovers. Sure I wasn't injured towards the end. I give Mick McCarty a lot of ammo here now. Um, yeah, so the next, we won the League Cup the following season in 1976. 76, that's right, yeah. Did that come out of nowhere then? Because so what the was that like to lift your first cup? Oh, I have to tell you, that was in Dainymount. We beat Sligo. Uh, we beat Sligo. Now, I definitely... So, so Carl's had a little pop up, you know. So I'm going to come back and... Right? I'm going to come back and Ooh. say, yeah. Uh, we played Sligo. And funny you were talking about it, no. They were a full-time setup. Yeah. Sligo were a full-time setup and had a smashing side. And considering, as Carl said earlier, we were muck the parade, right? We'd no right to go in. But we beat them. And Leachy got a wonder goal. That's right. It was probably it was probably his last goal for overs. If it wasn't his last goal, or whatever. Yeah. But thirty yard screamer. I was gonna. It was a screamer, uh, into the uh, Connock Street end, um, and my role in was uh, I set Leachy up for it. Right. If you know what I mean, <laughs> I set Leachy up for it. But I couldn't get over it, Noel, because Leachy was my idol. Anyway, you know him. what I mean. Went playing yeah. with the hoops. Yeah. I yeah. he for me was the Georgie Bests of Irish football yeah. at the time nobody lived with Leachy and I was just in awe of the fella if you know what I mean and here I am passing to him and he was sort of matter of factish giving me a sort of a tap like thanks for the pass type of thing and he buried it and we won it yeah. 
And I thought... So you got the assist? I was the assist, and that can be checked, by the way. Even Robert Goggins won't... Uh, uh, won't dispute that. Yeah, no. dispute that. But I couldn't get over it, no, because I didn't want to go home that night. I think Gwen was looking for me for two days <laughs> because I'd won a trophy with Rovers against all the odds. Yeah. You know that way? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you remember it as well as I do. Well, I wouldn't... You. Oh, no, I have a vivid memory of it now. Yeah. It was just yeah. unbelievable to win it because my dad... Uh, God rest him. Uh, my dad would have been a man of few words or something like that, but I remember getting the big hug <laughs> as if to say, yeah, You well, are my son. Well, you know yeah, that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 what we want, Love type of thing. Yeah. And that was an extraordinary night. Yeah. And I think even the Rovers fans that night in the shed, in, you know what I mean, in the, what's it, the Des Kelly? Is it? No, what's the, not the Connacht Street. Yeah, Des uh, Kelly. The shed. The shed, yeah, yeah. yeah the Kelly. shed, or something like that. They came out in their droves as well that night. And a lot of them, of our vintage, right. remember that. Because okay. it was one of these against the odds. And a wonder goal won it. Yeah. You know, Leachy's goal. And it was goal. from Leachy. Because Leachy was usually five or six yards. Now it? you yeah. have it. Yeah. And yeah. he struck it on the meat. Yeah. Oh, he was that. Very, that was brilliant. Yeah. So in 1977, the arrival of Gilesy. And uh, what was he like? Who do you, who wants to start this one? Who Any anecdotes? What's that with you and all? What was well, Gilesy like? Um, I have to say... It was uh, it was a privilege you know, to be associated with him. Uh, I think uh, um, a lot of people used to sort of uh, slag him a bit because they used to say, "George, he wants to take throw-ins, corner kicks. He wants to do this. He wants to do everything and all the rest." But like he was capable of it. Number yeah. one. Uh, but he, in my view, uh, has the most astute footballing brain that you could ever wish for. Mm. In as much as, um, and, and as you are aware, he, he would be playing himself. But uh, not alone <clears throat> would he do that, but we would come in at half time, whatever the case might be, and um, he obviously played his own game, but he also could pick out points and parts of everybody else's game, saying, Robbie, remember that time you would, and you could have squared it, but then you went, and uh, Noel, he said, You didn't track that fellow, remember in the 10th minute, because he would. And this was like, yeah. you know, this is fantastic. And it Photographic was, uh, memory, you could Absolutely, say. yeah, yeah. So uh, apart from playing his own game, he, he, he was able to still uh, pick out, um, uh, uh, which obviously made him a, a, a good manager, which in my view he was. What about you, Gav? What did you think oh, of I have to back Noel up 100%. I never saw, I, I'd never seen anybody with the attention to detail, Noel, how he could go back. And particularly where we might have conceded a free or conceded a goal, where he, bought, where he could see where it came from. Mm. That three or four passes before that. Before that, it, it was it was it's yeah. it's as if it's a Ken Doherty moment with, you know, seeing the balls to place. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah. He could see it well back, yeah. and his attention to detail now was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, but his professionalism. Mm. But there's, there's 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 a moment that I remember now, and it was different for you when I think I had to park my chopper bike. <laughs> when the entourage <laughs> of the English registered cars arrived in Milltown right. for our trust, first training session. Giles had a big five series BM yeah. with the English Rage. Yeah. Ray Tracy had a Lancey, a Delta or something like that. Dunphy had a state. Had Paddy Mulligan. Well, he had a big, yeah. Yeah, big Datsun 280ZX. There you go, remember. right. And <laughs> I had just to park my little bike over in the corner. And say, Am I really part of this? Because it was, it was something special to be part of. Mm. The hype around it now mm. was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and then what he did to the ground, the playing oh, surface. Well, that was major. 
Maybe. Like, did we ever play in a pair? I no, don't think no, I've ever played no, on, fabulous. and we've been both lucky to play on pitches around the world and yeah. in Europe. Was yeah. there a better playing surface? Table, it was oh, extraordinary, Carl. It yeah. was extraordinary. But that was Giles. Yeah. That's the first thing. He Forget got, about it. That's right. He got that bit right. Cause yeah. if, yeah. if, if he wanted yeah. uh, Gary football to be played in a certain way, the pitch had to yeah. mirror that. Yeah. Yeah. So was that a problem then in that? All the other grounds weren't up to the standards of Milltown. Carly went but, ballistic over it. But his philosophy was yeah. always to play football. Yeah, he went ballistic about it. Like, he, 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 I think John tells a, a particular story when we played Limerick or something like that in the market field and it was a quagmire and he couldn't get over it. And, he, you know, and, and he'd had a go and then he'd real issues with the league about the conditions in, t- in terms of some of the pitches or whatever. He, he was trying to pull in the right direction. Yeah. And he was, unfortunately, he was there was people against. who didn't really... So he, he had, had high standards. He had high standards. He like, he'd massive time, standards. Yeah. We used to meet um, yeah. Gary. We met at the Central Hotel on match day. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Nolan's never done you. that before. Never ever. We were given salt tablets yeah. to avoid the cramp. Remember me? Yeah. Oh, did you take your salt tablet? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, Mick? Your salt tablet. Like for me, it was. You know what I mean? I'd have had a full Irish before I left <laughs> in, in the early days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now we were given that was sorry, your salt. Yeah, raw steak and a, 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 remember that? No, That's right. Oh, the steaks in the in the hotel. Yeah, and yeah, the attention yeah. before the match. Now, when you look, if you go thirty years on, yeah, yeah, pasta and chicken. But like that was the the, the staple diet of professional footballers. Yeah. where he where he grew up, the where era, he came from, yeah. and he wanted to uh, and introduce it for this. that era, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like uh, everything, like Robbie's saying, is is a hundred percent because it, not alone from the pitch, but it was the preparation. Uh, we never used to meet until maybe an hour and a half before the game. Before that, now we, we were meeting three hours before three hours, yeah, we yeah. were gone, and we having a bite to eat. We were having a, a, a team meeting before games. We were yeah. talking about what we'll do and with this player and that player and that. It didn't really happen before that, and it was yeah. great. Makes sense. It, was great. it, really, now, it? it just made you feel, and although. As I say, most of us at that time were sort of like, it was like semi-professionals, mm. where you might have been working your job, I was uh, working uh, with Air Lingers at the time. But like, it just gave you that real professional yeah. thing about playing, and particularly who you're playing for. But where, wherever we went yeah. though, Noel, with the Giles, the Giles factor covered the country then. Wherever we went, what we didn't realise was, there's a couple of things that I've noticed, Carl Gary, and Noel has to back me up in relation to this is, when you play for Shamrock Rovers, and I often think that when we get beaten, say by Boas for argument's sake, with a part-time setup, you have to understand when you put that jersey on, to a lot of opposition players, it means everything to beat Rovers. It's a red oh, right to yeah. a bull. So yeah. you have to have that alone before you're, you're scared. Everybody like, says that. You have to have this. Everybody. Be, yeah. say, these are so up for it. Was it once, no, we played Cork when they banged the walls? I think you told a story when we played Cork and uh, um, it was my debut. Uh, sorry, when we played in Turner's Cross or Flower Lodge, when they banged the walls, right. trying to intimidate Giles. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were so fired up. Yeah. It'd be a, sort of a, a, a. They were trying to put the frighteners on. Absolutely, away, you know? and they really, really wanted. They were, you know, it was, uh, you know, yeah. booting off the ball and whatever. But you have to understand that the Rovers thing, and, and Giles could handle himself. Mm. The, you know they were making the wrong mistake taking him yeah. but the Giles factor travelled throughout the country they were coming out to watch this Rovers team because it was made up of at the time the the stars of Giles was yeah. still a household Ray That's Tracy yeah. Eamon Dunphy yeah. you know yeah. uh, Stevie Linux yeah. Tony O'Dell told a story about that as well he said that when they played for Derry 
any other team he played for when they went to play Rovers. Mm. We wanted to beat them. Yeah, yeah. wanted to beat them. If there was the only game, game they'd win in the season, season. that was game. it. That's yeah. what you wanted to do. Yeah. But like when you're talking about George being able to hand himself, we were playing in the Marcus Field. And uh, uh, Limerick got a good side. Uh, the real side. Time. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're like playing up front, Des Kennedy, Des Kennedy and Jared Duggan. Yeah, Jared Duggan. Anyway. Tony Walsh. Yeah, yeah. Or what's it? Yeah, there was Johnny Walsh, Johnny Walsh and Tony Meany. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. they were playing away, and some one of them, in fact, it was uh, Joe Dobbin, caught Jivesy, and uh, oh, I went down and get a bit of treatment, and that, and he, and he, he seen, yeah. So we knew there's going to be some sort of retribution right. at some stage, right? <laughs> and uh, anyway, the game turned around, second half bump uh, started away, and then the ball broke between the Limerick player and Giles, yeah. and the two of them went bang. But it was Des Kennedy that he'd hit. Right. He thought it was the other fellow, Joe Duggan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kennedy's on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Duggan's standing 10 yards away. And I remember Joyce turning to him and just pointing the finger and says, should have been you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And within 30 seconds of the restart, Joe Duggan, who it should have been, was waving to the pin. Me hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> Get me off. Yeah. He went off. Yeah, extraordinary individual. And um, we'll talk about the Gordon Banks game. Against St. Yeah, Pat's. Just some uh, context for this, right? In the 1970s, League of Ireland clubs started randomly signing superstars. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was Jeff Hurst, former yeah. World Cup winner. There was Terry yeah. Venables. There was the the, the German striker. Yeah, Uwe Seyler. Yeah. signed for Cork Celtic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just these random signings popping over. And Gordon Banks played literally one game in his whole League of Ireland career. Yeah. And it was against Rowers. Yeah. And, I think and he made two, that fabulous show. He's playing at yeah. 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 From Dunphy, wasn't it? Dunphy. Of all the play, people. The place, <laughs> the place was packed. Yeah. The place was packed. Mm. And Richmond, if you remember at the time though, had a sort of a drop that, off and yeah, the hill, they dropped the yeah. hill. It was yeah. a sort of a hill. Yeah. It, it then and then it went down. And George used to go mad about that. Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he'd, be, he'd be going down on his right peg. You know what I mean? Because he was so particular at crossing, mm. and he his right leg could, could could stumble over his left leg. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are falling down. It'd be like that Bermuda with a triangle. Remember the planes disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> disappeared down the hill. And, and for about ten seconds, and then they reappear. <laughs> then they reappear. But that day was packed. Yeah. And it was. It had to be the the Giles factor. And the Gordon Banks, of course, fact, yeah, he had a yeah. World Cup winner. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know the, the, yeah, the most, most celebrated Irish player, Irish player yeah. or whatever, and with others on the show, it was unbelievable. Yeah. But the, the, and, and the, even the the, the shot, save, the shot, the shot the, no, the, it yeah. just fell, it just fell right for Dunphy because the ball had bounced up, but it was on its way down, and Dunphy caught it on the volley. It's one of those ones that goes up and down. Yeah, and it was in, it was in the top corner, and Banks and I was only talking to Alan about it just the other day when he got up to the game. And the banks, he came across, and for non-goalkeepers, if you like, he used his wrong hand. But Alan said, no, no, he so used he his right hand. Yeah. He came up with this one because you can get more height. Yeah. He came up and he just tipped the ball over the bar. Now, this is, don't forget, when he's got only one eye. Yeah. yeah. Because, and I'm not exaggerating, when he was taking goal kicks, he actually turned his head. And to see, yeah. To put the ball on the yeah. corner of the box. Yeah. It's that's extraordinary. A, that's, that's yeah, that, yeah, that day. So one eye guard banks plucking balls out of the top was, corner. Out of the top corner in 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 Richmond. Yeah. It was extraordinary. And yeah. the crowd. Yeah. The crowd in particular stood with yeah. me now. Now I can't even remember who scored the pats. But anyway. No. Yeah. We, we were beating yeah. one nil and, and Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So Robbie, you were an unused sub in the seventy eight 
cup final. Yeah, the was win de- was that hard to take. I was devastated because uh, I'd, I'd had a good quarter final and a good semi final, and um, I had a good semi final. But I was convinced Gary, I was going to get on, get on anyway. Yeah, but it was probably the worst uh, weather day I can remember playing oh. at a cup final. Nothing added up on the day, i.e. the the weather. You know what I mean? I was in my head. Mm. I was sub and whatever. And then the rain in the dugouts at the time in Daily Mount, the rain was just coming in on top of me. And I felt a real lost soul. You know that? <laughs> I was getting yeah. pissed on, you know what I mean, in the dugout. And I wasn't on. And then, then the most bizarre thing happened in front of me. The penalty in the 47th minute or something. Definitely 40, penalty. What? Definitely oh, Stonewall penalty. Stonewall penalty. The scenes after. But, so Ray Tracy gets up. And even Ray making his way up to hit the ball, it, it, it looked like he was going through a, a mud patch to strike it. It was that bad. Yeah. The whole day yeah, now. It was, yeah, yeah. You know, it was just yeah, yeah. dreary day mm. and he buried it. Mm. And then we went, got up to go in and there was all hell broke loose. The doors went in the dressing room. Sligo lost the plot completely. Really? Oh, Gary, they, what a well, scene. They, I think they were wondering where the referee, it was John Carpenter? John Carpenter. Where yeah. the referee got the extra couple of minutes at half time. Right. It went as you say, it went into overtime if you like. Right, so that was it was that was at a time in the first half. Yeah. So they were wondering what was going yeah. on there. You know, yeah. you know there's there's one factor to that no that nobody, nobody knows about. Remember I was in the T V business and I got all the tellies and videos at the wholesale, yeah. looked after yeah. everybody, yeah. Yeah. saved just hundreds of hundreds of pounds <laughs> at the time. <laughs> John Carpenter was one of my great customers. Yeah. So I often think that he's no favors for the dropped for the final. <laughs> it was sort of it, and he says, ah, "I have to look at." He's a new TV yeah. in the city room. I might get a new state-of-the-art color telly. Yeah, over. It was my own little theory. Well, I thought I saw you now making signs of a fifty-inch plasma. As the story goes, he adds the time on because Dumpy kept taking too long with his throwings. That's what I'm saying. But the whole day, uh, uh, Carl was it lashed. And it looked at the Rovers support as if they, they couldn't get a sort of a song going. <coughs> Neither could Sligo, you know that. Yeah. It was just one of these horrible mm. weather, you know, terrible days. Just yeah. a side note, actually, uh, Ray Tracy scored the winning penalty in that game. So that was April 1978. And then the same month, he scored twice for Ireland in a friendly against Turkey. Turkey. <coughs> scored twice and missed a penalty. Yeah. Could have scored a hat-trick. Yeah. And then no League of Ireland player scored again for Ireland for another 40 years wow. until Graham Burke last year. Wow. Stats again. Yeah. Really? That's a brilliant stat. Because I was playing that game. Uh, yeah, we're going to move on to that yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we're going to talk about yeah. you winning your three caps for Ireland yeah. that year. So tell yeah. us, it's a good year for you. Oh, well, I mean, and do you know what? It actually, I feel as though it actually came about in the... Um, Central Hotel in Exchequer Street, yeah, where we used to meet yeah, before yeah. games. That's just off Georgia Street, isn't it? Georgia, Georgia Street, Street. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. The first turn left when you go up from yeah. up Georgia Street, and uh, but we were in there one day. The usual story, and we had our little bit of a pre-match thing, and we were sitting down, just relaxing. Now, is that hotel still there? Yes, still it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Now you have it, Gar. <laughs> uh, you have it. It turned out in the end we were chatting around the table, and 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 Georgie was talking to me, and 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 he actually sort of said, yeah, he said, and and. You were born in London, were you? I said, no, 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 no. Jimmy, maybe. So I was just, just down the road, I said, the Rotunda, I'm like, and, uh, oh. So I don't actually think he really, this is before all the, 
the granddad thing. Yeah, and, and, all and the stuff, research right? into other yeah, players exactly. began. The granny rule. The granny yeah. rule, yeah. And uh, so anyway, I think it was only at that time that probably he then realised. And at some stage look. afterwards, whenever it was, uh, then... And I was fortunate in as much as the likes of, say, I think it was Dave O'Leary. Yeah, right. a few injuries. Yeah. And he said to me um, before one of the games is, I'm, I'm calling you into the international squad for next Wednesday's game. What was that like? How'd that feel? Oh, my God. I just, like, Top of the world. I, I, just, I was shocked. I, I, I was just shocked um, and uh, elated at the same time, of course. Um, uh, rang home, uh, told her. Uh, I might have had a pint of Guinness that night, <laughs> and um, just that we we were meeting on the, the Sunday after the mm. League of Ireland games, and going to the hotel and checking in, and I was rooming with Ray. Yeah. Now maybe that he was sort of putting his arm around me, you know, that's like yeah. the first time in the thing. And, but Ray was uh, Ray is a great character, like probably the most confident person I've ever met. Yeah. Really, you now he was really like that. But anyway, um, uh, it was just a fabulous feeling. But at the same time, I have to say and be honest when we went out training and all this and like you Robbie when you first went to Rovers and you're looking at all the players and yeah, yeah, who's yeah. coming in he's rocking I'm, up on, his, on yeah. his bike I'm looking at like Liam Brady Frank Stapleton Steve Highway Mark Lawrence yeah. Jimmy Holmes Jerry Daly Giles how intimidating was that am I in the right <laughs> place you know yeah. what I mean um, that was just the way it felt um, but I mean, that was the way it was. I mean, uh, as Carl just said, we were going to play against Turkey. Yeah. And we couldn't have started better. And Ray missed the penalty. I think it could have been 5-0. It was 4-0. And I think it could have been 5-0 had he scored that penalty. But it stayed at 4. They actually pulled two back. Mm. But at the same time, um, it was just... I mean, we were back to the um, the um, Central Hotel then after the game. But full if, of the joys. If you think about it now as well... Wasn't Gilesy ahead of himself in relation to that? He gave the Rovers lads that he played with, that he had confidence in, yeah. the yeah. break. Yeah. That today, you know the way, yeah. Kerry, you look at it today, oh, League of Ireland, you know what I mean? You need, yeah. maybe have to go to Preston to come back to play, type yeah. of Graham Brook type stuff, whereas Giles is prepared well, to put in a fairness, Shamrock Rovers. In, in fairness to Mick McCarthy, he was in Richmond on Friday night. Well, yeah. You no, Terry no, no. Connors oh, yeah. in Ariel. I was, yeah, I saw Robbie Keane was in Daily Mount. Yeah. But Giles, but so, Giles actually took the boys a break. Upset. Well, there's he took a bit of a slagging for it because yeah. of the fact it was in the paper. I remember it was in the paper and, 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 and people were asking him, he said, well, like, do you not think there could have been like a, maybe possibly another centre-half who might have fit the bill better and all yeah. the rest and, and um, he said, like, are you picking that man because, like, he's in your club? And and uh, he came back and he said, look, he says, um, I'll pick who I think will do a job. Yeah. And he'd been, he says, I, yeah, I, certainly I, I, I'm working with him all the time, blah, blah, blah. He said, but Which my, is probably my a better reputation. reason to pick somebody because yeah. you're working closely with them. Yeah, but he said, my reputation is on the line. Talking about his own yeah, because yeah. of the fact that if, if he just picks somebody because he's within his club and he doesn't do so well, anything, of course he's going to get bombed. Yeah. But that's the way he, yeah. he handled it. So, And then we had in May 1980, we talked about you getting player of the year and uh, it's still proudly on your mantle. Yeah. You guested for Waterford United on a tour of the United States. Now, was this just a jolly or what? Did you get a, did you get a word of this and said, no, oh, this is a piss up. This is, on this. this is unbelievable, uh, Gary. In the Beckenbauer. I'm I am talking about them out again. Yeah, I, I'm talking about the door and not. It's, it's John Delaney's dad, Joe Delaney, came up to me house and said, would you sign for Waterford? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was it. He says, 
would you think about it and come to America and play in a tournament? I said, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And, Sorry, uh, are you paying for the flights? Yeah, I was going to say, so what do I have to do? You just have to turn up the airport and, uh, yeah, and then uh, he said, bags, what, bags, what, what, can, we, can we discuss it when we get back? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think I told Gwen, I'm going to, uh, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to America and, uh, uh, I'll get you something nice, <laughs> and I'll be back. Free, in, whatever in in a couple of weeks, and it was surreal. I had never, I had no intention of signing up with Waterford, but it was brought on a jolly, and it gets better. Then we got over there to play against um, Miami Dolphins, or something. Do, no, no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. And they had, as Carl said, all the ex-German players were all over there making big money. The name, who was it again? It was Miami, a, Miami, whatever. Anyway, and uh, uh, Waterford's manager was your man the North, Tommy Jackson. Yeah. And he was due out later on. Paul Kirk, uh, remember well, Noel, he said, forward, yeah. was, the, was the centre forward, and yeah. Al Finucane. Yeah. And Peter Thomas was in goal. Matthew, like but they were all looking at me and said, see this little... F- <laughs> he's no intention. You know that way? <laughs> and they never really bought into me, you know what I mean? Okay. Or, or, or I with them. Right. But Larry Murray used to play with me in Rovers. Yeah. Was with him. Yeah. And so was Migo. Mark, so you had your drink apart. So I had I had <laughs> my buddies there, <laughs> yeah, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. But I had said it to them all and I said, like, you know, Chad. Ah, oh, yeah, you'd love it down here. I said, I'm not leaving Rovers. <laughs> so I used to put the gear on and everything else, go out and do it. Straight and the then, up. Oh, then looking very professional. Two of them, two of them, Dunphy, uh, whatever. Tony Dunphy. Tony Dunphy. A red-headed lad. Yeah. He he got born to bits on the first training session, <laughs> eighty degrees or something like that. He had to go to the hospital. This is unbelievable. And then we played we played against Miami. Uh, whatever. Uh, the heat was unbelievable. Those dwarf fellas were dying afterwards. And then the next two games were called off because Sunderland were due to play instead of Waterford, and they appeared. They arrived. All right. So we were told your your history. So we just sat yeah, at the pool for the rest of the week. It was terrible. I said, soul destroying. Joe, Joe Delaney used to come to me every day. Well, what do you think? Are they lovely lads? And I said, oh, they're great, great lads, Joe. Great, lovely, lovely bunch of lads. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be back to you the minute we land. I said, well, listen, don't you believe it? I said, yeah. that was it. The first guy told me mad not to open the door to me. Leave the house phone <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> not open the door. So uh, you, that was. You, you mentioned Tony Dunphy. Yeah. But we were playing down there. Uh, and you were probably playing. In Kilcone, and there was a bit of a row on the pitch. But I mean, Jesus Christ, there's a row on every game, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, Tony Dunphy and Eamon Dunphy was playing. Now, Eamon done something naughty, I don't know what it was, but like, it wouldn't surprise me. But anyway, uh, Tony Dunphy burst into the dressing room, our dressing room, after the game, ran across the dump, he gave him a smack in the head and ran out. <laughs> 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 and we all said, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, come in and post him. I don't think there'd be too many jumping yeah. up the head there. No, we were turned the blind. Oh, yeah. 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 In the showers. <laughs> so, no, good memories from the friendlies against Southampton and Liverpool in the 80s. Tell us a bit about that. Ah. Well, it's one of them things, I think. Um, uh, well, the first one against Liverpool was in um, Daily Mount, I think. And. Uh, or was it Lans- oh, no, it could have been Lansdowne yeah the Aviva because Cal Muckian yes remember, he was playing for yeah. the League of Ireland selection and he scored we took the lead and of course they were, we were beating 3-1 in the end which was very credible was that result. Rovers no, or was that the League no, of Ireland selection that was a uh, League of Ireland selection yeah Didn't, we played we played, we played Liverpool and Milltown 
That's correct. In a midweek. And we drew. Yeah, cracking. Yeah. That was the, the proper Liverpool, Daglish yeah. and yeah. Ian Rush and all that. Well, they'd beaten us in uh, the League of Ireland selection in um, Daily Mount. Daily Mount. Yeah. I think Dermot Keeley buried one of them. Was it you were saying that Jimmy, what was his name? Not Jimmy Nickel. Uh, uh, the fullback. The fullback. Well, I think what happened was. Dermot buried one of them. Well, the, the, David Johnson was the centre forward in, in um, Damien pa- yeah. Park, yeah. And Phil Neal was the fullback at yeah. the time. And whatever happened, the ball bounced, and Dermot, uh, he, he wouldn't be the finest of, 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 of um, technicians. Right. He, is the best way I can put it. But he was, he was certainly, uh, he'd done a job. But the ball bounced up near David Johnson's and David Johnson was going to head it and Dermot's foot <laughs> flew by him at about 40 miles an hour and nearly took his face off, right? And Phil Neal came running up. He says, you've nearly took his face off there. Mm. He says, you four corporal, <laughs> take yours off as well, yeah. 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 <laughs> he was having his livelihood and all oh, that. But we, we played Liverpool in, in Milltown and I remember... Even the Liverpool players afterwards saying about the condition of the pitch now, they had said okay. this is top notch. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, in Milltown. Yeah, absolutely. In, uh, you know, yeah, in yeah. Milltown, yeah. that was a proper yeah. Liverpool team. Well, that, that they were only f- finishing winning European. Cups yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have to say, you know, it was we, connection. Whether that, it was the League of Ireland, the two League of Ireland games I played, and one uh, for Rovers, but uh, the the game in. Um, uh, Milltown, uh, we, we, we drew 1 1. With, with Liverpool, Liam, yeah. Liam Buckley scored the equaliser yeah. last minute, and Bob Paisley was the manager. Yeah. And we were getting ready to exchange jerseys. Yeah. That's right, yeah. We ta- and Paisley came on the pitch. Yeah. No, 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 no. You get off. No. Talking to his own Liverpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wouldn't let them And he them. wouldn't allow the players to swap jerseys, well, yeah. which I thought was so petty. Mm. The only reason I can think of, uh, Gary, is the fact that. We just equalised in the last, last well, minute. Yeah. He was disgusted. They were pulled back or pegged back or whatever the case was. It was killing me because Daglish wanted my jersey big time. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Kenny, what can I do? What can I do? <laughs> Your manager won't. That's soon as pig or something like that. I didn't want his or whatever, but I wanted, I wanted me and Kenny. I, I think he, he knew. He knew. Yeah. But now there's a big uh, achievement coming your way when you took the captaincy from Joyles when he hung up his boots. So how did you feel? Do you remember being told you're going to be the... Yeah, well, I mean, I, I can't ex- be truthful and say I remember the very minute that he pulled me aside, but uh, certainly when the, the position was offered, I mean, I, 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 it was just a, an honour. Um, and I think, you know, I mean, people would be listening to this, and, oh, you me feel But it's, it's true. I mean, it's the same as Robbie saying, if, if he, he only ever played for one club in his life, it would be Shamrock Rovers. But, like, I'm sort of saying the same thing in regards to the fact that when you're offered a captaincy of a club with the history... Like that, uh, it's just I just felt great. I just I felt thought so it was thrilled, fitting you know? as well, Gary. I thought yeah. Noel epitomised everything that was good about Rovers at the time. I mean, he was a smashing, uh, smashing player, and uh, and he really put everything into it. Just and made sense. He just made sense. It was the it was just the right fit. You know what I mean? And even you know he wouldn't he wouldn't remember this, but like f- for me as a former teammate and all, even seeing him representing Ireland, we were made up. Do you know what I mean? This was brilliant because it gave everybody a lift. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Involved with the club and to see that no, but I thought no was the perfect fit. I mean, for the, the captaincy. Yeah. I mean, to, I mean, you follow Giles. Come on. Do you know what I mean? It's a Big it's a hard act. It's a hard act to follow. Yeah. You, you know. Uh, the only thing about it is 
Actually, no, I'm just thinking, you were similar to Giles. You weren't the greatest talking to the press afterwards, you know. <laughs> Giles was brutal on it, by the way. I think he slammed the door and, and Noel would give all the standard answers. Not like now uh, he's open. textbook. Oh, textbook, yeah. And we three, could have been, yeah, and three points and yeah, and everything, yeah. And you never know, and down the road, and <laughs> yeah. three bags full. You know, <laughs> three bags yeah, full. Yeah, you know. Yes, sir, yes, sir. By the way, the Giles, he plays consistently in the same position for his whole... Reigns manager, were you ever shown in? For me, yeah, well, definitely. No, well, no. I, 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 I was moved around a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. For me, it was always the same. I remember, like, Ray um, got injured, mm-hmm. and whatever, I don't know why the reasons were, but we didn't didn't have anybody likely just to yeah. sort of. And, and he, he said it to me there one day, uh, Did you play up front? Like, I said, Yeah, yeah, I loved it, you know. Yeah. And uh, we were playing Cork Celtic in Milltown, yeah. and I scored two. He said, Fucking hell, Ray, you're fucked. <laughs> but I think that wasn't the case uh, but um, yeah so he, he'd, he'd moved around I mean position wise you played oh no career. it was only I was hardly going to be a centre half no, you know <laughs> what I mean <laughs> but I played all like left back yeah. centre half right back and then even up front and all that so I mean but I enjoyed the change also um, but I was never going to be in a permanent position mm. but it was just a sort of a stop cap type of yeah. thing you know so doing a job as you say yeah, yeah. But then we had 1982 and saw our record European win 4-0 against Fram Reykjavik and 7-0 on aggregate so tell us a bit about that Robbie. We actually had uh, Robbie on the show before we interviewed him about the trip to Iceland yeah and uh, very few people actually travelled oh there was no uh, Carlos probably the first game I played with Rovers that there was no one at it if you know what I mean bar the players like think about it but we had to travel to Glasgow there was no direct flight. We had to travel to Glasgow. The arrangement was known, if you can remember. Yeah. We were training. We were going to train with Celtic That's right. at the time. Mm-hmm. And Giles with his connection. Uh, because it wasn't a case you just fly into Reykjavik. Yeah. It was a trek around the world. It was, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. It was a trek yeah. around the world. And I remember we got to Celtic or whatever. We'd met a couple of the players. And your man Danny McGrain said to me, Danny McGrain, I'll never forget this one though. And uh, Celtic had played Reykjavik. The previous year or something like that, and he said to me, "E e e man, it's like landing on the moon. <laughs> it's like landing on the moon." And I'll never forget it. Now as we flew in, yeah. I said, "You're joking me. We're playing a European game here. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was geysers and everything going. <laughs> it's actually still like that. We yeah. were there yeah. two years yeah. ago now. Yeah, in Reykjavik to play for Rovers against Rocks. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. no, against uh, Stjernan. Yeah, and it, it it's it's." Bear and like it's unbelievable. Stark. We we went over there, Gary. Whatever we we landed at a place still called Keflavik, which was the naval right. or the the, the, air, of the airport. The airport, yeah, airport yeah. Keflavik. Yeah. And then we went. But Danny McGrady and I remember we can't be playing the European. <laughs> like for me to be representing Rovers, jeez, why well, wasn't it Madrid or Barcelona? Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? A bit of heat. <laughs> and, and, and yet we we gave a really good performance. Oh, it was yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, a three 0 away in a, in any European in European game, game. It was like. Well, and then there was something happened all where we ended up two days there. There's something about we we should have been back. Say the match was on a Tuesday, for example. We right. should have been back on a Wednesday. Yeah, we didn't get back to Friday or something like that. Yeah, that always stuck with me. Maybe well, it was Louis, one of Louis' uh, sham trips. Or whatever. <laughs> uh, Alan O'Neill on his magical ticket. He was telling us about a story. We stayed before. there. Oh, yeah. you know, twenty-seven yeah. staff and twenty-six tickets. Yeah, and they managed to get around <laughs> Europe. <laughs> 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 Spain a few times. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was surreal. Like picture postcard. Oh, yeah. We went to the cinema. No, I don't know if you remember that. And we went to the cinema, and then they all got up and left or something like that, as if it was because they all went out for a cigarette. 
outside. We were left. Is it over? Is it over? Is it over? No, no. They then they came oh. back in, started drinking vodka or something like that. <laughs> Mad shit. Oh, so we left that. the pub at three in the morning, walked out full of fucking soup, and we're looking at as bright as day, bright as it is now. Yeah. Going, what's was, going on was, this, yeah, this is yeah. like the twilight zone it was crazy you know, and then you pay 30 euro for yeah. a subway and a coke but for, for, for me though Gary the, the boy from Rosemount movie now playing in a European game in, in, Reykjavik. in Reykjavik and this was a proper European game as in you know what I mean this thing is recorded like this wasn't against uh, uh, TK or yeah. uh, Begsborough or uh, uh, whoever this was extraordinary, and then to win, mm. you know what I mean? Still our European record. Like we came yeah. back, we came yeah. back thinking that that was it, job done. Bring on the second leg was in Milltown. That's right. You know, four 0 we won there, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. it was. It, it, um, yeah. But it was a real matter of fact, as all, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I, was... I thought that the team was decent. We were up again. They were, all, they were all gorgeous, weren't they? <laughs> they were all six foot two blonde. That's all right, with the yeah. same name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Brilliant the football. But then you went down to play university, Crayova in Romania, and you've plenty of stories about this one. Who wants to start? Like our, in, the, in the three or four hours I was with these lads, <laughs> this one game was all they talked about. Yeah, yeah. go on, so the boys. Can I well, I'll tell you why, uh, Carl, I don't think anybody had heard of them, number one. I hadn't heard them. You know, I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not in your league in terms of stats and... Uh, uh, but when we were drawn against them, I thought we had a chance here, we had a great chance, you know. And I, I hadn't based it on anything, I think we based it on the fact that UCD, university, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, college you know, students, students we, we have a chance here. <laughs> and uh, um, when you think about that now, and, it's crazy, no, seriously, yeah, and then. Then I think after 10, 15 minutes. We do. Oh, no, no. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. This this was a proper team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jesus, they, proper athletes, proper players, <laughs> destined for greater things in terms of. Well, I think I, I could have been exaggerating, but I felt as though none of the Rovers players touched the ball for the first five or six minutes. It was probably less than that. Chasing shadows. But they were bump, bump, bump. They were knocking around everywhere. And in Milltown. In, this is, the, the, yeah, the first yeah, game in Milltown. Yeah. Milltown, yeah. Like, and in Milltown, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. So, yeah. like, it was just, at that time, I felt that they were probably, well, the best team I'd ever played against. Played against, yeah. Whatever they were. Uh, and the, the club side. Yes. And, and they were just super. And there was one guy who was, like, again, like the Georgie Best of Romanian football, um, a fella called Balac. Yeah. Playing in the middle of the park. Now he was he was special. And as you might ask a question now in a few minutes on the return leg, yeah, yeah. Ronnie Ronnie Murphy, Ronnie Murphy yeah. found out how yeah. good he was. How good. <laughs> but uh, Ronnie was sent off in the return leg. Yeah. Because yeah. he tried to kick Balach off the, <laughs> the Huda. But you know what happened though, sorry and remember yeah. that you know what happened? Balach put the ball up with a spin. Yeah. In a spin and the horses we call them <laughs> went straight through him. He kicked him in the goalies. <laughs> And your man went down. This is the fella they were going to sell to Fiorentina for millions or something like that. And Ronnie went straight through him yeah. and realised, oh, fuck. Blah, blah, blah. And he was sent off. And there was a camera, Noel. They had a camera running on. It's like in Harold's Cross. They used to have the rabbit or the hare oh, running yeah, around. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. They had a camera that shot around looking at Ronnie, the red-headed Ronnie Murphy <laughs> coming off. And Ronnie shipped himself to the dressing room. 
because Giles, he felt Giles, he, that's his career over Rovers. Yeah, yeah. And Giles, in fairness, said to him, if anybody takes the piss out of you like that, I'll do the same. I'll do the same. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Because your man Ballas just he he did a spin on it. Yeah. And, and then he and took then it back, flicking the ball flick, And the horse went straight to him. Yeah. Horse. Yeah. <laughs> the horse went straight, straight to him. Alan O'Neill <laughs> brought up something actually. He said, I think it was on the bush here, and he maybe two of the ground. It was just a dead horse lying in the road. It was a dead person. A person? <laughs> I said horse. Jeez. <laughs> As far as I remember. A person? Yes. There was a horse and a cart. There was an accident, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. And there was a dead... There was a body laying on the side of the road as our bus drove Welcome from. to Romania. Yeah. Oh, it was a, oh, the what, worst place what, I was ever in my life. What an absolute dump, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, honest horrible. to God. Um, <gasps> movie Park was California. Absolutely. Tom Hand, Tom Cannon... Or oh. male models oh. compared to this, this place. Was it, this loose. place was, you know. Well, I think, <laughs> and that, that brings us back to a famous League of Ireland player who was with us as reserve goalkeeper. Because of the fact that we're going back to 1982, I think Ceausescu was uh, the top man there yeah, at the time. Yeah. And all they wanted to do over there was get sterling or dollars in exchange for their money. Okay. And they were given an exchange rate of three times, more than three times the official exchange rate. So, of course, <laughs> when we were saying, yeah, I could have some of that. <coughs> what we were going to spend it on was another matter because there was nothing to buy it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But we were doing the exchange and all the rest. And um, good old Smodger. Mick, Mick Smith. Smith. Mick Smith. He was the reserve goalkeeper. Famous Robert's Smodger. goalkeeper. Smith, Greg Courtney. And he was now second to yeah. Naylor. But he, Mick was such an experienced player you, yeah. that uh, he was going to be looking after all the young lads in his own mind in regard to Jim Beglin, Liam Buckley, Alan Campbell. He was taking them under the wing. But it all started off on the flight over, do you remember? Yeah. Because uh, Mick had stretched out and he was putting the, the seat back oh, as if he's like, he'd done this a thousand times. He travelled <laughs> the world. Yeah. And the seat come, all the lads are looking at him and say, oh, oh, Mick, you know oh, so much. Oh, they go back? <laughs> you know so much. And he slipped his shoes up and he was Give us a call, lad, let me, let me arrive. <laughs> so he lay back. So I slipped under this thing and I grabbed his shoes. So I took his shoes and put some shaving foam in the That's toes right. yeah. of the shoe. Yeah. And slipped them back. Right. So of course we were landing as this. Oh, I don't believe it. And of course the two shoes were set perfectly for him. So he just plopped his two feet straight in the shoes and all the shaving foam came. Ah, fudge. <laughs> And the, the hostess is walking by. He said, look, hey, look, look what that had to do. <laughs> she said, can you do something? So she went up. She came back with a towel and a razor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant. Ah, very funny. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. That was great. That was he cool. was doing the money. He was doing the money. the money. We got, we got done, Gary. We, we got done. The lad, Jim Beglin. Jim Beglin, Liam yeah. Buckley, Alan Campbell. Yeah. All got done. Yeah. Because what happened was Smudger went down. The money. Smudger went down to meet the, the two white boys in Bucharest. And they stitched him big time. The, the players lost oh, the, 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 the few. He, he, he was supposed to get something. I can't remember the figures, but say twelve hundred of Lou was the money. Yeah, he was supposed to get twelve hundred for the money, the sterling he collected, right? And the Romanian fellow was counting out seven hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred, one thousand, one thousand, one hundred. And is looking at him. He's got his hawk eye on him, right? And he went to thirteen hundred. Which was a hundred over the odds. So Smudger said, that's crap. And then the Romanian got, oh no, quickly somebody somebody was looking. So where, where, where? No, he's gone, he's okay. So, so Smudger grabbed the, the water notes, yeah. gave him the sterling. Thank you very much. 
Da jeg åbner ind, og så måtte jeg ikke have mig. Jeg tager mig ikke en pause, vil jeg mand. Jeg tager givet mig to til endnu, og så tager jeg det ud fra afgrunden. And he unfolded the money, the lump of money. The first one was a hundred, the rest was all newspaper. Oh my god. And he was looking. And the first thing he said to Liam Bucky, Book off, you owe me a tenner. Yeah. 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 Oh, Don, was we, got, we got stitched oh, in every God. way when the university crew opened. And uh, then we had a uh, disaster struck on the 27th of March 1983. No, he was a victim of a terribly crude tackle from Mick Fairclough. Dundalk resulted in a broken leg. The doctor said you'd never play again. And a testimonial was held at Glenmalore Park 24th September 1983. Bit of a tough thing for you to think back on yeah well um like when i had the, the found out the extent of the injury you know um and it was in, in i was brought to vincent's and um i was there for just almost three weeks because there was two operations on it and the first operation didn't go well mm. and then they had to operate a second time but anyway um that was okay so the prognosis was that no, I don't think you'd be playing anymore, you know. Now, I was, I think, 31 at that stage, yeah. so it was probably a bit late. But um, um, I actually took over Real Ingus, um in the Leicester Senior League. Right. And, um, cut a long story short, after a time, I got rid of the crotches and the whole lot, and screws came out of my ankle and blah, blah. And I started doing a little bit of training, and then I got back into it, um, and I started playing for Real Ingus. Yeah. And that was okay, went through that all right. And then I just felt at that time I'd, well, if you like, unfinished business, as they say. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I wanted to try and get back in. And um, uh, So anyway, as it turned out in the end, I actually, and uh, you'll probably hate me for this, I actually done a pre-season uh, with Bose. <laughs> never, never, knew, never knew that. Uh, You've kept that one. Yeah. <laughs> never knew that? No, never knew that. The gap yeah. doesn't Between know. Between that and his alias, you've learned some things. Today. Oh, this is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Billy Young was manager. All right. And, Doesn't uh, matter who he was. And I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that they'd done a real tough one. Yeah. From all reports. And I just wanted this, just to see. So I went and done it, and it was tough. Yeah. Done a pre-season. And uh, as it turned out then, I actually thought maybe, like, Billy might offer a contract or whatever. But he didn't. But Alfie Hale came in. And he asked me if I'd... Got down to Waterford, and, and that's so how back, that's back how that came. Yeah. Yeah. At least you got back playing. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what did the players make when Jules went off before the season had ended to take up his coaching role at Vancouver, even though he's still the manager at Milltown? Now, this is a strange one for me. We found that mm. kind of strange. So what what was the opinion on that? Like, did you have one foot out the door, maybe? Well, yeah, I was sort of surprised because, uh, but although. Previous to that, wasn't there a couple of players didn't Pierce go yeah, over? Yeah, Pierce went, Pierce went over to Vancouver. Yeah, Pierce Pierce and there was a couple of Canadians Can, that came and played for us. Yeah, yeah, Remember? that's right. Yeah, there was yeah. a little bit of a swap thing yeah, going yeah. on. So, um, and, like, and in fairness, Joelzy uh, uh, had got um, Dave Henderson. Dave Henderson went over. Uh, from the Henderson goalkeeping club? Yeah, yeah, from Rovers. Mm. Dave Henderson went over to Vancouver. I think he got a contract there with it as well. Right. Uh, yeah. There was this connection. Okay. And it's, it, it's it's funny now when you look at the MLS or whatever it is in America at the moment. Mm. At the time, Joelzy uh, again being Joelzy in relation to his connections, this thing. But it was a bit of a, you know, how can he manage? Because at one point, Joelzy yeah. was yeah. the Ireland manager and the Shamrock Rovers manager. Yeah. You know, mm. at, at one point. Yeah. Now, if you put into the melting pot, Vancouver. 
that's when he had Cyril Regis and uh, Peter Beardsley and all that yeah. with Vancouver. Yeah. So it was probably the coming to the end, mm. big, uh, in my opinion. There's a few quid there by the sounds. Now you have it. No, yeah. that's, that's what it was. Yeah. So, yeah. But then with Robert Goggins, he says, Robbie, would you have loved to play under Jim McLaughlin? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, me and Alan O'Neill were let go by Rovers when Jim came in. Went to UCD, didn't you? Yeah, I went to UCD. But uh, when when it when it happened, if you know what I mean, it, it came, it was a surreal moment. It was like, uh, I never met Jim McLaughlin to discuss it, mm. if you know what I mean. It, just, yeah. it was given. It just was, happened. It just happened. And me and Neil, I remember that Alan rang me. And whatever about me in relation to it, uh, but I couldn't believe Alan was going as well. Because I thought Alan was just going to be synonymous with Rovers for the rest of his days. Yeah. But for me, okay, to be other players and you move on or whatever. But I remember meeting Naila as if to say, what are we going to do now? <laughs> and then UCD, like it's hardly on the European <laughs> Richter scale to sign for UCD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and we both did. And we both did. And then and we that won was the, the that cup. Was the first uh, time and tell me that, how did you feel yeah. about denying Rovers the double? Actually, me and Alan sat in the corner. Alan will tell you, to, to this day it was the most bizarre feeling first of all the, the first cup final we played we, we talked about the Sligo one uh, there when it was when it was unbelievable it was rain it was the opposite UCD Daily Mount was bone hard it was 30 something degrees <laughs> so so it, 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 the ball bounced everywhere you know what I mean the days of, of Milltown playing on the surface was gonzo and it was probably, it has to me, I'd say it ranks as the worst cup final ever. Ever. Alan pulled off a couple of good saves. Yeah, it was nil-nil in Daily Mount. And uh, UCD, we won it in the last, in another, a Waterford <coughs> moment the other night. Yeah. Uh, Ken Doherty scored a winner in the 90-whatever minute to win it. But me and Naylor went back. Uh, and We'll never forget it because we sat in the dressing room or whatever and we went and we had to go to the after thing back in UCD yeah. and With all seven of the fans seven and a load of guys you know singing UCD rah 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said to Naila could you just imagine if this was Rovers yeah. O'Connell Street would be mobbed the, the, you know what I mean there'd be pubs all over you know rah, rah, and then as it happened somebody robbed the cup on the night as well yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean is it, the, the, the cup went missing you know did anybody care I don't know no. you know that way yeah. but it was it was a surreal feeling yeah but Jason Maloney wanted to ask where did you go drinking the night afterwards no we went back to the to the Montrose UCD was synonymous with the Montrose, Montrose and me and Naylor yeah. sat in the Montrose yeah. and I can still see sitting with Naylor and we both said Jesus if it was Rovers you know that way but what about the night after the Montrose where did you go after that oh the two me and Naylor met or something like that mm. but we met in Cognito there's a story here there's yeah. my only one be asking yeah. those we met it was Cognito you must, mm. he had something as he yeah he <laughs> <laughs> had a bit of dirt on you <laughs> but um <laughs> Famously, uh, met the eventual winners of the cup winners cup that season. Everton narrowly losing one nil, yeah. and everyone says you personally had a great game at Goodison Park. Well, I had uh, that was a mad mad one because uh, don't know if you remember this one, Noel, but when I that night, Gwen Gwen was expecting Jason, right, and Gwen had her maternity bag ready to go, and I had my Umbro bag 
ready to go. <laughs> so I was thinking of Peter Reid, Neville Southall, you know, uh, Andy Gray. Gwen was thinking of babies. <laughs> and, whatever. and then Gwen said the immortal words, my waters have broke. I have to go. I said, go where? <laughs> and she said, go to the hospital, you clown. <laughs> I get into the car now. I only went down the road. I had no petrol in the car. So I went to a garage opposite Rosemount, uh, whatever. And the Pakistani guy was on. He sat behind the counter. So I said to him, I have no money. My wife is expecting. I have to go. So I put 20 quid into it or something like that and legged it. So he was ringing the old bill. Gaff was robbing the petrol. Gaff was robbing the petrol. I went straight in. Gwen, in fairness to her, brought Jason into this world. I got the tea and the toast. Rang Gwen's dad, Sean, God rest him. Say, Sean, Gwen's after bringing a little boy into the world where made him. I have to go and go and play Everton. Can you <laughs> sort out things? I went out the Coombe Hospital, back onto the out to the airport. Met now. I rang Naylor and said it, and uh, we played Everton, and it was unbelievable. And it was in the program that night. Number eight, former Shamrock Rover, whose wife Gwen. And I haven't said to Gwen, Gwen, give me some bit of, right? You're in the program. It was 23,000 or whatever. You're, in the, You're in the program. You know, they know I, all about you. I know, they know all about you. That we know all about Jason. So oh. that's that, yeah, on that night. Well, I'll tell you what now, it's a, that's a real coincidence. I didn't know the full story. Yeah. That. But like something similar happened in 1978 when. Remember when we went to Spain to play those tournaments? Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, Jerez. And Liz was expecting Gillian. Yeah. My second girl. And like that, the day before, we had to bring her in. And Giles had said to me, look, he says, I'll give you up to 10 o'clock in the morning to get to the airport. So he left the book open for me. And the... Evening before, in early morning, Liz was brought into Hollow Street, gave birth to Gillian. I was there, is everything okay? Yeah, that's crowd, yeah, yeah. And I'm sort of saying to myself, I'm, what's on the leave? <laughs> and I went then from there to the airport and arrived at about quarter to ten. And that's how I got my ticket. And then Liz's mum and dad obviously then looked after her yeah. and, and, and baby Gillian took them home. And I was on the plane to play against Burgos and Jerez. Yes, and that's a tournament you played. But that, I think, and there's no disrespect, for goodness sake, to, to Jason or Gillian, right? Yeah. But it just, probably just goes to show you in regard to players want to play for At the highest level, yeah. And yeah. yeah, as well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what it was. Like even Jason today now, or go he he no. just, he's consumed yeah. by the hoops. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He was great company, by the way, in the bus. Did you enjoy it, Carl? He's consumed he's, by the hook. He's a great guy, yeah. Fond of a yeah. spot of Pinot Grigio. Oh, yeah, right yeah I was going to say. Yeah, it's going straight. So, uh, Noel, you made a comeback with Waterford in the 1985-86 season. And, sorry, bring this up, you scored non goal <laughs> in the FAI Cup final defeat to Rovers. So, being a farmer, who, how much stick have you got for this over the years? Well, I was hoping to go home before this was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, oh, I was like, I have to say, uh, that season, Waterford done really well. Um, and um, I think it could have been then. We, we actually beat Rovers down in Kilcoman Park, which was an upset because Rovers were winning all around them. But that particular um, incident, uh, well, I can remember it. 
Um, I don't remember much else about the game, but I certainly remember that. And uh, I, I was devastated. Um, I, I, well, I, there was a, a reception for Waterford afterwards in Waterford. And I couldn't go. I just, I just couldn't go. I just felt like, um, not that I let myself down, but I, I, you know, after doing so well throughout the season and then coming up against the best team uh, uh, in the league, and to finish that way for me you now was just like uh, it was, it was devastating. And it, and I can be honest and tell you, it's the only own goal I ever scored in my career. Wow. Ever. And in fact, I gave great credence to. Do you remember good old Con Hulahan? Yeah. You saw yeah. it in the press. Yeah. And I have to say, um, I didn't read any reports about the game for I don't know how long, but I, I I did see one from Con in the Irish press. And in fairness to him, he said, which I took great spirit in, if you like, uh, the most least likely player. <laughs> In the league to score an OG, scored an OG. <laughs> yeah. and I says thanks very much, Con. <laughs> I said you're the only one. <laughs> but um, well, it was just a shame, you know. So, so last season, uh, Waterford finished fourth and qualified for Europe for the first time since 1986. When you were at Waterford, in fact, you um, you were at a reunion recently with the Waterford team who had qualified that year. Yeah. And uh, and then you even scored a goal against Bordeaux That's in correct. the Cup Winners' Cup. Yeah, yeah. So well, like with that one. That that was the the second part of uh, that anecdote in regard to the fact that I did score an OG in the um, FEI Cup final against uh, or four Rovers, <sighs> uh, but uh, I also ended uh, up leading goal scorer in Europe <laughs> <laughs> for Waterford the following season. <laughs> It's the only goal we scored. <laughs> so I took a little, a little bit of uh, like it was a compensation. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was happy enough with that. And so anybody yeah. that slags me, which is quite a number of people, I can tell you, <laughs> I always come back with hold on a minute there, boy. <laughs> but you returned the Rovers as assistant gaffer to Noel King. 88 for two seasons and you sat down now in a pub and swords and went through a list of about 100 players who weren't attached and had league experience. How yeah. difficult was it to sign players? Well, particularly difficult because we were in the coachman's inn for quite a long time. <laughs> and uh, the first half an hour was just, okay. Just Cokes and oranges, yeah? yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what. Because um, I think at that stage we only had three signed players because there was a big bust up and all the rest and everything. All players went their own way. And we were just, yeah, just going through names, just look, can we get him? You know, And we what were looking we at do? players who we, we knew and all the rest, yeah. obviously. And we, we cobbled the team, if you like. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know done reasonably well in, in the circumstances but as I say uh, um, then after those uh, was it two seasons here you got there yeah, yeah two yeah. seasons and, um, things weren't going as well as they might have expected them to go and um, you actually played one game yourself didn't you I think it was in the, the Leicester Senior Cup against Bluebell yeah yeah that's right I, th- I, again. I think uh, Noel actually wanted me to play more but at that stage now I was like uh 38, well, I was 38 when I finished playing, so I was coming up 39, 40 years old, so uh, it was too much. It, you know, I just found it too hard to, to, to try and keep to a level of fitness uh, and match younger players. It's impossible. Mm. 
Um, so I, I, I didn't. And um, but anyway, in the end, um, I uh, I left Rovers at Noel's behest. <laughs> so uh, myself and another guy who was there, Paddy Gallagher. So uh, uh, Noel uh, moved us on. So but then, strangely, we had Pat Devlin. He came in as technical director of Rovers in 1990. And you, the B-team manager, Paddy Gallagher, as you said, and senior coach John Devine, all lost their positions under the new regime. So can what was that one about? Was there was just a coup came in? He just wanted to clean, clean up shop and bring his own guy? Yeah, I think so. I, um, I, 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 I do remember when John Devine appeared. Um, we were out at a training session. And I didn't know John. Mm. Um, I was just watching him play. And I, and I was thinking, who's, who's that? I thought he was just fabulous. Great strike of a ball and the whole lot, and then eventually the 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 penny dropped, uh, and John was there as a player and and, and coach as well, and uh, I'd say it's a smashing lad. Uh, but as I say, it was after that then uh, myself and Paddy were um, sort of moved out, if you like. Yeah. So another another part of Rovers team because it's an ongoing thing over the last forty years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it certainly is. And then Robbie, you went out to Shelbourne and St Pat's where you won a league title under Brian Kerr in nineteen ninety. And uh, that wasn't one of those rubber medals, was it? Was that the rubber medal season? I think 90. <laughs> rubber medal, brilliant, was that? <laughs> well, there was some rubber medal seasons, wasn't there? Yeah, where they, they were docked, they were docked, I think they were dock points, and they still regard it as a league win. I think 94, maybe. No, that was Rovers, but either way. Yeah, rubber medal. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> and uh, we heard that you and Alan O'Neill and Bits laughing at Billy Bagster. Yeah, the scout at St. Yeah. Pat's. Tell us a bit about oh, Billy, Billy Baxter. Billy. Even that name is that a real name? Billy, yeah. Oh, Billy. Oh, Even sounds like. Oh no, <laughs> Billy Baxter was the was the manager of Monaghan, Monaghan Town, and whatever. But he was Brian Kerr's statistician. He he's the prof of uh, <laughs> of the prof. Johnny Blues bar, by the way. <laughs> and uh, 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 we 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 uh, drew Dynamo Bucharest, uh, and Brian had asked Billy to do some stats in relation to the Dynamo players. Oh, yeah. So Billy lived, lived, ate and drank European football, uh, particularly Serie A football. But he was asked to do a, uh, an analysis of the Dynamo Bucharest team. And it's the famous, when we were all sitting in the dress room. <laughs> now, considering we were meant to get, you know, some sort of solace out of this, you know what I mean? So Billy started off with, he says, uh, number one, Brian, is started two shot. Statusha is going to sign for Lazio now for about one minute. Great shot stopper, doesn't lose anything in the air and uh, has conceded two goals this season. Number two, Borolesnikov. He is going to go to uh, Dynamo Moscow. He's going to sign for four million. He's a real good prospect. This guy bombs forward, comes out of the clouds. He's extraordinary, <laughs> Brian. He's a proper... The two centre-halves are Yulinov and Siliva, and they are uh, both to the... And except Brian interrupted him before he got the left foot and says, Billy, are any of them fucking brutal? <laughs> <laughs> and he says, we'll just leave it at that. And, and we just leave it at that. So and that was the sort of the team talk. And sure enough, we played him in Bucharest, and we were... Chippy Devlin was in goal, and Chippy was rooming with me, and uh, Dave Henderson couldn't make it. And Chippy had been given the whole brief on this fella number eight, who's again another worldly international who's going to go and Chippy was taking the ball out with the back of the net your man hit an exit set after about 8 minutes and we're 1-0 down and it all went down the toilet but that night will stay with me because Billy smoked these long cigarettes called Jetain <laughs> Gary you might not know they were long cigarettes and he put it down on the seat 
when Brian was losing the head when we were four nil down. And Brian was told to sit back down in the dressing on the in the in the dugout. But when he sat down, the shitane went up his arse. So it's the only international manager to get born with it with a shitane cigarette and he jumped out and the UEFA fella is telling him to get back down. I can't sit down with me ears is on fire. So he was told to sit down. But that's true. We were beaten anyway. But we had a great draw in in Tonga. So if I ever see uh, Brian Gare can I ask him about Jatane Cigarette and Billy Baxter <laughs> and the team yeah, yeah. and then the two lads reunited at 4th Division side of Kilkenny City in 91-92 and Kilkenny had been beaten by Rovers in the semi-final of the cup the previous year now it was your first job in management and you brought Barry Murphy and Stephen Yates which it from Rovers so later adding the gaff to your squad for what would be his last club as a player so tell us about your venture into that one well I won't be long with this because it never lasted that long <laughs> 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 It's uh, it was um, well. I was just anxious to carry on and being involved, and, and mm. certainly I got my application form in fairly sharpish. Mm. <laughs> it was given back to me fairly sharpish <laughs> yeah. as well. But um, yeah, that was a, a, again a thing where uh, Did your man Jim Radigan on a tire company. Jim, Jim Radigan. Yeah. No, it, that was uh, Jim was in the in the Kilkenny people. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, but yeah. The other guy, Tom. Yeah. He was in the, a, a tire place and all the rest. But anyway. Uh, and and Marzi was down. Kieran Mar- was there. Kieran Mar was there. Kieran yeah. Mar. Yeah. Uh, Kieran came to give me a dig help, <laughs> and um, uh, things didn't go. Probably <laughs> yeah. as planned. We can probably move on from this. <laughs> right. No, I'll definitely move on. No, this is I think I got sent off against Bowers because they were Bowers. I just want to be. I've never been sent off in <laughs> yeah, life. I give that a go. And I thought this is a great time to get sent off against <laughs> Bowers for Kilkenny. Should nobody hear about it? Yeah. <laughs> I actually have something about sending off for you, actually. Yeah, because uh, against uh, Bowers. So no, you yeah. actually pitted your wits against a future England manager. Sam Allardyce was managing Limerick in that season. Sam Allardyce. Yeah. yeah that's right. So it was a game in February 1992. And Limerick scored after oh, seven I seconds. Stuff. <laughs> I don't know how they scored after seven seconds. But meanwhile, Robbie, you went up against Limerick player David Wall. And you're both sent off for swapping punches. Oh, was it? Brilliant. Yeah. I'm delighted. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. So I hit, that's yeah. payback to Rovers yeah. at the time, the big deck. <laughs> So that's why, <laughs> because Big Deck got battered, it was time for me. Now, how, how long did I wait? Yeah. Playing on your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Playing on your mind, yeah. And who, who was it he was sent off with? Uh, David Wall. David Wall. A Limerick player. John the Diggs. He was probably brutal, wasn't he? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> deserved were, it. When you were assisting at Rovers, did you find it restrictive? And um, you wanted to make your first move with the management and make the final decisions. Was it, was it tough being an assistant? Uh, and you told me when Noel King was there, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is because I mean, ultimately, you obviously you have an input as assistant, but uh, to a certain extent, the final decision obviously stays with the manager. And uh, sometimes you might find that um, some players may not respond to you as well as they would to the manager, if you yeah. if you if you know. Um, but uh, so yeah, it's kind of a, a, a tough old job because you have to be a sort of a, like a. Six and one and a half dozen the other. You, you you can't be totally on the management side. It's good you, you cop, be, cop as well. You can't be totally on the player. It's, yeah. you, you it's hard, hard juggling act, isn't it? That's, it's, it's a juggling absolutely, act. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. So then yeah. you had Jim Gadigan as well. Do you remember that name? You mentioned him just a minute ago, yeah. He, uh, he gave you the, the sack, you could say. Jim Radigan. Yeah, Jim Radigan. Radigan, that's right, yeah. And what about, uh, what about the, do you remember the meeting when he decided to relieve you of your duties? Um... 
it, just, it doesn't jump out at me. No. no. He probably rang you now, didn't he? <laughs> it could have very well been the yeah. way it was, Robbie, yeah, yeah. because, yeah. like, as I said, the communication now. Did it go out right. like that? Yeah, phone calls and all that's oh, something that. That's something I wouldn't be too fond of. Now, if you're going to do something like that, relieve someone of that you think you should probably meet up with them. That's the way I'd feel about it. Yeah, yeah. no, but I, I, I mean, I, I can't actually remember, Gary, and probably the reason why is because those sort of moments you tend to try and erase yeah. from your memory. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, they're not a good moment, so you'll try and remember all the yeah. good ones and. Yeah. Sort of get rid of them that uh, that don't work for you, you know. So uh, Jim actually came out with a book. Uh, I don't know if you read it. It's called Mud, Sweat, and Jeers. <laughs> Is that right? All the Bill Kilkenny City. You're joking. Yeah. Oh. Million sold. I, I don't know if you're mentioning it. I haven't read it yet. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll look up your chapter. Yeah, I'll, do. I'll have to have a look at that myself now. But no, it. this is something I've been looking forward to now because I'm a big fan of Leinster senior football. And you ended up managing Ballymun United. So, uh, how long was that for? Uh, well, I. Had been with Erlingus back in the top flight as well. Nailed the yeah, yeah, yeah back in right. the big leagues. Yeah, I was with Erlingus and uh, I decided uh, just I've been doing it a long time. I was going to take a sort of a, a step back, a break, and I did. So at the end of a season, uh, the uh, I said to Erlingus, "Look, I'm you know I've had a good run here, so mm. I, st- I stood back from that, and then I got a phone call." from some guys in Ballymont and it's the usual so when you're in when it's in your sort of blood like you mm. sort of say well and like you Robbie like uh, when they Waterford asked you to go to America mm. for a, a bit of a holiday mm. you say yeah well I'll, you know, yeah. I'll think about that and so when they wanted to talk to me I said yeah I wouldn't mm. mind doing it so I went met them spoke with the uh, the chairman the secretary and uh, one of the other guys on the committee made a right old good chat and uh, so from there, um, they said, well, we'd love to offer you the position if you would consider it. And actually, one of my daughters was getting married um, in September. Uh, the season started in August. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, what I'll do is I'll actually go and, and watch games and, and uh, see what way the training is. But as, in regards to matches, um, I, I said, when it's coming up to the first week in September, I said, I'm, I'm out because... Oh, yeah. So they said, yeah, that's fine, yeah. So that's what i done, looked... And I was looking at one of the matches where they were playing Monaghan in a pre-season friendly. And I was looking at one of the centre-halves and I said to myself, oh, I'm getting rid of him as soon as I come back. <laughs> and it turned out he was one of the best players that I had the pleasure to work with. <laughs> yeah. When you look a bit more closely. But came back there and it lasted then. That season, uh, it, the foot and mouth disease uh, came about, yeah. which extended our season to almost 11 months. Wow because of the postponements and mm. waiting for mm-hmm. pitches to be right and get the cows off the pitch. <laughs> uh, and it turned out in the end... Um, Those loyal sheep fans in Sligo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we went off to have a fabulous season um, there and um, win the FEI Junior, um, the Leinster Junior, the league. Which uh, is... Like, that's, that's huge. Like If anyone knows Leinster Senior Football, yeah. that's massive. Yeah. Yeah. To win well, all well, those well, that, that was all in AUL yeah. at that time. But it's yeah. still a lot, though. Went, oh, no, it's not, fabulous. Don't, yeah. don't knock yeah. it. Like, it's, Absolutely, it's, it's, yeah. it's an amazing yeah. achievement. Yeah. And um, that was your stint with, with Ballymont. And last month we did a Tallis Stadium Saga special with Mick the Wack Cairns and Robert Goggins. And you would have heard us mention Noel. He took over as caretaker after Liam Buckley. Sack in 2004. When you came to the club, we'd been homeless for 17 years. So, what was the mood and the frustrations about Tala? Um, well, how that came about was that I think uh, Liam Buckley was uh, managing Athlone. 
and I was still with Aer Lingus. And they didn't have anywhere to train. I'm trying to fit in a pun here with Aer Lingus, so just, just bear with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I come out with something brutal. Yeah. It'll take off any minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. There you go. But uh, Liam came down and asked if Diathlon could train with us in right. Aer Lingus. So that's how that started. And then when Liam took over at Rovers, then he, he asked me to go and do the 21s, which I was delighted to do. Um, uh, and it, I suppose that was a bit frustrating as well because when you're trying to win games and then Liam comes and says listen I'm going to need him him and him yeah. to come with the senior team you sort of oh. but anyway your hands are then Liam again the team wasn't going so well and they decided then the wisdom to relieve <coughs> Liam of the position and uh, one of the directors came to me and asked would I take over in the interim period so that was a shock uh, because um, I felt sort of well Liam had asked me to come down. Now he was moved out. Now Pat Don was there as goalkeeping coach. Liam O'Brien mm. was there as assistant manager. Yeah. Um, and Jeez, it could have been the whack giving you the call, yeah. call couldn't it? Yes, it could have been the whack. Could have been the whack. Yeah. Cairns, yeah. Well, yeah. But anyway, as it turned out, um, I went on had a discussion with uh, Liz and the girls and all the rest, and they said, "Yeah, look, look, you've been involved for so long. I said, you give do it a go. It. Do it. Give it a bash." So I did, and uh, as I say. Uh, number of weeks went by and obviously the, the, they were looking around um, so they decided to to bring in uh, the saviour Roddy <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. skin is crawling yeah. there yeah so uh, anyway Roddy okay, I have to say one thing though I saw you've been interviewed or something like that once uh, as the new you know the new girl with the hoops and your Hummel coat, you had a lovely Hummel coat, it was a real yeah. proper manager's coat, and I thought he looked great. Was <laughs> it like the, the right, right, down to yeah, the now, yeah, yeah, you want to see it, Gary. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Looked, he looked really great, he looked great. And you were, you were replaced by Raddy. Did you not just think, I'm done, I'm finished? Well, uh, one of the games, we were playing Pats, um, and in, in Richmond Park, and I have to say that the, the Rovers supporters like gave me a great yeah you know Noli is yeah. a hoop yeah. And, and, yeah. you know all yeah. that sort of stuff and that was great that was great to see that but uh, as I say Roddy come in and uh, he had a uh, a meeting and uh, he came in and he's, he, he, he was explaining what was going to happen and what we could do this and do that and, and then he, he actually he, he said uh, yeah, Noel is going back to the 21s and we do this but nobody had spoken to me and Roddy hadn't spoken to me so he just decided to throw that out there? He just, yeah. And so he went, he, we, I, I, I spoke to him after, I said, look, I said, Roddy, I said, I, I don't know what's going on here, but so I'll tell you what I'll do. I said, I'll have a think about what you said. I'll, I'll yeah. give you a call tomorrow. So I rang him. I said, Roddy, I'm out. Thanks. Good luck. And that was it. Did he not try and persuade you with some investors? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you deal with the off-the-field problems? Because there was one period of time where the players wouldn't participate in training in the lead up to a dairy game because of unpaid wages so what was that like to to deal with uh, that's a terrible position to be in um, um, dealing with people's livelihoods it's yeah I mean we're talking serious stuff because like you you have to go and speak to players and you're trying to promise players that you, they'd be getting what they deserve what they've they're contracted to and when it doesn't happen then the following week 
you're sort of saying, well, you know, what are we going to say to him this time? How, how are we going to pacify mm. going to spin it? And, you know, and, yeah, I mean, you don't want to be telling lies, but at the same time, you, you, you may be stretching the truth a small yeah. bit to say, look, what we've been told is... And, and, and that's all you'd be relying on. Mm. Going to, 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 to the board or, or, or whoever it might be and saying, you know, look, lads, for goodness sake, at this stage, I can live without it for a few weeks. But there's fellas now, that's all they do. Yeah. What, what are they going to go home and tell their wife or their, whatever the case might be? Uh, so it's really tough. That is really tough. And I know a lot of clubs have been through it. Um, but uh, it's a tough thing to have to try and explain to somebody, listen, I've no money for you, so I'm sorry about that. It's oh, brutal, isn't it? It really is. It really is terrible. If I'd have, if I'd have had uh, Gaff's money, I'd have paid him myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, absolutely not. I totally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, we've loads of questions, and we have Bill Gleeson, he's asking about Robbie, about his chopper, and apparently that was the... That was a clincher for all the chicks. The chicks love the chopper. Oh yeah, yeah. As I say, those I, backers yeah, and crossbars. Yeah, yeah, I, I had the the chopper bike to, for the first training session. I'll never forget it. And I progressed then eventually to a Toyota Corolla, but it was the white one, Noel, with all the stripes. Okay. And then it was Gwen. That's what I often say to Gwen. She was the first wag in the parish. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Even though we had the babysit and all, but she was still a wag. You, know you do I mean? know if I ever meet Gwen, I'm going to refer to her as <laughs> yeah. the first wag in the parish. No yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was now with the Rovers Player of the Year, you know that way, in her Corolla. <laughs> He's as, not half yeah, picking himself yeah. up, is he? And, yeah, the chopper was binned. Was putting the daughter, I think. <laughs> the daughter? <laughs> yeah, outside of Columbanus, the chopper went in. It was replaced by a Toyota Corolla. Oh, yeah. I was reading your Wikipedia pages before this and the thing you mentioned about being top scorer in Europe in 1986 for Waterford, that was on there. <laughs> on Robbie's Wikipedia page, at the bottom it says, Robbie famously said, come on the hoops, we are the people, before the League Cup final in 2017. <laughs> is this Bill Gleeson editing? I think it is. Yeah. Bill, yeah. Bill's some spoofer, isn't he? I reckon no, that's him. Th- th- there was something outside the, uh, the stadium, outside the Tallis Stadium. Mm-hmm. And your man was saying about bowers or something like that. And I said, not at all. Rovers are the people. There's, there's, there's only one club in Dublin, really. You know what I mean? And it was, and then next minute, somebody rang me the job the next day. You were on the telly again. <laughs> you know, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your man put the mic in front of me. You know, that, it just fell Gaff, out. Gaff the media yeah. whore. Just <laughs> yeah. fell out. Yeah. And uh, at the bottom of Noel's page, it says he has gone on to start a number of television advertisements. <laughs> At least we know all because I haven't seen this boy I am the only one who hasn't seen it. You make a cameo in a power chair in the quit that I ever lip syncing to I Will Survive. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a bit about that. Well, uh, one of my. Uh, daughters... I'm in a, I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you on this one because I was in the AIB one most recently with the kids. Oh, right. In um, the hashtag Believe campaign. And this is just only this is just weeks yeah ago. it's it's actually everywhere because my kids would be on YouTube like we're on the telly again <laughs> yeah and they just show me right but it was just a random encounter because the kids are involved okay we got free membership as part of it <laughs> as you know the equity card or whatever and we just it, it snowballed from there on in but I, I didn't know that until I watched it and you know what I couldn't stop laughing <laughs> because it's one of the funniest things ever him with the gang of lads behind him in the power chair and he's giving have you seen this no well, oh. my, my daughter Jacqueline now sent me this thing and it was for Extras Island. That's who I'm with, yeah. And uh, so she looked at this. So you had to go for an audition. Yeah. And in 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 uh, it was actually in Irish Town. So I went down to this place and it was beside the pub, the little yeah. the little small office you know beside it? the pub, yeah. Yeah. The cobblers. 
And we were in there, and uh, he was, yeah, and, and, and uh, the Gloria Gaynor song, I Will Survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, uh, maybe you could sing a few buttons. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> he says, now, the position we were looking at uh, is uh, for an older man, and uh, you'd be in a, um, a mobility <laughs> school. Yeah. So I'm sitting down in the chair, and I'm this way, in the chair. He says, he said, you needn't pretend there's handlebars there. I have to. And he says, uh, I will survive. Hey, hey. And I'm giving it lower. Anyway, afterwards, went back for a second one, and they said, look, just gone. Yeah, have the gig. So we've yeah. done the filming uh, up near the near, near. It was actually near Odevany Gardens. In, oh yeah. And I was on the mobility scooter in several shots, and it had a walking stick, and I held that in the air. This yeah, was here, brilliant. and there were three young boys on the on the choppers. Yeah, yeah. 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 What, what colour was, what color was your one? <laughs> Is that in there? Like, yeah, we're going to show the guy. I think you're in the first twenty seconds or something. It's brilliant. This is Nodig. I think it's at 19 seconds. I never, no. Later, no, it's in music. It's back over the hand, baby. I'd never have got it. No. Not in a million years. And you know what, before I even knew, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was cracking up at that ad thinking, that's fucking brilliant, your man's gas. Oh, I didn't know it was not. <laughs> yes, I'm There was another one, a GEA one. Oh, yeah? Um, for, like, uh, this was a um, year before when, when Dublin were going, but like it was uh, it was one of these ones that is not actually a clear f- uh, picture, it's sort of like in a sort of a foggy background. Yeah, yeah. And there was a young lad with me, he was supposed to be his grandson, and we were giving it lows, and I was holding the flag up. Yeah. And, um, and we said, come on, yeah, come on, man. But that... The sets are good crack, aren't they? It's, oh, a, it's totally a handy number. Right. Yeah. You go in, you're fed, you're watered, <laughs> and then you yeah. go home, that's it. You get yeah. the check, you're like, and get a wage. Where's that again? Yeah. What'd you oh, get for that, by the way? Say nothing, say nothing. <laughs> Turn that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had Sean Bourne. He said, ask Noel about the League of Ireland selection. This is one I've been looking forward to. Uh, he played against Arge- in Argentina just before they won the World Cup and they played in the Boca Juniors ground. So this would have been La Bombonera, wouldn't it? Yep. The chocolate box. That's it. It's my favourite stadium of all time, obviously Baratala. But yeah. it's a fascinating stadium because it's got like a, it looks like what you could say an apartment block or complex and it goes straight and then it goes in a U to where the fans actually sit and it's a fascinating, beautiful stadium. So tell us about yeah. that. Well, it, like it, that was well the first time ever. You, you know the way sometimes you see the and particularly South America where all the dressing rooms are underground. Yeah. And you come up the steps. Yeah, and you come out from the ground. Out from underneath, yeah. And then you're just enveloped by the by and the atmosphere. Out there and the raw as a place, um, like I, I don't know, so many percent. There was sixty thousand at the game, but like you come out up into the thing, and that was the time. That was the first time also we'd seen you know the Argentine. Take our tape. Remember no, they, they yeah, tore up all the paper. Yeah, yeah. And it's all that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And I remember because Johnny Fulham yeah, was playing, JR, and we yeah. went out on the pitch, and we I was literally five yards away from mm. Johnny Fulham. This was before the yeah. game, and I was hey, JR, JR, for Johnny, Johnny. Yeah. couldn't hear me because of the roar. And the next thing, I ducked out of the way because I seen something in the corner of my eye. I thought somebody was throwing something, but it was a bit of paper <laughs> floating down out of the as they let it yeah. go, you know. And um, of course. The only guy who people obviously would associate with Argentina, Diego Maradona. Yeah, Boca, he was he was too young for that squad. That's right. Yeah, 
he didn't make it, but the likes of Ozzy Ardiles yeah. and Ricky Villa. Who was the uh, fella now up front that you had the real uh, battle with? Leopoldo Luque. Yeah, yeah Luque. That's Luque. right. Yeah, yeah. He's a big uh, moustache. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, big long black hair. Mexican <laughs> drug dealer. <laughs> he looked like a Mexican drug, drug dealer. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Leopoldo. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, we we went 1 0 down. And of course, like, I was marking Leopoldo. Well, it was, instead he's got. Mm. And I remember we coming in at half time, mm. and Jersey yeah. again was there, yeah. and he was saying, Who was marking? Mm. Who was marking? And, and everybody was sort of quiet, and I'm sitting there, I said, Me? I think it was me, John. Yeah, I told you, and he was giving. Anyway, but what had happened, right? I mean, it was, it was great, and you learn stuff really yeah. like that, where he, he checked forward, and then of Pulled course. Back. A nice step and bomb. Yeah. He's gone around the back. The ball, yeah. was, ball was played the far yeah. side. He was in and first time bang goal. But what I really, not at the time, but afterwards laughed about, was there was a guy from Finn Harps, a fella called Paul McGuinness, yeah, playing fullback, and he was up against this other guy called Rene Hausman, mm. who was the winger, fabulous, yeah, brilliant, yeah. up and down Sounds tricks. German, yeah, Rene Hausman, yeah, well, yeah. He, every time, Hausman, yeah, he was went. Went yeah. short, McGuinness to try mm. and close him, and they clipped the ball over the top, and he's spinning. Yeah, and every time, of course, McGuinness didn't go, they mm. play it into his feet, he yeah. turned, and he'd run at them. And McGuinness's tongue was about two foot long. <laughs> he was, it was just, it, and then Mick Gannon <laughs> yeah. was coming on Mousey. the top. Yeah. And the mouse, remember saying, I was just, it's the first time I didn't want to go on. Because <laughs> he was going to have to be marking health. That's right. Yeah. And McGuinness was almost carried up the pitch. Yeah. Uh, but like that, and we were beaten 3-1. And in fact, Simon Bradish, Simon Bradish, Simon yeah, Bradish right. yeah. scored a goal. Yeah. And again, when it comes back, you say, what a fantastic mm. result, because mm. that was April. What an experience. And in June, they went and won the World, World Cup. Cup. What That's an experience. Right. Was yeah. that under, um, was that the controversial one? No, under no. the military regime. No, no, that was that was, that was previous no, no. With, with Dunphy and all that, wasn't it? Do you remember that was the seventies? Yeah, Chile it? and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah no, it wasn't no, it was no, different. No, there was a bit of a military coup there. Yeah, no, you haven't. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, uh, that one was legit, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> but myself and Eamon Gregg were out shopping. Yeah. And we went in, and I still... Would Eamon Gregg, has he got a son involved? No, he was... was Matt Gregg, no. No, he's not, no. Uh, there was Jimmy Gregg, the play with Rovers, yeah. Smith, Gregg, Courtney, whatever, and then Eamon played with Rovers as That's well. That's right, yeah, mm. yeah. But uh, Eamon, um, myself and Eamon went into a shoe shop. Was this a bit of guilt shopping now, was it? It must be. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what now, Gary, I still have the shoes I bought. <laughs> the heel on them was about six inches, right? I'm seven foot two when I put these shoes on. Yeah. And they're in lovely soft two-tone leather. <laughs> yeah. I can't put them on, my toes are all squashed, you know? <laughs> but I have them, but the most important thing, I have uh, Leopoldo's shirt. Shirt, yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, in, a, in a frame at home, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. No, he has mine now, in fairness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's right as you walk in his hallway. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. But Dalglish never got gap shirts. No, that's what I'm saying. He, he doesn't work, you can't win. You can't win. It's the one regret he has in his football career. Yeah. So, uh, Jerry Fury has a double question for the gap. He says, ask Robbie about Night Night Robbie and ask him about the campaign to release the Falkirk 1. Yeah, yeah, Night Night Robbie would be synonymous with me, whereby the wheels fell off. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm great for two hours. Gone. And then the wheels fall off. Right? <laughs> so Disappeared. Thanks, thanks, Mr. Fury, yeah. Because uh, he's a night owl. He's a night owl, Jerry. Jerry Fury's a night owl. Right. And uh, the, the Falkirk... The Falkirk one, uh, the Falkirk one is a chapter whereby I should have been going to uh, Jason's 
party and I didn't make it back from Glasgow. If you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> I was uh, I was delayed. Yes. So that was the fault here. Well, thank you, Mr. Fairy, for that point of way. Maybe. We get him back. Yeah. Another question from, from Robert Goggins. Asked Robbie about the cap he didn't get for his only Ireland under-21 appearance against Poland in yeah. 1979. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, gone. It's just, it's just a memory. Yeah. Yeah, because I was at the Toulon tournament with Alan O'Neill against Argentina. I ended up with an Argentina jersey and all now, but, but there was something about... I don't know. I must ask Naylor about this. Um, we went out to Toulon and... Uh, I swapped jerseys at the end of an Argentinian game, whatever it is. Um, but the, the cap that I should have got against Poland never appeared. That's but it was crazy. great standing up in front of the national anthem, you know what I mean, yeah. in Tolka yeah. with Gary. Remember a little lad playing beside me, Austin Hayes from Southampton. Austin Hayes. Gary Waddock and Kevin O'Callaghan yeah. or whatever that. Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll get it someday. Yeah. Well, actually, Austin thinking. Hayes played a um, senior game or two as well. Yes, he did. Yeah. Several. Yeah. The name rings a bell, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, funniest moment in football, we'll give you a minute or two to think about it because it's tough to think off the top of your head, but I'm sure you have one, Gaff. And no, so the, your funniest moment in football as regards to on the pitch, off the pitch, anything in the round. Well, I have one straight away, and it's not, it's not, it's not, it's, it's football related because it's me dad. And I have to share this with me dad. My dad uh, was a bus conductor and he worked the 62 bus. The 62 bus went from Renla to Stillorgan and it didn't turn off at Belmont where you could take the turn for Rovers. We were playing the quarterfinal of the cup and my dad's bus driver was a guy called Tom Geraghty and he couldn't make the match he was working. So uh, my dad got the double decker and it turned. He asked the four people that were on board is it all right if we divert? My son is playing in the quarterfinal of the cup, and they all agreed. It would be me dad to ask, you know what I mean? Yeah, He'd be yeah. real sociable, lovely, yeah. f- lovely man. And he said, whatever. So Tom Garrity turned the bus up, and we went up uh, the Milltown Road. Hence the story, Carl. Uh, sorry, the song, The Milltown Road. I just love everything about that end of it. But he turned the bus up. And he had to do a three-point turn. Remember them big double-deckers? No, yeah, yeah. You think yeah. I'd grab oh, the, yeah, that's right. the big, the way or whatever. <laughs> and there was, uh, there was um, what was the name of the lad that was on the gate uh, down in Milltown? No, oh, he didn't nickname, whatever. But anyway, he let me die in. And I'd scored against Limerick. And Eddie Bourne scored a second or something there. So we're, we were two up <laughs> against Limerick. Great, great atmosphere. Uh, and we won in the in the quarter final. But my dad thanked the four people on the bus for allowing him the three minutes or whatever it was to say I was at my son's match okay, and yeah. took the bus back on the route. Like today he'd be sacked. Yeah, and he'd be oh, up in front of him and try to be a tribunal. You know that way? Yeah. And four people would have claimed against Rovers, if you know what I mean, <laughs> for taking them off the route. And the, the 62 came off the route for one day. And that was it. Right. So that one for me will stay with me. Me dad's turning the bus oh, off the yeah. route. Yeah. What about yourself now? Uh, well, just I'm trying to rack my brains there, but I do remember one which <laughs> we thought was hilarious at the time. We were playing in Bally Buffet. And uh, Paul McGee. Now, the Paul, there was three Paul McGees. 
But this Paul McGee, he was Jimmy McGee's son, mm. who played for Rovers, as you know. But he was subbed this day. And uh, so the game was going on in Batty Buffet, blah, blah, blah. And somebody got injured. I can't, I can't remember who it was. I remember Giles playing. Somebody got injured. Uh, he'd been treated on the pit. No, that's a go. We'd have to do a change. Yeah. So Giles is saying, because he wanted things done quick. Yeah. And Dini Leary was on the bench. And Paul McGee was waiting to come on. So Geezer was taking up his gear and he was taking up the bottoms of his tracksuits. But it was the old tracksuit. Do you know the one that had the hoop on the end of the leg? Right, Do you remember yeah. them? <laughs> An old tracksuit where you put your foot in the tracksuit but it's got a little hoop that goes on your foot. Right. But he had put his boots on so the hoop so was inside his boot. Yeah. So you couldn't just put your tracksuit off. <laughs> now there's just an open leg, he'd pull it off. But he couldn't. He would... Dinny was trying to get the tracksuit off him. But the two hoops were inside the boot. And here he was pulling and pulling. It was only then they realised that the two, the, the hoop on the bottom of the, the tracksuit leg was inside his... Very Christy Brown. And, he was, <laughs> yeah. and here was Giles on the pitch and he went, the hands went down by the... So you know that yeah, thing he used to have? Yeah, yeah. Get him on. He's like, I'm trying to make a sword but he can't yeah. get his trousers yeah. off. Yeah. And here, McGee is laying on the ground. Dinny's got the tracksuit <laughs> yeah. trying to be pulled. Yeah. Next minute he had to run to the medical bag, get out the scissors. He didn't snip them. And he cut the, the, the tra- two tracksuit bottoms and McGee came on and there was two flaps hanging out the side of his boot and he came on and Giles but we here we were watching and we were in fit. so he had half half a leg of, of, of yeah. tracks of arms hanging you off you wouldn't him. have seen them you wouldn't have seen them Gary but the old tracksuits came down and they had a little a little piece of material that you'd put your foot in so it would keep the tracksuit down on the bottom of your leg instead of riding up your leg <laughs> yeah. only he couldn't get them off so it was funny at the time it? anyway so Prof you have some for the lads yeah, I wanted to ask you, uh, the best teammate you've ever had, uh, best player you've ever Football played with, yeah. best player you've ever played against. Against? Just the both teams. With and against. With and against. Now, I know you're going to say the gaff, but listen, not... No, uh, 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 give that one again. Can't, who's, who's the best player you've ever played with, with and against? Against. And, want to say, and it can be Only one-time God. appearance playing against somebody. It can be... A, a six year period it can be anything like if you played against one person then you thought you know what he is absolutely special do you know that type of well, thing there's a, there's a question could have seen uh, Gaff that uh, Sidney Wallace used to run rings around you so I don't know if you're going to oh like that's him. Mick McCarthy I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think Mick McCarthy is gay seriously <laughs> the senator loved Sidney Wallace he was blonde and he was beautiful yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think that at the time McCarthy was separated or so he was going through <laughs> a no, I'm not picking no, Sidney okay. Wallace. Sidney I'll Wallace. tell you, I'm, uh, and I only got him at the, the tail end of his career. I thought Giles was brilliant. It's real, real. Left, right footballer. I thought he was brilliant. And it was strange where I thought Jackie Jamison was a brilliant player. That's came up a few times. Yeah, I thought yeah. Jackie Jamison was absolutely brilliant. I was yeah. lucky he played with him, with Rovers, and against him. And I just thought he was brilliant. Yeah, so there's one. Fair, fair one. We'll just yeah. have no. Yeah. Uh, well, again, I, 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 I like uh, Robbie there, there's been some smashing League of Ireland players, uh, but the question you did ask was, who was the best you ever played against? In your opinion, yeah. In my opinion, yeah. yeah. And I actually have to say that that, that fellow we spoke about earlier, Luke. I mean, it's not often you get to play against top-class yeah. players like that. Um, but him, he, he, was, he was fabulous. But again... When you, we, we played Bordeaux when I was with Waterford and there was, there was a couple of world-class players there, the likes yeah. of Jean Tigana. 
Tegan. And that was their former Fulham coach. Yeah. And Alan Giris. Yeah. yeah. And you know the guy that was nearly killed by the goal, German goalkeeper, Patrick Battista. Yes, yeah. yeah. They were all well. playing for, yeah. for some Bordeaux. Top class players. Like, yeah. Really and truly, I mean, Ozzy Ardiles. I mean, but for me to have a battle against somebody, yeah. I'd have to say Leopoldo Luque. Yeah. Because he was just so just clever. Yeah. Man, yeah. So clever, you know. Yeah. And then we had Mark Turner. He says, "What's the gaff's favorite away trip at Rovers? Your favorite away trip ever?" Oh Jesus! As, Fav- a, play- as a player, like I'd say, do you know what? Yeah, give us as, as a fan. As a fan, yeah, I mean, as a fan, as a fan, as a fan, has to be White Hart Lane. Yeah, has to be White Hart Lane. White Hart Lane was unbelievable at the time. My son Jason formed the uh, the Rovers Supporters Club in a little pub in. Um, in London, and uh, I just thought White Hart Lane summed up Rovers on that particular night. Four thousand Rovers fans taking the the lady Stephen Rice, Rice scored, right. and these London people couldn't get over it. You know what I mean? The, yeah, the, the yeah. whole this is White Hart Lane now, yeah, you, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like one nil up. I thought yeah. I thought White Hart Lane. Now there's been brilliant trips, but I thought that one. That even hot. the scoreboard that said. For the few minutes it did, uh, you know picture. that, uh, yeah. And yeah. then they decided to bring. I think who who they bring off the bench. I think uh, the fall. Well, they were trying to bring on. Um, but, um, Bale and yeah. Morgan yeah. yeah, we 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 were given uh, Noel and I had a great one as well with you know Rovers away to Juventus because the owner of the pub had given Jason his flag the hop hole in um, up near the, the prison I think it was or near Fulham the, the district anyway. Uh, Juventus was great Juventus was great except we all got the half time sing song yeah but why Hart Lane for yeah, me that's the one yeah. yeah and the wax said he wants to hear about just singing in the bat and hearts oh yeah I got thrown out of the bat and hearts I played for Pats against hearts I probably one of my best European games against hearts away in Tynecastle and I was singing the soldier song in in the bat uh, with Pat <laughs> Fenlon Right, yeah. was he playing the flu? Yeah, it's gonna say yeah, correct. Love <laughs> car, and the uh, the, the what they call it the uh, the groundsman or whatever it was, the bloke that looked at it says, "You lot shing da here," and we were in the middle of it. He said, Oi, what are you gonna do? Throw us out, and he did <laughs> he, he in took, the raw. Yeah, first time ever somebody's been thrown out of a bat in Tyne Castle. Father, why are you so sad? Next week, hey, hey, you get out. <laughs> Shove it up your ass. We're out anyway. We're out of Europe as well. I'll walk around the nip. I don't give a bollocks. Well, it's just a quick one there, and you're just morning by Scotland. We went over to see when Pat was with um, Hibbs. Yeah. Pat Fennon, right? Yeah. As the gaffer. Yeah, yeah. Um, my brother had got me tickets uh, uh, for my birthday, and we went to actually uh, watch Barcelona and Real Madrid, which was like fantastic. But then I was sort of saying, "Jesus, what am I going to do for him?" So I actually rang Pat, mm-hmm. and uh, because I thought maybe we might be able to, even, you know, the way you go into a players' lounge, yeah, just to go in and have something different like that. Yeah. So I rang Pat. He says, "Yeah." He says, "No problem." He says. So we made arrangements to go to Scotland, and as it turned out, um, the game was changed to the Sunday. Because the rugby match was on yeah. something like that, right? So, of course, we couldn't wait until the Sunday afternoon for the game because he had to be back. He lives in Sweden, my brother. Mm. So, anyway, uh, we said, oh, jeez, what we do? No, Celtic weren't playing at home. Mm. And he says, you now a bit of sacrilege again, really. There's been quite a lot of that here today, actually. <laughs> but he says, do you know what? He said, I'd love to see Ibrox. I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Ibrox. And now, of course, we're in Edinburgh. So, we said, right, okay, right. So, we got the train to Glasgow. 
Um, you said, right, come on, we went for a pint, and there was a the, uh, Rangers had their own station on the track, yeah. so we pulled into that. Across the road is a pub. We went for a pint, and we walked in, a play for us, packed everybody in blue. So we walked in, and just ordinary gear. <laughs> Every, everybody looked around. They could smell you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we went out of there, left. So we were looking for somewhere. And he said, we'd probably get um, the bar in the ground. We'll have a few in there. So I turned and went there, went to buy the tickets for the stand. I said, give us two good stand tickets. They were playing Anan Athletic. Oh, they were down in Division 2 at this stage, or wherever it was. So turn out in the end, we, we says, is, is the bar, what's this here? There's no dink in the ground. <laughs> There's no dink on the ground, he says. Oh, no. <laughs> now everybody goes in piss, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we went to a hotel which was a little more civil than yeah. the, the Leon Inn was where yeah. the pub. So we were having a good old drink now, went to the game, come and we were looking for another somewhere to go. And we saw two Scottish guys walking down the road. He said, Where can you go for a have a pint after the game? She said, There's a, a pub blue in the corner, says called Walluden. This is the first one. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> we we, we might give that a miss. <laughs> he said, well, there's a wee workman's club where we doing the road. He said, we're going down there now. He said, you can come with us. <laughs> so we said, right. So we walked down there and uh, we, we were going to do was a three-piece sofa thrown out of the fucking fifth balcony. <laughs> there was a burnt-out car over there. And we were looking. And the two boys were going to their car. And he says, do you see that roof over there? I says, the one with a hole in it. He says, that's the workman's club, he says. He says, uh, it's up to you, lads, he says. But <laughs> we wouldn't have done now. He says, why don't you go back to Edinburgh? <laughs> so that's probably done. Yeah, you're one. Oh, oh, quality. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, I love it. So we have Nick Clark, and he said, can you ask Robbie if she remembers wearing clogs and volunteer back in the day? He says, Michael Curran says, top man, they've great memories watching them from the shed. So you, you're fond of an old pair of clogs, were you? Yeah, I, I, I don't know where that's mad. This is, I have to say, no, this is going to hang us this whole day. <laughs> yeah. By the way, clogs. I, 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 were you a bit of a fashionista? I was a fashionista, but, but clogs, like, also even, was a even, bit of a Casanova. Even Gwen and Sarah Jane uh, slagged me over the clogs, but surely I wasn't saying, was I? In you were. I was. You fucking were. This is an independent report. Well, right right it's a chapter I'd like to uh, <laughs> uh, bypass next. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Last orders, please, gentlemen. Thank you. Brilliant. Right, so next we have the famous... We have Mick, a quote from the senator. The yeah. famous Mick McCarthy, who says he's 63 years fallying rovers. Fallying, not following. Fallying. Yeah. So, first of all, he says, don't believe a word. The yeah, gaff that's tells right. Yeah, <laughs> number one. He said one. that. Yeah, he always said that. Yeah. And also he said, ask the gaff what he says to me on the bus back from Sligo about three years ago. Yeah. What happened now was, I... I I had the triple bypass, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And McCarthy, uh, at that stage, I thought McCarthy was gone. I thought he was on his last year in Sligo. Yeah. And I, and we had a song, uh, as in, you know, Mick McCarthy's on his last year and it's <laughs> over for him. And, and he was a great fella. That type of thing. You know <laughs> what I mean? Right? Him, anyway. Yeah. And then I had me little torn. So I was taken to the hospital, right? <laughs> so, so I had all the tubes hanging out of me or something. Yeah, you arrived and McCarthy came in. He came in like Michael Flatley up the ward. He started dancing and all. Because I had him gone. I said, it's your last year. We've all loved you. And there's going to be great things said about you at your funeral. All that. The whack was going to be as the speaker and everything else. So he comes in to me. And I'll never forget. He clipped his heels now like Flatley. And I'm... 
I couldn't move, I couldn't, everything was gone, and it was ever, so it was 1-0 to McCarthy, and I can just say it, and he's, you know, without a doubt, he's had his day, (laughs) but I still said, uh, Carl, this year on the, on the Mike Express, last last Friday, next year, I said, this is definitely his last year, (laughs) (laughs) whether he likes it or not, not. so McCarthy, you're a legend, he's a legend. And uh, Paddy Daly said, ask Gaff whose chips were the best, Pat or Lynch's or Matassas? Ah, uh, Lynch's all the way. Lynch's, Lynch's all the way. as your man would know, by the way. Yeah. Lynch's was sensational. That was our chipper and all, wasn't it? All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Lynch's all. The Colin Bannis, the movie. Uh, Lynch's, Pat or Lynch, absolutely. Right. I, I think I got one smoke cotton chips free <laughs> when, I saw, when I became a Rover's. When I won the player of the year, oh, I was given a you got one chips. <laughs> no, other players were given. Today they're given Maseratis <laughs> and uh, whatever. I was given smoke garden chips from from Padder Lynch. At the pay for the extra it was a lovely, lovely gesture. <laughs> Thanks, Paddy. So we David David Carbon. He said, "Ask the gaff many times the Sydney Wallace run rings around them, and ask him about Sydney and Wigan on the way down to Galway or Castle Bar." He says, can't remember which, years ago, we're trying for the hoops and singing down the phone to him. Yeah, we, we, we rang him. We, 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 somebody had got Sid, Sid Wallace's number, and we rang him. I think the WAC rang him, or Mick McCarthy rang him. And Sidney loves himself, you know what I mean? Yeah. He probably still loves himself today, you know that way? Yeah. He could still do a job. <laughs> but we rang him about uh, Rovers beating him in the semi-final, you know that way? And he got all stroppy and all with us, you know that way? It was only a wind up, oh. but he got, he, he, you know what I mean? He got yeah, all yeah, tick about, about it. Yeah. He got a tick about it. Yeah. Well, that's it. You were the only one, you know. <laughs> we are over, super over. <laughs> <and> no one <laughs> like another. So that was Sydney. Sydney. He no, loved himself now. He did. He's a, he's a good player. Now. He was a good player. Couldn't, take, no, couldn't yeah. take the pace now. But the, remember what I was telling you about. Um, we were away on a trip, and again, going back to Carl Muggian. Yeah. That was his first international thing. Yeah. And Jerome Clark. He's yeah, played as Rada. Yeah. And uh, Ray Tracy, as I said to you before, he was a great, uh, great fella to have away because he'd do everything and play the banjo and he'd sing and do the whole lot. But he was a great messer as well. And uh, he rang Cattle's um, room. And the Cattle was rooming with Jerome. And there was a, a, a writer for the Irish press called Mel Moffat, again, a Scottish fella. And uh, Ray put on the accent. And he re- I was in the room with Ray. And uh, he picks up the phone and he rings uh, and Carl says, hello. <laughs> he says, uh, oh, was that Carl Muckin? He says, who's, uh, who's that? <laughs> on the phone? He says, it's uh, Mel Moffat, uh, Carl. Oh, Mel, how's it with you? He says, listen, we, he says, we're going to do a small interview for the for the Irish press. It's just a few words. It's because of your first trip away with the international squad. He says, uh, will that be all right with you, Carl? Oh, would you just be glad, man? Here's your own fucking medals on the phone, me. He says, yeah, yeah. And he says, no, he says, um, there'll be £30 uh, 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 of a fee, Carl. Would that suit you? He says, oh, yes, that's glad, man. I'll just keep a common bike, man. So anyway, you're going on. He says, no, he says, uh, your League of Ireland player, he says, of course, there's a couple of League of Ireland players on the uh, squad with you. He says, and just pick one in particular, he says, who you would play against. He says, no, Sinnott, he says, uh, and uh, who'd you rate Noel, he says. I'm, I'm sitting there listening. Oh, Noel, yeah, 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 you know. He says, I can handle him in the air, no, no problem. I can get up above him, you know. You know. <laughs> and so he was giving it all this. So when he arrived, well, that 30 pound there will be coming shortly, Carl. He said, oh, that's good. <laughs> so he puts down the phone and Jerome was telling us this and, and Carl was turning around to Jerome. He says, yeah, Jerome, he's that fucking easy man. Oh, he's at the room. He says, Jesus, 30 quid. So down to dinner that night, we were all in the... In the 
and uh, Ray's sitting there, I'm there, Cattle's there, and uh, every couple of minutes, I, Cattle might look, and I... And, I... <laughs> <laughs> and he's been looking... <laughs> and he's sort of having a look on his face. He's a clever man now. Uh, and then Ray turned over to Carl and says, hey, excuse me, Carl, uh, can you pass over the salt there, please? He says, okay. <laughs> Way you're a dark, you're dirty looking. <laughs> and he, can I say that we've had plenty of attempts of accents on this show, right? Oh, he a is officially yeah, the best. The fucking oh, top dog. I feel like we should hand him some sort of trophy. Yeah, like, that's right. He's it done Yorkshire, yeah. he's done Scottish, yeah, he's done yeah, Navin, yeah. he's done <laughs> Dublin. <laughs> Dublin. Dublin. You, can, he's, you can place in the man to be next to your Rovers. He is not going to be the Best accents 2019. Unbelievable. <laughs> so uh, we have the 10th anniversary of the Open on Tallis Stadium this year, and we're going to ask fans for their standout memories and best goals you've seen at the ground. So, Gaff, best goals and standout memories? Uh, t- a twig against Sligo, the opening game. Yeah. That torn and volley. Absolutely. Uh, slow motion stuff. Stunning, wasn't it? Absolutely brilliant. And the, and the reaction on the ground mm. and what it meant to everybody. And, you know, the whack, the McCarthy's, the Jeffries, the Marks, the Alberts, the Jason Maloney, my Jason. It was yeah. brilliant. Special moment. I'll tell you what, if it wasn't... Pardon? Good goal scorer. Oh, it's weak. Top, no, Maybe a little bit, yeah. And yeah. if it wasn't for a murder in Tallinn, on the same night that that was open, Tallah Stadium probably would have been shut down because it was oversold. It was absolutely jammed yeah. to the rafters. Yeah. And apparently, the story I was told is that there was a shooting down the road and the cops all fled down to it. And if it wasn't for that, we would have been well, shut I didn't down know, on the it spot. For me, head and shoulders now. I think there's been so many memories for me as, as a yeah. fan as regards to that. But I think Gary McCabe against Belgrade, that's one of the underrated memories for yeah. me. Yeah. The, the absolute audacity of him to even attempt that yeah. goal mm. and in such a in such a big toy was was unbelievable yeah. there's been so many go- I mean I think Graham Bork against the Bolislav the Bolislav against Bolislav can you, yeah. Bolislav. Can you is there a better one there's, than that? Yeah. there's no, probably no better I goal there no. I think yeah. Twig's 2-1 there's yeah. the photograph right there it's yeah. signed by Twiggy and all the 2-1 yeah. two, two goals in 90th minute to, to win the first ever derby in yeah, Tallis Stadium yeah, there's been so many good yeah. memories and we just well, want to create more that's now for me now that one absolutely was brilliant special now it was just the the culmination oh, of combination. I mean, so many You think about all the memories. work people had done to get that match staged against all the odds and, you know, um, I just thought that was brilliant, that particular one. And then we have the New South Stand opens for the first time yeah. against Derry on Friday and that was where me and the prof will be. We're going to Block X. We're going to, I'd say we'll take a, a steep view, will we? We'll yeah. go a little bit far up. I think we're going to need to get there early because everyone had the same idea. I think so, yeah. yeah. We'll be in the suite anyway. We'll be sinking some points and uh, the 2019 season launches 10pm after the Derry game and that's the squad number presentation. So uh, definitely pile into the suite afterwards and watch the squad get their numbers and it'll be a good night. And um, on a side note, did any did you watch the Netflix documentary Sunderland Till I Die? Yeah, I watched it all. I thought it was fantastic. One of the best I've seen. It really was. And you know what? Gives an insight now. As regards to being involved in a football club, me and the prophet, we do our own thing. We're not involved directly, Mm. but it was fantastic to see the ins and outs yeah. of a football club like that and it, it's just it was I watched brilliant. it all I don't know if you saw it no but that, it started no, it, started it was it. Coleman he was there wasn't he because yeah Chris Coleman, Coleman came took on, over yeah. the reins after Alan, Alan was telling me yeah, about Grace it Grace was there but it starts yeah. with, with the priest praying for the club 
praying it's asking the parishioners to hand. say please pray. yeah a Tom <laughs> Hand moment or whatever please beg God bless you God yeah. bless you all like, but this please let Rovers be the best yeah okay they can they can, they can be this season absolutely it was extraordinary I thought it was a brilliant uh, documentary I must look for that yeah brilliant no and brilliant they're, they're talking about coming out with a, with a season 2 so it really was fantastic mm. it's good watch and I tell you what, if they were to do one about Rovers, it would be just as good. I'd love to see it. Because you can see the amount yeah. of work that goes in on the ground floor and the yeah. fans that yeah. get involved and things like that, yeah. you know. But, but even go back, even go back, that docu- the, the Rovers documentary would be extraordinary. Because if you go back to 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 uh, Morton Stadium, Talca Park. Like Robert I mean? Goggin said, a movie would be fantastic. I was going to say, it'd be unbelievable. The shy we went like, There's some story there, isn't there? Oh, there listen, is. no. There's a great moment when they the school the, lads, the uh, Pat sorry Pat the, has the window company Pat um, Tutti Pat Tutti sang sing a song, song yeah, in Talca in Talca we're only watching that video two or three days honestly God what it meant you know what I mean you couldn't get everybody to shut up we'll never die we'll, we'll never up. die we'll keep the green flag flying high yeah. and it meant everything yeah. to a group of people in in the yeah. underground Talca Park yeah. you know yeah. what I mean and now you have a state of the art stadium. Yeah. But well, that's I, what they I, came through. I even remember it. Well, obviously, you remember the RDS. The RDS. When Rovers yeah. went to the RDS. Yeah. And the first game we played, I think it was Pats. Pats. 24,000. Yeah. And it was a pack. Yeah. Pack. Came from everywhere. But there was one time where I was actually playing Hello. with Waterford. And I, we, were, we were playing um, Rovers in Tolka because they were just using yeah. that. And I remember... We arrived, and I was going in, and there was a few of the guys, you know, for Cram, you know, the, the, yeah, the, the old thing. Yeah, at Milltown, yeah. And a few of them said, no, no, don't don't go in, please, don't go in. Because obviously they wanted to try and yeah. do anything they could. I said, lads, I said, like, my hands are tight. Mm. I said, I have to go in. I, I mean, I understand your predicament, yeah, but like, I said, I have to go in. Yeah. And it's just, that, that thing that they had, yeah. just, you know. Yeah, it was, just, it's meant so much. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. really is. It's, 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 it's insane. Then yeah. we... We move on. We're nearly done, lads. Don't worry. You can. We'll, we'll let you out. The points is calling. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no points. Down the ten you're in as happens. Yeah. Uh, Sean O'Connor made a good point in the Rovers forum. He says, "I always felt more documentary style media would help with the marketing side of things. Marketing that taps into clubs' culture and insights would be the way to go, in my opinion." He says, "Take Sunderland till I die, for example." After watching that series, I would be actually interested in attending a match there someday. Same with the Boca Juniors one. Before watching them shows, I didn't give a single fuck about either club. The biggest thing needed to be done was to convince potential fans that the old stigmas around the LOI are gone. The standard is better, the facilities and talent are better, and that is safe for families to come and enjoy a game. Now that is a fantastic statement, Mm. because after watching that Sunderland documentary, I thought to myself, I want to go and see it. I want to check out what it's all about. They travelled with 9,000 people to, uh, I think it was Grimsby, or someone along the lines there recently to an away game. 9,000 fans going to an away game. Like, it just shows you, the town of Sunderland is just all about football. And that's something that I think we, we can just Deep, yeah. dive deep into a talent 100,000 yeah, people tell it. Yeah. how can we not get 10,000 yeah. a game the documentary format it's very popular now it's, it's amazing Ooh. and it makes and it's not that hard really to amazing. produce yeah. let's be honest no, I, yeah. I'd love to say like yeah. Jason my son uh, gave me a big hug at the end of the Warburg game and he just said dad this is what it's all about mm. great though isn't it isn't that just oh, brilliant yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, this young is man what it's all about well, you know. he's going into LinkedIn yeah. to do his yeah. serious he's job he's dragging lads and next week he has 28 lads now are uh, coming in because it means everything to him yeah. he just wants Rovers now 
to 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 uh, well, to that's, that's gone into his blood now as well. Oh, I think totally no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same with young Robbie, you know, in France and whatever. But when Jason gives you a hug or whatever, and say, "Dad, this is what it's all about." Yeah. So he's gonna carry on. That's yeah. nice. He's gonna carry on the. But you're talking about a hundred thousand people in Salah. How can we not get ten thousand a game? It's ten percent of the population is kind of going somewhere for an hour and a half on a Friday night. Why can't we? Well, maybe that's we? what you were talking about earlier on. Well, that's you what we're going to do. The community there and well, just tell them what it's all about. A documentary, like the lads were saying, because no, it's impossible now. You've got TV now. Oh, you've got no, the GAA, that's the problem you're, you're fighting you've got against. Whatever, yeah. everything else. It's a yeah. real tough. But it's a tough sell, and yet anyone that goes and has the experience and talent yeah. that I've had, yeah. have loved it. Yeah. I've loved it, me boss. But but Robbie, like there was a friend of mine uh, passed away this a few years ago. But he was a mad Rovers fan, and he used to go to Milltown every week. And I'm going back now to the sixties. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he said to me, he said, you 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 couldn't walk up Milltown Road after two o'clock mm. and expect to get in because That's the right. place would be jammed. Jam, yeah. But when you look back to the 60s and all those yeah. years where the place was packed, mm. and then you look at, you've just mentioned it, everything that's come on board since then yeah. in regard to other things people can do. Uh, different things have happened with, with, with marriages, husband and wives, the husband can't just go off now. I mean, just, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a thing. And there's so many things happening. That's no, why be, if you were to get a community to be, like Talent To be six games involved. on, while we're here today, the six games live on the telly. Yeah. Or eight. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Barstoolers yeah. everywhere. Mm. They love it. What's the, you know what I mean? It's it's uh, do you know what that like like the prof said that a documentary thing like that it could absolutely. I love a documentary on Rovers app. Tell you, imagine, imagine your son James. Imagine loads of you, yeah, and Mick McCarthy. I swear, I'd love and it. And the the whack and yeah. all these fantastic fans who've been there for 40, 50 years, all yeah. getting involved. I'd love somebody in Illinois to look at me and say, "Jeez, I love him." <laughs> <laughs> you know that one, yeah. <laughs> or Wisconsin, or well, something. I'll just, like that. I'll just leave you with one last one in regard to that Sunderland thing, right? And you were saying that there was 9,000 and, and the comments yeah. from the Sunderland people would be something like this. I cannot believe <laughs> 9,000 fans would travel all that way to Grimsby. I fucking cannot believe that, man. Oh, brilliant. That's enough, right? oh, I love it. Oh, man. Yeah. I also love how they, after every game, they demand the, the chairman, Ellis, pump money into the squad <laughs> and then they put up a stat saying that he's after putting in 300 million fucking 300 yeah. million yeah. money like, he spends why can't he invest in the squad <laughs> the amount of money 300 million the stats are oh, the, shocking the, with that the, the priest for me is great though. Yeah, I have yeah, to tell he's, you he's praying he's praying to God that's having a decent year mm. so we're going to get gaff what we do is yeah. you know we won't ask you know because yeah you wouldn't be a regular but we're going to give what we've done, we used to give the starting 11s of predictions for ourselves, but we want you to pick your formation, your starting 11, and your prediction for the dirty game, and pull no punches. Uh, Manus, obviously. Well, well, give us your formation first. Oh, uh, f- f- well, it's going to be 4 5 one. Yeah, four, two, three, or four, four, or four, four, three, three. Yeah, whatever. Whatever I'm yeah, four, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you need the, the, the team will be. The same team that played against Waterford. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah. No it, changes. Whatsoever. No changes. No. No Trevor me. Clark. Well, Trevor Clark. They're going to have to bring Trevor Clark in, in bits and drabs, whatever. So I think it'll be the same. Now, the only thing is, I'd love Joey O'Brien to be in for Lopez. It's a, it's something I have. That's. I want that in <laughs> Carl or whatever. I, I want Joey O'Brien. I'd be, I'd be that opinion. You know what I mean? Put down Joey, Joey O'Brien, O'Brien for Waterford. Whatever. Uh, other than that, from what I've seen, uh, I think. The uh, that's the only change. Happy enough with yeah. that, yeah. And and yet have the squad 
to what we had in Waterford. And if you look... Because, you know, the bench changes things. And we yeah. saw it the other night. Yeah, Greg Woodrow was great coming yeah. on. But if you yeah. look at the likes of Dundalk with their starting eleven, consistency is the key to their success yeah. over the last four or five years because they have had the same starting eleven yeah. bar one or two, yeah. and they have just dominated. Mm. I think we need to nail down a strong starting eleven and just use our squad to improve it yeah. as a that it could, could work if he chooses to play Greg Bollinger in certain games oh 100% it doesn't have to we be spoke about this already though, didn't we, yeah. we did nothing wrong as a team the other night to warrant those lads that started to be dropped to be dropped yeah. in my opinion except I want Joey O'Brien in and that's just a personal that. preference that's, yeah. but just a personal preference yeah. same yourself yeah. Yeah. just on the, on the Derry game uh like Trevor Clare came on for Cavo in Waterford Cavo had a good game he was, yeah. he was very good and Trevor Clare had a very good game yeah. he offered something different yeah. to us but I think a lot of people like to see them play together because if you think back to last season we beat Derry 6-1 in Tala mm. and Clare and Cavo tore him to shreds down mm. the left yeah. side remember they kept swapping mm. So it was great to see no, I would really like those two to start yeah. together well I, I you know for, for those that started and finished you know what I mean? They'll all play a part mm. on uh, Friday can't and wait. a win. I can't wait. Yeah. So um, give us your predictions for the Derry and the Bones game. So uh, home to Derry away the Bones. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll de- sorry, we'll beat Derry. We'll beat Derry 2 0. Okay. There's one for you. And I I think we'll beat Bowes. I really think yeah. we're going to beat Bowes. I think we'll beat Bowes 1 or 2 0 based yeah. on what I saw in Waterford. Because yeah. you can only base it on what we've seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like. Like you have to remember, we were all confident when we played Bowes last year. We were going to play them, and we came out. We got spanked, but I just feel there's something. There's something. Something goes back, Gary, to what you said. Aaron Green grabbing the ball out of the net, scoring in the ninety-second minute, mm. and it does a good. There's a there's the a feel-good yeah. factor now that says we beat Derry, yeah. and I think we beat Derry handy enough. Then we're going to be up against it's this battle. I tell you. You know what I mean when you put on I think the, the battle that ensues, right? The battle that is going to be ahead of us for balls. I think we're going to be able to match it this time because yeah. we couldn't, we just couldn't match them. Yeah. As regards to willpower and just effort. Yeah. I think we're going to be well able yeah. for it this time around. And then for the for prediction, oh, geez, I'd love to win a cup. There you go. Yeah. I know. I know. Right, just, so, Prof, you wanted to say just, something about Derry. Just a quick note on Derry. They're probably the most fascinating club in world football right now because in five and a half weeks is Brexit. And they're actually playing Sligo on Brexit Day. And the players don't know where they stand because they're going to have to travel to the EU yeah. to play 18 of their 36 games. So I mean, are we going to have to produce yeah. a passport going up to the Brandywell yeah. soon, you know? They're, Visas. Their manager, Declan Devine, has been asked about it constantly Brexit. He doesn't want to know. He just wants to focus on the team. Yeah, should, that that's, should be his main concern. But it, they're, they're, it's fascinating, the situation they're in. Jeez, like, that's bizarre when you think about it. Even going back you now to our Tyler Cup, even when we played the Tyler Cup, we didn't produce any no. passports. Anything. We just went over the border, up the right? and was it. Straban yeah. or whatever it was. Yes, yeah. the way it is so, now. Yeah. Yeah. We get on the bus with a couple of cans, I, that's it. We I, don't expect I, you know, to be I was going to say that I can't see it, well, unless. No, I mean, if you, yeah. when Derry came into the league all them years ago, mm. you just drive up and go through Straban. Mm. Yeah, but like no, we said last season, 
the bus full of lads got stopped and thrown away. That's right, year. I heard that. Yeah, outside so there. They yeah. were stopped at the border and yeah. they were told if you proceed, you'd be arrested and so will your driver. Mm. So there's there's definitely repercussions now. Some people may say it was from instance previous and some, that some are saying it's absolutely involved, but that is one. We don't know. Yeah, no, that is the unknown. So I think that's it for the dairy yep. conversation, Prof. Yep. And uh, we've just passed 800 followers on Twitter, so give us a follow if you haven't already. We are at East End Pod and Tales from the East End on Instagram. So we'd just like to thank Robbie and Noel for an absolutely amazing podcast today. And we are forever in their debt. And lads, listen, thanks very much for coming. And we thanks hope guys. to see us soon in the future. So uh, that's it, lads. Thanks very much thank for you. coming along Thank today. you, lads. Up the hoops. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for the invite. Um, it's, been, uh, it's been great now the last couple of hours. Really enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully we might be back sometime. Yeah, definitely. Lads. Thanks again. And keep on hooping. Keep on hooping. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Tremendous.